Postmates. PKA episode 486 with our guest Derek for more plates, more dates. Kyle? <laughs> Couple of sponsors tonight, Blue Chew, Smart Mouth, and Postmates. But yeah, we got uh, Derek on the show with us. Expert on all things gear related. This is going to be a fun show. I, I, I we, yeah. have, we have tons of questions. Uh, what do yeah. you have? I think all three of us have been watching a good bit of your content. It's really entertaining stuff. Um, so yeah, it's giving me body fun. dysmorphia. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Well, it's so fat. If you could do <laughs> dude, me a I favor, I saw your uh, your clip where you were like, "It'd be an honor for more plates, more days to call me fat." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking dying, dude. <laughs> well, it's only a matter of time. Everything from here down, just a, a tr- well. For, really, th- this is my good range. Above <laughs> <laughs> so, here, fuck trash, absolute garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I've been getting just compliments fat. on like uh, body progress, and it's like, yes, you fools see me from like. You judge my body from the top of my chest to my collarbone. Do you have a home gym, or how are you training now? Or are you training? I have a home gym, uh, and I, I, I've, I've taken to calisthenics. I, something about them, the progress I make is more rewarding to me. Like, I, if you were to tell me how much you bench, I don't really have a good vibe for how much that is. And that's, that becomes even more true when you move to, like, squats or Romanian deadlifts or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. like, those numbers don't mean much. But if I said I did 60 pull-ups last night... A lot of people are like, oh, that's yeah. a lot of fucking pull ups. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and something about that I find rewarding. By the way, I don't do them in a row. Don't let me lie to you. But uh, I, I, I live stream and I do pull ups and push ups when I suck. And some nights, that's a lot of exercise. <laughs> so yeah. That's how no, that's ar- I would say that's arguably a better uh, gauge of like athleticism, anyways, like body weight shit. Because most bodybuilders, they're like jacked as fuck, but put them on a pull up bar, they can do like. 10 pull-ups i saw yeah, but they uh, look sick walking around yeah i saw a clip from world's strongest <laughs> man i saw a clip from world's strongest man the other day and like whatever the winner was hu- trying to hug the second place guy and they were it looked like two turtles trying to hug <laughs> <each other>. like, <laughs> let's rub our torsos broke yeah oh. Uh, it might be gay, but I kind of want to experience that. I want a hug from one of those dudes. <laughs> See? Nah. <laughs> yeah, maybe nah, you're right. It'd make me it, it would feel it'd be emasculating. It'd be like, God, oh, I'm a bitch. My, my what best... if he what if that big guy gives you a squeeze and he gives your ass cheek a nice big grab <laughs> while he's hugging you? What you can't say anything. You have to go, oh, oh, oh the mountain UT. <laughs> <laughs> My friend's dad, uh, he was this enormous guy from Yugoslavia. That's what it was at the time. Of course. And he, <laughs> what is that disease where you have like too much naturally producing HGH in your hand? Acromegaly, I think. Yeah. He had that. Yeah. And his hands were like hands you just don't see on normal people. And oh, his yeah. voice was like Andre the Giants. And, uh, and it just every time you were with him, it, I'm like growing up, I'm becoming a man. And it's like, I don't think I'll ever become this. <laughs> this is something else. This is a, yeah. and, and just fun fact, my friend had cystic fibrosis. So his dad had to like beat on his back to break up the mucus and stuff that in is his a fun lungs. Fact. And uh, yeah, how, 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 what an enjoyable <laughs> fact. And uh, it was just the perfect dad for it because he had these gigantic mitts of clubs that would just pound on his back and, and help him feel better. Until uh. his son was a nice puddle on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've always thought like, man, if I'm going to get some disease, becoming big and strong without having to work for it has got to be a pretty good disease. But then you look at those faces that you grow and you can't use smartphones anymore because of your sausage hands. Not a good disease. And it makes your heart like three times as large, which is actually bad for you. It's like a misconception that that disease 
like everyone thinks growth hormone is just you inject as much as you want you get super jacked but in reality when you look at like andre the giant they're big humans but they're not really like muscular in terms of development wise you know what i mean yeah. So it's like it's like a totally different mechanism. So they grow like these fucked up extremities, their noses get massive, ears get huge, huge like protruding facial features and stuff, but they don't they actually look more like Shrek than He-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's like, fair. You think of like a uh like a traditional caveman or whatever. And that's yeah. you know, essentially what they develop into, but it's not like you know, it's not like a good thing. Some people think, oh, more GH the better. It's like <clears throat> that would be like honestly, like that's not a good thing in almost any aspect, even if you were to, you know, consider it from a do bodybuilding you, perspective. GH is for preventing like um, joint damage, right? Isn't that the thing that why people pair steroids and GH? Am I right on that? Um, typically, it's like it's largely what regulates fat loss. Like it's a very, mm. you know, people think you're going to get shredded when you use it. And it does help to some extent, but it's more so. It's sort of like a balancing act. I don't, I'm trying to get not too sciencey because I come off so pretentious when I talk about this shit sometimes. Go for it, man. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like a lot of it has to do with like joints, integrity, tendons, ligaments, stuff like that. But that's why when you use way too much of it too, <clears throat> you end up with like an over abundance of, you know, like pointy ass elbows and like fucked up, you know, extremities and stuff like that. Huh. Do you take growth hormone? No, I don't. Have you? I ever? have though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for, oh, I, we should have laid it. What, what I would describe the premise of your channel is a series of scientific experiments on gear and SARMs and that whole class of things on you. So you'll try it yeah. for, I'm making up timelines, like a number of weeks or months and say, this is what this SARM did to me. This is a what I took. This is how long I took it. And this is how I felt about it. Another little fact finding thing for people watching. Can you kind of go through the, I guess, vocabulary, like SARMs, the different kinds of steroids like i don't know anything i know like fin from watching your videos like finasteride or something like that like i'm sure there's a, uh, a right. bunch of different kinds <clears throat> just just it, so people can kind of get it okay so like in general the breakdown of different like classes of compounds is like anabolic steroids which is like all the shit you probably heard of like oh d uh testosterone deca that kind of stuff trenbolone that's all anabolic steroids and that's largely what's going to dictate muscle growth like that's like the base of everything to do with muscle essentially in your body like 90 percent of it is driven by and that's just a rough estimate that it's obviously not you know mm -hmm. the main thing is like your testosterone in your body is it's technically on a in a dictionary it's a androgen but all the anabolic steroids that people use for muscle growth are derived from that testosterone molecule so those things that you hear of the trend alone the deca the whatever those are all in the anabolic steroid class as far as what sarms are typically i wouldn't even tell somebody it's worth exploring until they understand the first thing i actually did a video recently called the anabolic steroid family tree and for anyone who wants like a like a very newbie breakdown of each steroid because even within that category there's like different types of categories and it gets really complicated you know what i mean like a lot of people mm -hmm. when they when they watch my shit they're like what is this guy even fucking talking about you know like you don't know where to start this thing provides a framework of like okay here's like the parent molecule testosterone here's this class of compound this class and this class they each have this type of impact on athletic performance 
they might be leveraged in this sport versus this sport versus this sport. They might be used for this goal versus this goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, so those are like the steroids. <laughs> SARMs is kind of like something that was supposed to replace steroids because if a girl or a kid uses a steroid in like a medical setting, so let's say some kid or some woman has muscle wasting or something, instead of injecting them with a steroid, which in the past we've seen, you know, makes them, you know, get masculinizing side effects, which is obviously not a good yeah. outcome for some little fucking kid who hasn't even hit puberty yet to be jabbing him with testosterone or whatever, or some chick. So SARMs are meant to like replace the muscle building capacity of a steroid without making them like a man pretty much. Tell me how close I'm okay. coming. I'm sorry, Kyle. I know you're biting at the bit too and you're chomping at the bit chomping at it yeah yeah so they're androgen receptors and those are all kinds of different things that react to testosterone maybe growing a mustache muscles etc and then SARMs are specific androgen receptors that's the s and ideally if i think if things work perfectly SARMs are like steroids that only impact muscles am i close yeah, like the chemical structure of them, you can't really define them as a steroid because they're not technically derived from that like testosterone molecule. But they're like a synthetic drug, whereas testosterone is actually like something you produce. The S and is you could... specific, right? Specific androgen receptor molecule that I get? Yeah, so basically how you would build muscle like at the most basic level is you have androgen receptors in your muscles, in your everywhere in your body. And for the steroid to work, it needs to bind to the androgen receptor and transcribe its effects in the tissue. So that's why you would have a certain steroid, you know, goes into has a certain affinity to bind to muscle here or affinity to bind to your prostate or affinity to bind to somewhere. And how you know, the characterization of what it does depends on the chemical, the affinity to bind its level of how much it's going to masculinize you. Like there's like a whole sub layer of shit underneath that. But basically the target of all of them is essentially the androgen receptor whereby they build the muscle essentially and like, you know, maintain bone and all this kind of stuff. But uh, there's like off target activity, which is like next level shit, not even worth elaborating on where you have like stuff that prevents muscle wasting, like by hitting glucocorticoid receptors which prevents cortisol from transcribing its effects because cortisol is anti you know catabolic and whatnot like there's a whole another section of that but at a base level yeah like the androgen receptor is basically what essentially facilitates if a steroid is even because you could have a steroid floating around that's not really doing shit if it's not binding to the receptor first and then doing its thing so hmm Kyle, did you still want to get in? Yeah, you, so you've got the series of videos where you <clears throat> you look at uh, various Hollywood actors and you see the body transformations they go through. Yeah, and uh, I would like to see maybe because this is something we discuss on the show a lot. Woody and I are big MMA fans, UFC specifically, and there are a few female athletes that we look at and uh, and we're like, they're very ugly. Bullshit! <laughs> bullshit! Bullshit! Like 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 um, Chris Cyborg, a hundred percent. I mean, she's tested positive for, um, I don't know what the, what it was. Maybe it was Clomid. It was, uh, it, it was something you take in conjunction with steroids or something. I think she's like tested that. positive twice for things. And the yeah. thing that's, uh, sorry to cut you off, but basically the thing that's really obvious about the UFC and like their testing parameters is it's always 
the thing that you would use to recover after a cycle that mm -hmm. they get popped for, it's never the hormone they're using. And if it is, it's always like some weird like downstream metabolite that they basically fucked up and didn't get out of their system in time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, to me, it's always a really obvious red flag. Like, why would you be using Clomid? You know what I mean? Like there's mm -hmm. no performance enhancing advantage to having Clomid in your system. And the only logical conclusion as to why you would have it in your system and why all these fighters have it is you just did something and now you're trying to recover. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So, but, but I would like you to look at some of these ladies bodies. Um, the Chinese champion think? comes to mind. <clears throat> Wei Li. Yeah. Um, I, I don't trust people from Wei that Li. part of the world very much anyway <laughs> with, with their bodies. <laughs> I, I'm, no, I, I feel like the Chinese and the, and the Russians in particular have gotten caught cheating in one way or another so many times in international competition. They certainly cheat in video games. Name they thrice. cheat in video games. <laughs> all right. I'm um, just saying it's, it, it's, it's, it's factual. And I know Woody uh, thinks he looks at Holly Holmes' bikini line and he thinks maybe there's a little bit too much going on down there. That woman um, has but... an enlarged labia clitoris thing cooking. It is, uh, she's a one percentile in that regard. It doesn't look that big to me. Her fighter name is the Preacher's Daughter. I won't have you sully her good name. I'm going to look uh, up the Preacher's Daughter clit and I'll give you my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find opinion. a completely different uh, <laughs> And. Uh... <laughs> Uh, just, just, just ignore all the postings that I made there. Um, no, but and then Chris Cyborg in particular. Oh, this like, is not a helpful search at all. Chris Cyborg <laughs> has. It looks like she's had like cranial development. Like, like I mean, she. Uh, look it up here. Yeah, like, like Chris Cyborg in particular. Um, what does she squat for reps? What is it? Is it three hundred or four hundred? Oh, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know. It's something absurd. Yeah, That's insane for reps. Wow. For reps, she's and, and it's not one of those. Where you see like a girl maxing out on Reddit and you're like, oh my God, that was incredible. And it's clear that she just like blew her load lifting this, doing What's this. What's up, everybody? This She's pumping three or 400. The thing I would look to that I typically, like if you were looking at a girl specifically to see if they've used anything, I would look to their younger pictures and see if they looked way more feminine. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to find younger pictures of her to see if she ever looked like normal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never seen her look normal. Chris Cyborg. In She's been ugly since the beginning, <laughs> but like objectively less so relative to current mm -hmm. is what I'm Obviously. trying to find. That uh, one was a mother. Young Chris Cyborg. Uh, uh, here. This is timestamped at 344. Oh, her head's definitely gotten bigger. Chris Cyborg. Yeah. I love that. Thumbnail. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Holly Holm, is she natural? Look at her clit and decide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm just saying, looking at that myself, uh, I don't see anything that's out of like, <laughs> you know, I, I, that doesn't look unnatural to me, what she's got going mm, on down I've there. I've seen she's her got... zoomed in plenty of times. <laughs> uh, you know, but like, she's a good a... Christian gal, you know. This isn't like a doctored photo. Like, how do we know that for sure? Like, uh, well, you have, have you seen the live weigh-in? Like, yeah, I, a... I, um, that's the kind of thing I watch. I, I hardly miss a weigh-in. I'm really into the UFC, and that's just a defining attribute of her. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so that one, just based on, like, typically I would look at facial features before I'd look at just like a fucking camel toe. To be honest. Okay. So <laughs> it's kind of well, you do you. This. I look where I look, and I'm not changing. <laughs> Yeah, it well, draws the eye. <laughs> it does. It draws the eye. <laughs> so, 
see a big meaty clam, you know, you, you, <laughs> you, you notice. Uh, you, her body fat is so low. She's so strong. She has a body a lot of guys would trade for. Uh, and that's just, yeah. a, you know, I don't know. She's, she's buff. But yeah, I, I think uh, I'm just looking at some recent pictures of her now. Are we talking? We're talking about Holly Holm now, right? Yeah, I think yes. it's Holmes. Yeah. Es, it's not. Uh, it's not. <laughs> no, oh, you've man. been pronouncing it that way for years. I, I just let it go. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fact check. True. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay, so like here, I would look at something like I would look at something like this. And then I would cross-reference what year that was, but there it's like notably more feminine, I would say, or just younger looking. But I would basically mm. just look at a timeline of that. But nowadays, yeah, the Sheila, I wouldn't doubt she's on something now. Yeah, and and she's probably not cutting as much weight to be fair in this photo because this is when she was doing pro boxing. Um, oh, and her right. Classes are a little different. Um, they can be. Yeah, up and she down looks. She looks more muscular now, for sure, and drier. And obviously, she has to cut down for weight classes. But I mean, I wouldn't put it honestly. Like the testing in the UFC, it's like on the surface. I think it's very, you know, like oh, we show up at your door randomly and we test you, and it's super intense. But mm -hmm. it's like in reality, it seems like to actually get to the point of we're going to use like a carbon isotope ratio or whatever the most elaborate precise measurement is on you to see what exactly did you take they have to basically fail a ratio of like testosterone to epitestosterone test first and that ratio i've seen in studies myself you can use upwards of like 300 milligrams a week and still not tip that ratio jesus hmm. yeah so like in like on this yeah that's like you you would probably make like naturally six to seven milligrams a day so like per week that's like you know around normal you know you could be having like four times the average natural production just from that yeah so seven and, a day is 49 a week right and you can yeah, do, you could add 300 to that i guess it, you'd probably shut down so you'd have three yeah, that, that's like together. a good that's like a good average trt fucking dose the 300 a week that's no that would be like cycle territory really would it what yeah, would a like trt, TRT dose be? is like so basically, if you produce like it's actually the range of three to 10 milligrams a day is like the full range for the shittiest of guy to like the top echelon of genetic elite for mm -hmm. natural production. So at the best, you could produce like 70 a week. And then if you were taking, let's just say even 200 milligrams, like they've shown in the studies that 125 a week is kind of where you start to get into supra physiological range. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like above and beyond what you would naturally do, even if you were like the pinnacle of fucking natural production, yeah. which realistically, how many are like Very the likelihood is the pinnacle. Yeah, right? the likelihood is low. So anyways, 125 is like where things start to really get unfair advantage territory. And then anything above and beyond that 300 is like you could sit at home and gain more muscle than a guy like going to the gym with like natural production almost. Really? That Woody, that place I linked you a while back, that TRT place. Uh -huh. That's what they'll start you out at. At what? Three hundred. Oh, really? But like that ring, is in ring, my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> while that sounds good objectively, it's like mm -hmm. if you're gonna do like optimization, you want to try and start at 
where you're at that high normal level and then see how your body responds before you push it into that okay now you're doing bodybuilder type shit because there's it's not like it's you know side effect free or anything mm -hmm. you know what i mean let's so. talk about side effects so I, I think of your channel being about gear and muscle growth but almost a quarter of your videos are about hair loss like that's another area where you, where you go into yeah. and I'm, you did a, a video on connor murphy for people who don't know connor murphy is this like aesthetically perfect sort of fitness industry you know if aliens came down looking for a perfect specimen they might pick him and then he uh he sort of backed off a little bit maybe a little less muscle maybe a little higher body <clears throat> higher body fat still amazing but yeah visibly different than what he was the year before and you and theorized never it, going back there you theorized it was about hair loss that he you know, he saw hair loss and decided to make that trade off yeah so like for th that one to me it was super obvious and i'll just show you an example i actually spent the time to i don't usually write articles but it's like something if i feel like it might get indexed well by google or something i'll like yeah. go out of my way to write an article too and um let me just find the image here specifically uh... well i trust your advice about not losing your hair you got a nice like jimmy neutron flow going <laughs> yeah have you seen that uh meme or whatever there was like a meme going around on a reddit that sort of went viral and it was like oh, it was like you, somebody commented on one of my videos it was like you look like jimmy neutron with his stats maxed out <laughs> and it was it was pretty fucking funny and damn i'm not alone there <laughs> it went uh i i don't know what would constitute viral on reddit like i'm assuming it did though because a Front bunch page of works, pages started posting it and they were like meme pages with like two million followers and stuff and i was like oh like people kept tagging me and I was like, it'd be nice if these people fucking tagged me in the caption, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we can get. well, now you know what to dress up for in uh, Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Brain blast. So is there hope for Justin? You did a, what, it was your video I saw about Justin Bieber, right? That is that, did you do one on him? Uh, maybe. Justin yeah. Bieber's on steroids? No, Justin no, no. Bieber's. Justin yeah. Bieber was making fun of, I don't know my royal family that well, Prince somebody or other for losing hair when he was like, uh, Justin Bieber was maybe 16 or 17. He's like, what's wrong with you, bro? Why don't you just use this, med you know, Apisha or something? I don't know them. And uh, fast forward 10 years and Bieber's losing his hair. And it's like, huh, karma. Yeah. Um, so I, I linked the article. I can't for some reason copy and paste the specific instagram link for these pictures but they're hyperlinked in this article if you just scroll to the bottom of it you can see holy shit like that's a pretty vast difference between now oh, he's yeah. still working out like every fucking day but all of a sudden he just can't maintain that physique anymore like that is the biggest red flag in itself when you're still your job is being in shape you're a fitness industry influencer who literally does shirtless videos on camera every single time so for your physique to suddenly just for no reason whatsoever be significantly less so than it was when you were five years younger and have had less time in the gym, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, one plus one equals fucking obvious, you know, <laughs> that, that makes sense. And you think the reason that he decided to change is the hair loss? Yeah. So he was starting to have it go. And like, frankly, it's a wise choice on its part if he didn't have like a protocol in place or something to prevent it from getting worse it's just going to keep getting worse and steroids obviously accelerate that significantly so for him i think he noticed 
holy shit, I'm starting to go and I better get off. And now he's in a position where, well, shit, my physique is not as good as it was, but I can't go back on to maintain that because it's going to make me bald. So, yeah, but if you're a big muscle man, you can be guys, bald. Vin yeah, Diesel does it. That's what everyone says, man. Everyone's like, yo, the rock is attractive. So fuck you, shave your head. And it's like, that's what everyone's justification is, you know? Jason Statham is bald. Bruce Willis is bald. And it's like, some people just don't want to go bald, you know? So I, that's true. I'd look at Connor Murphy. It, there are so many times I see these before and after pictures and think, I'd take the before. <laughs> no, in this case, he's the after that's not as good. Usually it's backwards. But... Oh, yeah. He still has a good physique. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like uh-huh. a lot of people, they misconstrue what I say is like shitting on the guy, like in his natural form. And it's like, no, like this is, he has a great mm-hmm. physique even now. I'm just saying when these people try to pass off, oh, I'm natural. I'm just like bulking right now. And that's why I'm a bit soft. It's like, no, dude, you're, you weigh 20 pounds less now. And you don't look anything like you did when you were 22 years old. And now you're 27 and you still work mm-hmm. out like five days a week. So, yeah. yeah. It's no, a, I guess if you know what to look for, it's easy to say. Like, oh, like yeah. you said, he could be a beast with bald head and still look great. But he mm. might choose that, you know, instead of having a perfect 10 body, a 9.5 with a head of hair and, you know. Exactly, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. objectively to women, they're not going to respond much different to him before versus after. It's only the guys and yeah. people like me who fucking <laughs> see it who are like, oh, you've lost muscle now. But it's He's like, only getting less dude compliments Yeah, now. he's not trying exactly. to pick you up, Derek. <laughs> There's, like, a scale of, like, attraction to women and, like, dude attention. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like the line, the threshold is very low for what you need to do to actually be peaked for attracting women. And a lot of people think, oh, I got to like take all the shit to, you know, get girls. And they end yeah. up just making it worse. But really, it's more about money. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Man, that guy's been goosing his bank account a bit. <laughs> his wallet's so thick, he sits sideways. Oh man. Yeah, he sits, he's like George Costanza sits like this. <laughs> <laughs> <with his wallet. laughs> oh. Look at uh, him. Mr. Beast style wallet. So uh, so, so what, what initially got you into this? Like you're someone who's obviously been into fitness for a very long time. Did you get into just weightlifting as a young man? And then at one point you felt like you kind of maxed out and you're like, I'm taking this to the next level. Or was it a little different than that? Like as far as getting on like gear or getting on YouTube and stuff? Uh, getting on gear, like starting. Uh, you know, okay. uh, yeah, steroids and stuff. Realistically, I did it. A lot of my content is based on shit mistakes I've made that I wouldn't do now that I know better. So like for me... It was more like I, I at the time I had um, aspirations of com- competing and bodybuilding shows and stuff. And I was really deluded about genetic potential and thought, oh, I'm gaining this fast now. So by the time mm-hmm. I'm graduated from university, I'll be like 260 shredded and like none of the fucking other possibilities of anything happening, hair yeah. loss, like side effects, this, that longevity, none of that stuff crossed my mind. And then as it started to get to like closer to the end of my university and I was just starting to realize and learn some more shit, I sort of thought to myself, wow, like I approached that so badly and then I just pulled everything way back and then I sort of started posting about it and I guess it kind of picked up from there. But what it got me into it at first is the same like superficial reasons anybody else would, you know, like, oh, I want to be jacked as fuck to like get girls and be strong and maybe compete if I, you know, it works out, but like, but it wasn't mainly, like to be a better pole vaulter or some sport. 
No, no. I, I was actually a basketball player in high school. So it was like, I was a rail when I started. I was 140 pounds, 138 pounds at my same height. And um, it was had nothing to do. I actually got way shittier at basketball when I started working out because my three-point shot got thrown off by all of the... Mm-hmm. Once you increase your bench press by 50 pounds, all of a sudden your muscle memory for a three-pointer is like way off. Hmm. So... Yeah, that that makes yeah. sense. I'd rather be able to bench 300 than make a lot of threes, though. I would have guessed the opposite, actually. Like, like for a weak person to make, I think about when I was really young and I tried to make a three-point shot, 100% effort took away from any kind of finesse. And then as mm-hmm. I got older, I'm still sucked. Don't let me lie to you. But, like, now that I have enough muscle to throw a ball that far, I can f- devote a little more attention to finesse and accuracy as opposed to just mm-hmm. getting it cross Yeah, court. once you've developed that stroke for, like, 10 years of your life and it's just locked in and then all of a sudden you throw that off massively by gaining any amount of muscle mm-hmm. it's like you've got to relearn 10 years of okay. you know a completely methodical thing that was subconscious before all of a sudden i'm shooting just bricks after bricks and I'm, it was just uh i wasn't going to pursue it in university really anyways because i wasn't good enough but so that was largely why i kind of you know, diverted to bodybuilding anyway. So I was like, you know, this is a better use of my time realistically. So does hair come back? Is that a thing with outside it surgery? It depends how gone it is and what you're willing to do to get it back. So like a lot of my content is Anything. about <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my content. Well, not all, I guess, you know, a significant amount of my content started to be about that because that's one of the main reasons I stopped taking a lot of gear is because I had a shit ton of hair loss. And for me, it was like that trade-off wasn't worth it to really push the dosages anymore. And I found I could maintain a very good physique, which wasn't that far off from where I was at the time, to be honest, with next to nothing like TRT dosages. So for me, it was like, you know, as far as getting your hair back, it, it depends how aggressive it is and what you're willing to do to get it, like I said. But yeah, you can in a lot of cases. For some people, it's like you're kind of delaying the inevitable. But for some people, it's uh, at the end of the day, the being alive, you're kind of like just delaying dying to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever you can do, even hair, it's basically like... <laughs> That's a fun way to look at it. Because yeah. <laughs> hairs are just organs too. So trying to maintain the longevity of them it's like some people think it's just, you know, you're prolonging the inevitable, but it's like, yeah, you're prolonging the inevitable of anything on this earth. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. maybe that's a weird way to put it, but I mean, for most people, they should be able to stave it off long enough to go the majority of their life with much better hair than they would otherwise. So your hair went way back, I assume, and then you hopped off it and it just started creeping back forward like hairline or is it thick and thinness of the hair where you just like was wispy, but the same hairline. Yeah. Let me uh, pull up a before I probably, I don't I actually don't know if I'm going to be able to send it here in that Connor Murphy video. I actually showed my before at one of my worst points actually. And um, I don't know if I can, can I send a picture in this? Thread yeah. You here? can just drag yeah. it like, yeah. right into the chat box. Okay, <clears> let if me, it's like, on a browser, screen. you can right click copy image and paste an know. image into the discord too. Okay, let me see. Getting thin. Yeah, give me oh, a second I see some here. photos okay. on this article. <sighs> Damn, this guy. This guy's triceps are just outrageous. Which one are we talking about? 
Connor just Murphy. one of these photos of yeah connor's 2016 physique <laughs> like chiseled out of marble which which one is it can you help me find the one you like uh it's blue shorts like halfway down the page of the the, the article that uh derek linked uh blue standing in front of the sign that says zara okay i'll look for that so there's a screenshot from that oh, video yeah. let's see oh yeah oh wow yeah that was definitely thinning up and it's like this is the same wall that before picture is so a lot of people they'll look at it and say oh the lighting is different like that's all it is and you know i've been in the same fucking video frame for about four years now so i think it's pretty obvious to tell if it's getting worse mm -hmm. or not and so what brought it back was it just going off of the gear or did you have to do something to bring it back your you know um so that's a lot of my experimentation sort of i found it intersected really well with bodybuilding some like the the pharmacology it's just like the study of drugs essentially sort of intertwined with the bodybuilding scene really well so as i kind of like delved into both i sort of learned about both simultaneously throughout my youtube and some of the stuff that brought it back really well was like um i've tried so like traditional stuff like there's you know finasteride i'm sure you guys have heard of mm -hmm. there is um i don't know if you've heard of ketoconazole shampoo before that's like an over-the-counter shampoo that's less risky than finasteride and it works pretty well or it works okay anyways um minoxidil is another one i'm sure you guys have heard of that one i've heard um of. I haven't, I don't use that personally, but that's another one that's really effective. Um, something called RU58841. It's like an experimental chemical that I've sort of, I guess, become known for my use of it because I've been using it since like the start of my YouTube posting. And that's helped quite a bit for me too. Uh, and then honestly, there's like a whole bunch of other shit that listing it out would kind of be, I feel like boring for people watching. How fast but, does it work? Uh, right? Like, like sometimes I find any kind of drug trial, like to see what works, whatever. Like it takes so long. It's hard to tell if it did anything, right? Like if you used a shampoo right. for whatever, a year before you saw any results, it, it it's subtle, it's slow. It's they, how do you test it? Did you go six weeks and see what it did? So it's like the life cycle of a hair is quite a while, actually. Mm -hmm. It's like several, several months. So typically to see if a treatment works, you have to, like what I do, it sounds fucking stupid, but anyways, let me just give me a sec here to elaborate. <laughs> I have this like a hair catcher in my shower and you can see visibly how much hair falls out of your head each shower. So instead of waiting to see cosmetically, is my hair getting worse or better? I look at this catcher thing. Am I losing more hair or less hair? And then when I do a new treatment or I like do an experiment or whatever, I come off of whatever I was using. I wait for what can happen when you come off is you have a shedding phase, which kind of is like anytime you have a hormone fluctuation, you can cause a shed without getting too off track. Anyways, you wait for that to finish. And then I would introduce the new whatever I'm using and then try that for several months, assess the hair catcher thing, as well as obviously look in the mirror. But I mean, that can take months. Like obviously, even for somebody who's balding, it mm -hmm. takes years before they visually see it in a mirror. So for me, by looking at this hair catcher, I can kind of gauge, am I losing more hair, less hair? Are the hairs becoming miniaturized, which is like if a hair follicle is getting damaged, essentially, the hairs get smaller and skinnier rather than what is called a terminal hair, which is like a healthy, long, like dark, thick hair. So it's like a little shitty, like skinny, wispy white mm -hmm. thing is like, you know, it's dying kind of thing. 
Um, and yeah, I kind of just like assess that. I do like before and after comparisons and then I'll post a video or whatever and say if I think this thing is worth doing or not. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just been like trial and error for years, to be what honest. What do you do with the women in your house? Send them to another shower? Because I... That would fill my hair catcher. It's those yeah, girls. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's where the hair like, comes I just from. I have like a little thing. And then after I shower, I just like pick it up and I like look at it. And if oh, it's like, okay, rather than it being, it's not like I individually count them in or anything like that, but you can just No, see that would be it. crazy. <laughs> you, you would think. You would think that's crazy. But uh, anyway, so I just like look at the fucking thing and say, okay, is there way more than usual? And yeah. And All right. You can kind of just you get a good gauge, you know. So I've got a question. Um, <clears throat> I have some regrets. I made a tweet about you, and it uh -huh. said something close to, "Hey, is this like the perfect male body, or is it too much?" It paraphrased. Uh -huh. And afterwards, I was like, "What an asshole!" You know, like so. I my my <laughs> sense of self is that I'm just an idiot that everyone ignores, right? But I, I don't know how many people follow me on Twitter, like 180 thousand or something like that. And it's like, he didn't ask for all these people to have an opinion on him. I, so first of all, I'm sorry. I, but second, oh, that's okay. how did that go for you? Like, like did, what did you think of the tweet, of the reactions? Like, did it bug you? Are you okay? I'm did sorry. you watch my video I put up? Yeah, I did. But that oh, okay. is your public persona, right? Like, like oh, that's okay. a control. Like my stage version, you mean? Yeah, yeah you could okay. say that, right? But, it, but you might have been at home like, fuck. You know, like, <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> honestly, a lot of people, that was honestly my real reaction. Like, for me, when somebody sees your physique in the gym with the downlighting and the pictures, like, sharpened and shit. And you're like, you out. can see when I'm, when I'm sitting here, I don't look as fucking ridiculous as I might in my pictures. Or even some of my videos where I have a tank on or whatever. And, mm. you know what I mean? It's, like, just the perception of what somebody's seeing at the time is not really representative of what you look like walking around on the, you know, every day. So yeah, I've, I've seen this stuff for so long now that I'm realistic that I know when somebody says like, Ooh, that's fucking disgusting. I know if they saw me in real life, they wouldn't say the same thing. And even if they did, I wouldn't really care to be honest. And it wouldn't just be fear. They, they believe it. <laughs> yeah, they, they would know for sure. You know? Right. <laughs> I remember like a year, no, it was probably a couple years ago now that Chiz suggested we do a bit where, he, where we all bought minoxidil and yeah. uh, we were going to do a, like Chiz and Kyle and, or yeah, Chiz and Kyle were going to be like, I'm going to apply a bunch of minoxidil to my face, get my yeah. beard growing thicker. And she was either Chiz or Kyle was like, Taylor, you buy some too and spread it all over your face and grow even more hair. And I'm like, that's hilarious. I just dropped $65 on Amazon for this. And it was maybe like three days later after I had got it, taken a picture and sent it to our, you know, me, Kyle, Woody and Chiz group chat that Chiz like messaged me on discord or something was like, Hey man, I know you already bought it, but I've been doing a lot of research about this yeah. and I highly recommend you do not apply this. This yeah. is not a bit for us to do. It's in a if box don't somewhere. Need to, if you don't need to grow hair, please, Taylor, do not be putting this on your face <laughs> and on your head. And you might get hair follicles on your fingertips or something. And I was like, okay, yeah. all right. And then I, I literally, I kept that under there, under my sink. Six bottles, seven bottles of it. It came with <laughs> oh, one of them, like a six bonus pack. And because that's how they sold What were you going to do? Go and werewolf I, with it? I was going to put it all over my face. I was going to put it all over my face and see if it would be thicker. Yeah. And then a friend of mine who's been going bald since we were 
like 16, honestly, it's okay because he's like six, five. And so he can, he can get, nobody sees the top of his head. Yeah. And I gave it to him and he told me that he would start using it, but I've, I haven't noticed any hair growth. So I bet he forgot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, a lot of people so don't realize that it's like minoxidil is like FDA approved and it's the over the counter thing to use for hair and whatnot. But it's like the way it works is actually pretty like intense. Like it causes a bunch of vasodilation. It can lower your blood pressure a shit ton. And that's sort of how it facilitates the hair growth. And some people get like heart arrhythmias and shit. Like I know some people who've ended up in the hospital just from minoxidil. I think that's what yep. turned us off to it. Like, like it yeah, sounded funny. If, it sounded funny at first, but then it was just like, wait, there are health concerns to Rogaine? How yeah. is that possible? Why did no one tell us? Yeah, it just yeah. was like it can cause arrhythmias, uh, facial flushing, general weakness, uh, <laughs> and in rare cases, a loss of hair. And I was like, well, that, well, that that's, that's awful. Does low yeah. blood pressure do the opposite the of blue chew? No, blue chew no, is no. a vasodilator. Yeah, yeah, they do the same thing. So it's <laughs> like if you had blue chew and minoxidil simultaneously, you might fucking pass out in the gym from low blood pressure for all. Well, we just, well, well, minoxidil's out. Minoxidil's <laughs> out because blue chew. Blue it's part of my regimen. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Regimen. Free workout, by the way. If you <laughs> get shredded, take take blue chew and work out. Is that a good strategy? Get get nice and vascular, I guess. For getting a good pump, yeah, it's fucking amazing, actually. Or are you talking about Viagra or uh, the Dadalafil? I like obviously Cialis. Yeah. yeah, Cialis is better in my opinion. But yeah. that's only because Viagra is like you need to have an empty stomach for it to work really well. And the half-life is only four hours. So it's like you have to like time it when you're going to fuck the chick. Whereas yep. with Cialis, it's like you just pop it. You know, you're good. For you're good whenever. for like 36 hours. With oh, yeah. Dude, with yeah. Viagra, you have to like methodically like plan out your fucking protocol. And it's like. It's I have side effects with Viagra. Like I have uh, light sensitivity and headaches uh, oh, related yeah. to like, like related to sildenafil or whatever yeah. it is. Um, mm -hmm. Does not go down well, but to Dalafil, I've never had any issues other than like if I really take a lot of it, like a stuffy nose. Uh, but but that's it. That's the one yeah. side effect I have. Um, huh. yeah. But I got other take than like the intended one, but almost that, thirty milligrams. The stuffy nose is a big deal for me. Thirty I, milligrams of Cialis or of Viagra? Uh, Cialis. Jesus, fuck, dude, that's a huge dose. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I want to see what happens. It's a fucking hammer dose, dude. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I guess I usually take either one six milligram chewable or two. It, it says to take one or two, and I've found that it sure does. That, that does and I don't recommend that anybody take more than one or two. Just of course say. not. We have, we advise everyone to abide by the packaging. I absolutely more than enough, I think. But but um, the stuff he knows is so. I have sleep apnea. I sleep with the CPAP same, machine. Same, dude. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. the stuffy nose means I don't breathe through my nose very well, which means I don't get a very good night's sleep. And, you know, it, it you really have to decide if that's something that you want. Yeah, I've I used to have uh, bad problems breathing through my nose, and I used to use uh, the full face mask. Mm -hmm. But I hated, you know, waking up with, uh, like, the lines around your face and shit, so I've been trying to use the nose one, too. That's what I use. And, um, yeah, I, I find it better, to be honest. But, yeah, yeah I've had a CPAP <clears throat> for, like, seven years now. Is it loud? Mm, it's kind of like 
you might have uh you might listen to it and be like how the fuck could you sleep with that but it's almost just such a consistent noise mm -hmm. that it's almost relaxing for some people and for some it just you forget it's there because it's yeah, so yeah I, that's what i was gonna say you get noise. used to sounds like that like like yeah. no mine when is... I, i've lived in the like like I've, I've lived in a lot of different places and went i've been in parts of the city where it's just like loud as fuck and and like for the mm. first six months i'm just like these fucking neighbors outside with their like hot rods spinning tires and yelling in spanish I, i'm i'm never going back to sleep but but like i i moved and i was like i can't just can't get to I had to put Speedy Gonzalez on. I had to hear Arriba, 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 Andale, Andale. And then I was just like, ah. Oh, Mine makes nearly rest. no noise. No noise. You like, probably let have me give... a, a newer one. I you use have a BPAP, don't let you? Me... Yeah, I do. A BPAP is, uh, it's like a CPAP, but a, a CPAP is just pressure. A BPAP, if it senses you're not breathing, will kick it off almost like a respirator. But here, I want to say this. It is quieter than a ceiling fan on low. It is quieter yeah. than the second hand on a wristwatch. Like it is quiet. It's not the kind of th like if you're thinking air conditioner, not in that league. You might there's you might not know. It's quieter than the air coming out of your vents, you know, for the air conditioner and such. Like it's, okay, it's quiet. The it's newer nice. ones are more quiet, but like I've been using the same one from. I have a newer one, but my old one has been working fine, and I, it's not laziness. I just haven't switched to the new one. And I think the new one's way quieter, but mine, I've been using the same one for like seven years now. So do you ever, I've always wondered how it is when you're hooking up with a chick as a single yours. Are you a single guy? I was going there. Yeah. No. No. You're, you're not when you were single and using that, that CPAP, was it ever like you're jacked, good looking guy, Jimmy Neutron head of hair. You're going out, you're picking up chicks, you bring them back, you fuck, you know, after you've taken your Tadalafil and then yeah. she, she decides to spend the night, you just roll over and put on your, Darth Vader mask is that ever yeah, everyone, comfortable? Everyone thinks that's like weird or awkward, and honestly, it's not at all. I just say, like, when you're big enough, your neck gets to a certain size that no matter what you do, even if you're lean, you are going to have inhibition of your airway right here because it just kind of like falls into itself. So, mm. anyone who's over like okay, this is like a bad rough estimate, but like typically anybody who bodybuilds and is bulking up at all is going to eventually probably benefit from a CPAP. So it's like very common now, despite huh. somebody who doesn't have it thinks no one might think it's weird. And like, I can see how it's, you know, people would think, Oh, a chick thinks that's weird, but it's like, do you want me to fucking die in my sleep? Like I'm going to use it. So like, I don't care. <laughs> I go, I looked at it through the other lens. Like, like, so I felt really weird. I still feel weird. Like if it, it oh, really? I prefer it in the dark of the night. And stuff. Like, okay. I'll I'm, tell you I'm, what is weird though. I'll tell you what is weird is if you're going to a chick's house and you have the CPAP machine oh. and she automatically assumes she's like, what's this thing? And you have to somehow skirt around. I'm not presuming I'm going to fuck you tonight. And so <laughs> I have a fucking sleep machine in my car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just happen to have it in my trunk. <laughs> no business of yours. But the, <laughs> the other side I of it a is, girl for it, a long time, and she would not. It was like months before I knew she had a um, a retainer. Yeah. Uh, I was like, like finally, she felt comfortable enough to like pull. It, and I was just like, when did this start? She's like, ah, around sixteen years old. <laughs> We're twenty seven. I was like, what? I, what? Why are you just now breaking? She's like, I didn't feel comfortable breaking it out. With a retainer that everybody has. Yeah. Well, I never wear mine, but everybody has one. My wife Damn. wears one, and I don't think less of her one 
iota, right? Oh, exactly. I do. <laughs> and um, <laughs> if my wife hypothetically had a, a BPAP. I broke up with her right away. <laughs> that wouldn't bother me either. But for somehow I, I held myself to a higher standard. Like I'm yeah. supposed to be perfect. Uh, I'm out of here, <laughs> Snaggletooth. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> yeah, the CPAP things, uh, it's only awkward if you're going to their house and you're just starting to see them. Because it's like, even with like a Cialis or a Viagra, you can keep it in your wallet. So it's not like they can be like, what's this thing? Because mm-hmm. you don't have it out in the open. But a CPAP Yeah, Kyle machine... Candy's got a fucking horse pill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just took a bunch of little ones. They're like sweet tarts. <laughs> yeah. They do taste great. Yeah. You got to bring this machine with you in a fucking bag, and it has a big hose attached to it, a mask. And obviously, you either have to hide it in your trunk, and then when you're about to go to sleep, after you fuck you, oh, I got to go back to my car and get the thing. <laughs> and then no matter what, she's thinking, okay, this guy thought he was going to fuck me because the thing is in his trunk. You know what I mean? But, the, but so. if you already fucked her, she'll probably think like, wow, he's got great foresight. You're like, no, I'm prepared for any scenario. There's also a shovel yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, there's zip ties. My, my tools, my tools. So, so Derek. A bag of Cialis for my dick in my car too, you know? so The CPAP yeah. machine. Huge improvement to your whole quality of life, like me? Oh, dude. It's like the more weight I gained, the worse my sleep apnea got to the point where I was falling asleep in university classes in... Like I would literally be on a full night's sleep, sitting in front of the teacher and just pass out for the entire lecture, wake up when it was done and leave. I couldn't stay awake sitting wow. in one spot. It was for a more dangerous than five driver. Minutes. Yeah, dude. I uh one time drove over an island in the middle of the car, like one of those big, you know, section off things that mm-hmm. divide oh, oncoming and traffic and whatnot. I just like blew up my tire because I fell asleep at the wheel like a long time ago. Fuck. Yeah, Woody snoring was outrageous. Like I, <laughs> I've shared hotel rooms with him a few times, and it's just like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> like, is there something Olympic wrong with you? Level the answer is yes. Was, yeah, it's, yeah, it's top tier. My dad, I grew up, and my dad was always snoring so loudly that I could hear him like through my door, all the way down the hall, through his door, all the way across mm-hmm. his bedroom. Like we're separated by a good distance, and multiple walls and doors, and still. <laughs> Yeah, but Woody, he, definitely on par with my dad. I don't know who's who was louder, but the, he's he's on one of those machines too now. Like, like it's it's. Do you still snore with the machine? Because I no. don't know. This I was pre. He doesn't either. No. This was pre. Uh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and like <laughs> when I first got, it took maybe a week before I was good at sleeping with that thing on and knew how to adjust it and get it right. Oh, dude. When I first got it, I'd wake up and the thing would be fucking hucked across the room because I just couldn't sleep with it. I'd, in my <laughs> sleep, rip it off my face and like throw it and then fall back asleep. I'd put it on in the dark and I couldn't figure out where the front and the back was. I'm like putting yeah. my head through not the head hole and, you know, it's just all <laughs> fucked up. Uh, and it, and I, the fact that I needed it was very setting for me. So it was yeah. it was already like a sensitive subject and and... I would just like temper. Did Jackie? Tempering. Did Jackie know better than to tease you at all? I don't think she's wired like that. No, she's never teased me about anything like that. And uh, this, when I first got it, I Not immediately went on like <laughs> I immediately went on this <laughs> paramotor trip. So I was in a hotel by myself trying to figure it out the first week. But anyway, um, then once I got sleeping, I woke up like charged. It's like I'm. A teenager or something. I, I just yeah. wake up in the morning and seize the day. Like, it, who wakes up and just says, "What a glorious time <clears throat> to be alive!" It's a whole new thing. Is <laughs> <laughs> a sign of having sleep apnea, Woody and Derek. Like, because who knows? Maybe I fucking have it. Like, you'll get a full night's sleep and you'll wake up 
and just the thought of getting out of bed, you're like, how have I been laying here for eight yeah. hours? It feels like it's been 20 minutes. Right. And Your like, quality of sleep is just shit. So you'll wake up. And... Fuck, maybe I have it. I'm overweight. Yeah, dude, Could also a... be alien abduction. Get a sleep test, man, because seriously, anybody with any neck thickness at all, I think it's the number one cause of bodybuilder deaths prematurely. Now, this is, this is a common misconception. I'm the first one to jump in and, and point out <laughs> when someone's wrong. Neck thickness is the the tightest line between a physical, uh, a physical trait and health. That is what you want, <laughs> the thickest neck. It's your body saying, sleep, be gone from me. I do not need you. I am already charged and illuminated with my own <laughs> with my own musk my own vibe alex so, jones got a thick neck <laughs> so thick yeah. yeah i saw a comment on the internet today where it was like or no 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 it was on your fucking video on your video where Derek's. you were going through joe rogan's uh like physique oh, his yeah, yeah. Gut, and yeah. someone in the comments was like the way Joe Rogan looks here is how Alex Jones thinks he looks. <laughs> and I was like, that is, that is a high IQ comment. Sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Joe Rogan's an interesting thing, right? Because a yeah, lot of people look at Joe Rogan's like atypical body shape and mm -hmm. say like, oh, look at that atypical body shape. What a terrible thing. And it's like, aha. But you're comparing it to like some ideal body shape. I want to know yeah. the alternate no HGH. No testosterone version of Joe Rogan. He might be pudgy and skinny and a downgrade oh, from where yeah. he is now. Yeah, he's he a uh, self-admittedly on TRT, HGH, and thyroid. So it obviously significantly plays a role in him maintaining his muscle today. I think so. he's the best him he can be. I, I think yeah. he's the best him he can be. And I think it's a good look. And I think those pictures were like, like he even said, he's, he's like, ah, oh, I'd gotten heavy right there. And then he went on like a... It, that, that carnivore diet and he lost like mm -hmm. 19 pounds in a month or something like that and and i don't think he looks like that on the daily no yeah yeah i think he has uh autoimmune issues too with some of the food he was eating and i think that's what largely mm. influenced the gut distension inflammation like yeah so like when you have a garbage cheat meal i'm sure you've noticed your stomach even though it's you're not any fatter 10 seconds or like 20 minutes after eating a meal than you were you know, 20 minutes before the meal, but now all of a sudden your stomach is like out the fucking here, whereas prior it was, you know, flat. So I think mm -hmm. a lot of it had to do with just his food choices too. And I've been considering doing like a follow-up video on that because some of it I feel like I might have highlighted a bit too in favor of the growth hormone rather than highlighting the diet portion itself. But what, do you, what is it? Did, did he, I'm not familiar. Did he say like a special diet he was eating prior to that? Or... No, I was just having tons of carbs and not being like tight on his okay. regimen and whatnot. And then after, when you go carnivore, you're having no carbs at all. So you instantly drop all that water that glycogen holds or all the carbs hold in the muscle. So you instantly lose like eight pounds of water weight. So obviously that is like in itself going to be pretty significant in your body composition. And then on top of that, you're, you're having the most autoimmune friendly version of food you could have basically like pretty much anyone who does really well on this carnivore diet seems to be somebody who reacts heavily to something like you know i don't know dairy or you know gluten huh. or whatever and then they do this thing and all of a sudden they have no bloating issues anymore and no you know their eczema clears up i think he even said he had a vitiligo or something and it started to get better once he did the carnivore so obviously he had some sort of existing autoimmune issues that were getting exacerbated by his diet prior.
That can't possibly be a good diet to be on, right? Like I, I trust you know, but Carnivore? just eating nothing but meat. Like, what do you do? You take yeah. so, like one a day vitamins to try and get some some nutrients. Like, what do you? There's no it's way like, eating chicken every day can be okay. If you do it the way some of the people do it in this <laughs> like space, that sort of make it a fad, then it's you're going to end up micronutrient deficient down the line. Like if you just have a steak, like every meal mm -hmm. just steak. But if you do like. Um, you know, you have like the bone broth and you have all like the actual gelatinous parts of the animal, then you can get a lot of the micronutrients that you'd otherwise be missing. And I'm not going to say, it, you know, you can do it long term because it's not like there's really any data to support it. But, you know, it's certainly interesting and a lot of people seem to do well on it. And I think if you're going to do it, the healthier way to do it is it's basically called like nose to tail carnivore. So you eat like everything rather than just like muscle tissue, which is what most ah. people do. So, yeah, if you have, the, like, you'll know, I think it was, I forget what exactly it was. It was like, <laughs> it's like certain animals, when they kill another animal, they'll go right for like the liver, for example, rather than eating the muscle meat because it's super micronutrient dense. And everyone thinks, mm. oh, I just got to have a big steak. And it's like, yeah, you get a lot of B vitamins and shit, but you're missing a lot of the stuff that you would otherwise oh. get, like the vitamin A and stuff from the liver. So that's why there's all this, you know, there's like a push for some of the carnivore people to get more to like a healthy version of carnivore. And then there's like the Michaela Peterson and Sean Baker and shit who basically just eat steaks all day. <laughs> all right. So you did two videos. I watched them both, but I didn't quite keep up. You took the discipline of a bodybuilding scientist and applied that to pressing the tongue to the top of your mouth for a year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. What so, are we doing here? What was the yeah, goal? So that, <laughs> basically, the idea, and you might relate because you have sleep apnea, is if you, okay, I don't, this isn't any firm science. This is sort of just like me doing it because it was no additional time out of my day to do it. Mm -hmm. But there was this guy named Mike Mew, and he started a channel called uh, Orthotropics. And he's uh, he's originally an orthodontist who basically had like a, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like a renegade perspective on fucking teeth and shit. Okay. And it was basically how, uh, how don't tell me to listen to the establishment. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they, you don't need braces. Like, just push with your tongue. Yeah. So they it's all coming from big rubber band. <laughs> Apparently he had his license uh, revoked or something. Cause he was like going against like the orthodontic society or something. I don't know. Anyway, Basically, his idea <laughs> is that like malocclusion of your mouth, like, you know, your teeth crowding, like overlapping and sure. having all those issues you would get fixed with braces as a kid. They're caused by your tongue and being not on the roof of your mouth and mouth breathing. So basically, if you have your tongue on the roof of your mouth, then the teeth can't crowd because your tongue is basically preventing them from crowding. You know what I mean? So it I'm sounds... the poster boy for this. Yeah, I had terrible malocclusion or whatever it was because yeah. my tongue doesn't reach up all the way to my mouth because I'm tongue-tied. My dentist told me that a little more recently. Your tongue doesn't reach the roof of your mouth? Well, the, the, what they say to do is like, open your mouth as wide as you can right now, Kyle. As, as wide as you can. Now, <laughs> well, point point your mouth towards the camera and then this isn't, this isn't a fucking trick or something. So point your mouth towards the camera and try and make your tongue touch the roof of your mouth. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. I'm like, oh, hey. It doesn't get cut. Okay. Wow, I, I can easily do to that. Touch the root. It's yeah, because it's, that like fucking tendon thing is way yeah. too tight. And I've been going to the same fucking dentist 
since I was six. And it was the last appointment I went to where he goes, wow, you're really tongue tied. And I wanted to be like, first time in my mouth, asshole. No, <laughs> You've been in here hundreds of times at this point or dozens yeah. at least. And yeah, so that's exactly right. He was telling me that because my tongue wasn't situated right and it doesn't ever rest or it would like intermittently rest on the roof yeah. of my mouth and then back down that it just fucked up all my teeth. And the way oh, they grew, wow. because I never had that overlap the way yeah. teeth are supposed to when you bite. I always just clash right on top of each other. And that was, mm. that was that's why all my teeth Like a ventriloquist stomach. There you go. Just like a ventriloquist stomach. Right on top of one another. But so I got all these fence posts put in. <laughs> so the theory behind it is that if you let that happen, you basically not only end up in a position where your teeth get fucked up, but your face, the way your face grows as a kid is also going to be much uglier than you would otherwise look <laughs> so there's like have you ever heard of uh... i mean some what people look horrific these people look like absolute ghouls monsters <laughs> <laughs> their jaws it's this steam shovel joke bigger than the top of their head it's so big <laughs> So this guy, that's he hilarious. Had... I'm like, this is something I had pretty bad. And Derek's like, you know, a lot of people who have that look retarded. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Glad it, um, glad it missed me there. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a good. Sorry. Step that one. When you're a kid, you can, and you're still in the growth phase of everything. You can apparently avoid it, even if you're sort of like screwing yourself it, like if you're seven years old or something you already have malocclusion like shitty uh development of your um maxilla which is like these bones or whatever then you can change it by getting by adopting the proper posture essentially and just doing it for the duration of your youth and he has like these before and afters of kids he's worked with and their faces go from like ugly to like better looking essentially so mm -hmm. basically all these people on especially reddit and like these like uh looks maxing type threads and shit they start to mm -hmm. look to this guy as like um you know it's like the pinnacle of doing shit to max out yourself and blah 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 and the reason i got interested in that is because i've been a mouth breather for the majority of my life and it's largely what mm -hmm. led me to my sleep apnea as well as having to use that face mask while I sleep because I'm always breathing through my mouth through my mouth because I have a deviated septum from all the basketball I played as a kid as well as when you get heavier it's just harder to breathe so when I was mm -hmm. bulking when I was younger I used to bulk up to like 40 pounds heavier than I am now and that that was when I noticed my sleep apnea the heavier I got the worse the sleep apnea got and um, so basically I started doing this thing because apparently it's supposed to even if you're an adult it's probably not going to work like you if you were a kid, apparently. But I thought, why the fuck not? I might as well try it because it's no extra time out of my day to literally put my go like put my tongue up rather than have my tongue down. Mine so stays was, there. Like, like I think it's an OCD thing. Mine always stays there. Well, there you go. Then you're probably healthier than the rest of us. So I but. doubt it. I started <laughs> mewing two months ago when I saw the video, and it's done nothing for me. <laughs> I'm exactly yeah. the same. My teeth are the same. I, I'm just I, I'm just as ugly as I was before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people they think they get significant results as an adult and like I don't know if it's really, you know, worth pursuing, but it's like I figured it's nothing more out of my day I need to do. It's just like it's the exact same amount of time I'm breathing. So I might as well. And there's apparently there's some health 
benefits in regards to carbon dioxide amount that comes in through your nose versus your mouth in terms of oxygen carrying capacity and like lifespan and stuff and just like endurance in sports so i don't remember the exact science on that but something to do with like the ratio of carbon dioxide to something or other and there's supposedly health benefits too so i was like fuck it i'm gonna try it so how did it work told me that chewing gum did something i would be more apt to believe that how did it work yeah some people think it's like this part the chewing gum but i don't really know did it do anything for you not really i don't think so anyway but um you know, it was just one of those things that I figured I might as well do it because it was I've had the sleep apnea for years. And I thought if I can improve the situation where perhaps I don't need to use a thing that fucking blows air through my nose anymore, that might be worth pursuing. Right. So So definitely you test all kinds of different steroids and SARMs and things like that and then report back what works. How do you get it? That's a good question, dude. A question um, that we don't answer? I mean, you can say that if you need to. Um, Wait, yeah, isn't it like, legal? Unless you are playing sport names. or something? <laughs> so is there someone in your local universe that, name, that gets name. it? Is there name, some name. dark web website? No, it's kind of like... We have some, go to Silk Road. Yeah. We have some expertise oh, in mail-order drugs here on the show, too. Yeah, like typically <laughs> through bot, like the best... <laughs> like indication I give is through bodybuilding forums. You sort of develop connections over the years through these guys that have the connections essentially. And you sort of just network with other bodybuilders and other people in this industry. And eventually you get to a point where if you're connected enough, you know, the top labs in your country, you know, what is reputable, what's not, what is, you know, producing good results, what's, you know, fucking people up and giving infections and stuff like that. And you sort of just weed it out from there. And some people have more access than others, obviously. And it kind of depends on who you know. Like for some people, I know some people who have friends in countries that have access to over-the-counter stuff. They just walk up to the counter and they order what they need. And then their friend ships it to them from like Greece or something where you can just go up to a counter and, you know, buy some shit over the counter. and get You can just buy that shit in Mexican pharmacies. I was there a few months ago and you can just, you just pop right in, buy as much as you need Mexican Mexican steroids. Yeah, that's an example too. But uh, nowadays, it's actually a lot easier to get access to pharmaceutical grade medication because there's all these hormone replacement therapy clinics popping up that back when I first got into bodybuilding really weren't a thing. It's becoming a lot more flexible with like optimization rather than just treating clinical deficiencies. So now even if you're not, like I always talk about, you know, this guy probably goes to a hormone replacement therapy clinic in my videos because nowadays you can literally... You can literally do that. You can go in with a on paper, like a normal level of testosterone and just be like, I have symptom of this, this and this. I identify as a much larger man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like you you were saying before, right, about how uh, you can get 300 milligrams prescribed like super easily. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, You you say to them like, hey, what what would my levels need to be to get prescribed? And they're like, well, we look at the big picture. (laughs) (laughs) Levels are, of course. One, one, one thing we look at, but also, how are you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> are you yeah. feeling like Weak you want to pump some fucking iron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Dr. Maximoff over here likes that. I likes that kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not. So that's uh, that. It's becoming a lot more flexible in the past few years, especially with these HRT clinics, where you can pretty much get optimized rather than have to show up and be legitimately super low t and be like clinically deficient to get a prescription Mm -hmm. and a lot of these guys they're focused on 
well, some of them are just money driven. So it'll be like, here's your cookie cutter prescription of testosterone, this drug and this and this, and here's your overpriced Cialis and here's this, you know what I mean? And they'll try and sell you as much as they can because the markup on pharmaceutical grade medication is just ridiculous. Um, but some doctors, you know, they'll, they're still focused on optimization too. So it's not like back in the day where you'd have a guy closely monitor and make sure you're in that reference range of natural production still they'll be like, okay, how do you feel? No, I'm not good enough yet. Okay, here's another 50 milligrams on top of what a doctor would have normally prescribed you however many years ago when this was less, uh, I don't know, widely or mainstream accepted sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, it. I don't know, it's kind of just like, uh, it's not like the Wild West, but you have a lot more leeway in terms of what you prescribe. You don't need to be in this arbitrary reference range mm -hmm. anymore. It's kind of Yeah, they're like, treating it more like, would you like another scoop, sir? <laughs> yeah, like you can pretty Sprinkles? much get a well, with right. the cheese at uh, Olive Garden. Whip cream you or just no? tell me when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple, or no. at least one funny, funny video to, to pop onto. But I wanted to ask, what when you're not getting geared up and lifting weights and making videos, what are what are some other things you enjoy doing? Just other hobbies? Uh to be honest, I work a fucking shit ton. But when I am not working, I usually just go out with my girl and you know do. Um, uh, go for, I don't know, go find places to eat, basic shit. Like, I'm nothing crazy exciting. Do whatever's you work outside of YouTube, or are you talking about YouTube? No, yeah, I have a, a company that sells nootropics as well as like pre workout formulas and stuff. So, I basically cool. I run that. I try to post daily on YouTube, which I'm sure you guys know is a fucking challenge in itself. Um, yep. what else? I do uh, a lot of consultations too for like hormone optimization and stuff like that um what's the right. name of your nootropic company by the way gorilla mind gorilla yeah. mind okay yeah so like gorilla mind.com is the main site right now and then we also have gorilla mode.com which is where we feature the pre-workout formulas and stuff and it's it's basically my i put my name behind it in terms of the formulations because it's not like we outsource it to some private label manufacturer that makes the formulas for a margin it's like i literally sit down on a word document and write out the formulas myself based on what I would use. And then like, you know, sort of act as the chemist quote unquote. And then I like formulate it, package it up and then private label and sell it through the That's platform awesome, there. Yeah. Oh, so. I wanted to ask you about this. So um, you're, you, you sound like you're familiar with the UFC. So when, when, when these fighters talk about using uh, supplements like creatine specifically that, that is mixed in China and they talk about how, it could have been from a machine that previously had steroids or something else in there and that could get mm -hmm. contaminated or they could they could test hot because they were just taking cheap creatine is that factual at all is that is that potentially real yeah it is cuz uh i've actually a long time ago in some of our like original batch tests of like certain samples we'd see that some of these labs they would have even the labs sometimes they have trace amounts of residual shit they've tested in their machine that then pops mm. which is like obviously i don't know how where the ufc specifically is getting their analysis done but i've seen labs that i've paid myself to have third-party testing done be inconsistent in their results with the exact same supplement yeah so like i've paid to get this stuff done before too and it's like it's definitely possible to have like minuscule amounts spike on something but i think uh, a lot of the times it's a cover-up for like trying to get away with something because these athletes are so aware of the risks of these supplements that it's like 
would you be so dumb as to use some random company's creatine when your fucking career depends on you not getting popped? Like all I I'm think... hearing is undefeated, undisputed. <laughs> yeah. So like for, for me, I would <laughs> if I was a fighter, that would be like to me, that seems like a cop out for you just didn't like circumvent the testing very well in most cases. <laughs> TJ Dillashaw is in it. I heard TJ Dillashaw talk about popping hot. He popped hot for EPO. <laughs> Yeah. Something about EPO, I think, is particularly difficult to deny. Like, there's, there's no, no, people don't accidentally pop hot for e, EPO. So he just mm. owned it. But to hear him talk about how well he was tested and all the different levels of, I don't know what they all were, but like different levels of, of chemicals in his blood to make mm -hmm. sure that his training was going well. They used it as a way to monitor overtraining. And uh, it's like, there is no, the level of testing he did seemed like, that of someone who was taking lots of steroids and gear. I'll tell you who's not testing right now, and that's Usada. Usada is not testing these guys right now because of the Corona yeah. thing. Didn't yeah, consider it's that. time to juice up. Time to juice yeah, up, boys. Let's go, John. Let's go. Right <laughs> oh, he's way ahead of you, Kyle. Oh, I hope so. I hope he, <laughs> I'm. I, I. I. don't care. I want John on juice. That's 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 best, John. Maybe he'll get uh, a takedown so, again. A little bit of UFC talk. Uh, I don't know if you saw. April 18th is now canceled. Uh, 249 is just completely scrapped now. What? Not happening. I thought yep. they swapped the main card for. They uh, did. They did. And private this, island. It, this is very up. This is like as of an I hour. I choose or to two. believe Tony Ferguson's afraid of Gaethje. Um, Tony Ferguson isn't afraid of a fucking bulldozer. He'd be dropping <laughs> elbows on a forklift. This man does. <laughs> that man doesn't care. But they they were gonna do it apparently at an at a uh, a tribal casino type place in Cali. And uh, the higher ups at Disney, as well as ESPN, got in touch with Dana and said, "No, no, you're not. Don't do it." Uh, Rose Namajunas had already dropped out of the card, um, like as of yesterday or the day before. So it was a diminishing card, although it was still good. It was still a really good card. Uh, but yeah, that card is not going to happen. Everything's getting pushed, and of course, Dana White has rented Fight Island, which is literally the premise of like that <laughs> Bruce Lee movie and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and all of my favorite, like, like, like make-believe fight shit. He's renting a goddamn private island, and they're building a facility to so, host the, the fights in the future. This might be my version of the perfect outcome. Is Ferguson back to Khabib on Fight Island? Or is he still with Gaethje? Well, Khabib is pretending like he can't leave Russia, so probably Gaethje. I think Gaethje stands a real chance of beating Ferguson, and I, that would end the Ferguson... Khabib matchup, and I don't want that. I don't want that either. But I, I, and I agree. I mean, anything's possible. He's definitely got a puncher's chance, and that that's kind of how he rolls. Uh, he put it best himself. You know, it, it, either I KO this guy in the first or the second, or I lose in the fourth or the fifth. You know, I, I think that's 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 pretty accurate. You know, the, nobody beats the, uh, Tony's cardio, and Gaethje has not been training for five round for a five round fight since like last November or something, like Tony has. So yeah. Yeah. What was Khabib's excuse? He's quarantined or what is the problem there? He doesn't honestly have a good excuse, but his excuse that I keep hearing is it's harder to leave Russia than they say. So and I'm then, a... like, every report I say, I see says, oh yeah, you can just get a private flight. And, and, but he's like, that's harder than they say it is. And it's like, which part packing or I'm a Khabib fan. And even looking at it through that lens, his excuse has been like evolving. There's been a couple different ones and it's been an inconsistent message. And it's hard to walk away from that thinking that he really, really wishes he was fighting. 
Yeah, he's not hungry to fight Tony Ferguson in the no. sort of like scrappy. So he like, might well, be sane. Well, well, first I'm gonna go into <laughs> the Czech Republic, and then from there I can get a travel visa to this neighboring country, and from there I can book passage on a like book no passage. No. He's not. He's not like digging and scraping and clawing to get there. The same way I, I bet if they told Tony Ferguson like, look. You can fight in Dagestan. He'd be like, "All right, well, how are we going to get me there? Maybe there's a cannon you could shoot me out of. <laughs> what about what about Tesla? Can that guy take me up into space and I could just no? Here's the no? thing: everyone's saying Khabib's afraid of Tony, and I don't think that's true. I do think that he feels like this whole foul up situation has caused him not to be the best version of him, and that's who he wants to face Tony as. Khabib's not afraid of anyone. Khabib has tried to take on Daniel Cormier while he was currently the heavyweight champion of the world. Khabib has jumped into a crowd to take on a team of professional fighters after beating the fuck out of Conor McGregor. He says, oh, I got five more rounds in me. I'll go after these six guys. Khabib hide on that bus. Khabib had... <laughs> it wasn't his bus. Yeah, what a bitch. Khabib has gone after anyone, anytime. And he was not afraid of Conor, as proven by the fact that he choked Conor the fuck out like a little bitch he is. So Khabib is not scared of Tony Ferguson, but he did seem to dodge him, and it's hard to paint that any other way. No, but that's way... Here, here, I've got a question for Derek. They say there is no magic pill that causes you to lose weight. Hmm. I want your opinion on that, because I would like to buy such a pill. Ooh, meth. Meth or cocaine? Oh, like <laughs> actual fat loss. Um, yeah, there's things that are pretty intense. Like, have you ever heard of DNP before? Tell me more about this DNP. Not, <laughs> I don't taking notes. <laughs> I don't recommend. How do you spell DNP? <laughs> it's like okay, so it's like two four dinitrophenol, and this stuff was used in explosives in World War. And you're not dissuading me. <laughs> basically, they found that when the people were making the bombs or whatever, they started their body temperatures were increasing substantially, and some of them overheated and died. And then they took this and marketed it as a fat loss aid because what it does is it cranks your metabolic rate through the roof and it basically self-induces like a fever. So Taylor, are you, you sold? Just, I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> no, like, don't do it. Trust me. Okay. But basically, <laughs> but, like, it, like, where would I not buy it? <laughs> it's hard to get. It's harder to get than steroids now. Uh, challenge accepted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, basically, it's like, what guys do is it increases their energy expenditure so much, but they feel so shitty because they're so run down from how much their body's burning. They'll take it, sit at home in front of a fan, and just like lose fat and just. Fucking <laughs> Dude, that sounds, yeah. that it sounds, sounds like they're melting. Rich. You could like be a DNP salesman because this is outstanding. <laughs> what would a no, well playing? Get excited about it. Basically, you take this pill, sit, and lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> could I play Escape like from Tarkov while, while losing weight? <laughs> Man, I'm trying to feel fucking horrible. I can so play what, video games 12 hours a day. I've been this... trying chemotherapy. <laughs> now stay with me here. On the off chance you do have any undiagnosed cancers, problem solved there. All right? And if you don't, you will soon. Because <laughs> it's chemo. You meet yeah, lots of ladies for short-term relationships. It's a good deal. Uh, so I, DNP I bring, sounds I bring like... lubricant to my own toys. Just like, anyone. Yeah, Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, Fight Club. I watched that recently. Really good. I had I probably hadn't watched Fight Club in almost ten years, and it was it, uh, my girlfriend had never seen it. We watched it. It was she thought it was great. I, I you know the only thing in that movie that 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 I, whenever I hear it, I just like roll my eyes. It's when they're on the bus 
and Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt's like, uh, he's talking about commercialization of the world or something like that. And he, he's just like, they tried to sell you six pack abs and this and that. And I'm just like, you're Brad Pitt. You're Brad Pitt. You're the guy they sell the six pack abs with. You're yeah. that guy. You have an eight pack. You are so lean in this movie. He's super lean in that movie. Oh, like, and then uh, Derek's yeah, take does. on it is uh, Derek's take on like movie star bodies is I don't know why people even call out this fight club physique is good. Uh, <laughs> what well, dude no, Brad Pitt no. looks great he looks like he looks live no dude I think his physique was great I think that dude what video <laughs> are you watching that's not even what I so fucking you, said I, well I always misquote you but what he actually said was something closer to, <laughs> it's, it's what I do I'm sorry but it was like I don't know why they call out like, Fight Club sure I, didn't say that. I don't know why they call out Fight Club as the best Brad Pitt Brad Pitt actually looks oh, much better right. in this other movie is what you said gotcha what was yeah, the other yeah, one do you know he looked better in Troy, I think. Troy, yeah, yeah. Troy. Oh, Troy's but he jumps and he zoots that guy right in the fucking side. Like, oh, right Black Yeah, yeah. yeah. Troy Brad Pitt. I was that, like... That, like, that bummed me out when I first saw that movie because I was like, "Damn, that guy's huge. That'd be yeah. cool if somehow they run together and they're like." I'm going to join your team. We're going to be badass duos. Even though I'd read the Odyssey and the Iliad and I knew it wasn't going to happen. And yeah. then he kills him. That was just, that might be his best physique of any film. I, I, if you go back to like Thelma and Louise, he's super lean there too, but he's also yeah. probably like 20 there. Um, I Most think of his Troy, role started like mid twenties where he actually started. Even I think fight club was like the first really notable one. And prior to that, he was like, he didn't really start his acting career till like mid twenties, anyways, as far as movies go. But even that, he was like, he was skinny, but he was he's been shredded with a visible six pack for like the entirety of his career. Yeah. So yeah. yeah when was seven? When did seven come out? Because he was not bulky in that at all. Ninety five. Yeah. I don't he think was, he takes his right. shirt off more in seven. Thin I, you guy. know, it's it's more like noir and it's it's it's, it's so dark. Shirts. That movie rocks. Yeah. Um. You know yes, what I I recently learned about um. Tom Cruise, his body's fucking CGI these days. No, yeah, I didn't they, know that. They his do whole a body, they do a CGI overlay when Tom Cruise is shirtless. Now, that can't be true. How? It Absolutely. has to be true. He's over fifty, and I, th I look at these Wait, things well, through this distorted lens. When Derek does a video and says, "Hey, let's look at how Chris Pratt got as good looking as he is." All I want to hear is he's on massive doses of tea and Woody, it's okay you look like that. <laughs> if you could if you could make those videos, it would help my self-esteem. Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy, Derek's takeaway was he just worked hard because he had been fit earlier in his life and he just cut the weight and got back to who he can normally be. Um, I think it was Captain America. Chris You're, Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. And he, he looked at him in Captain America and admittedly, he could be CGI. You know, he could be enhanced, like we're talking about Tom Cruise. But he was like, I don't know, this just looks like him from earlier roles, but fat. I'm like, oh. No. I think this Tom Cruise yeah. thing is a very unique thing to Tom Cruise. I think it's very expensive to do. But in the, I want to say it was the he's got mummy. That Scientology money. He's got that Scientology. He's not paying for it. You know, the <laughs> studio is paying for it. But like with, uh, you know, they were really banking on the Dark Universe to be uh, Warner Brothers, like um, I believe it's Warner Brothers, to be their Marvel. You know, to be this new thing with with like the Invisible Man and Frankenstein, and because nobody owns those characters anymore, they're too fucking old. So you can just use them. You don't have mm. to pay somebody to make a Captain America movie. You can just, yeah, I'm gonna make a Dracula movie because who owns Dracula? No fucking body. So <laughs> they made the Mummy. You know that, and they they've got like Tom Cruise and uh, a couple other stars in there. Oh yeah, um, 
what's his name? The Australian who likes to beat people up from Gladiator. Crow something? <laughs> yeah, Russell uh, Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Fighting around the world. Fighting yeah. around the world with Russell Crowe. He's going to beat the chair of someone here. Pack <laughs> him up a bit. He's going to pick a fight here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's him. I don't think he's legit anymore necessarily, but he's still fucking badass. Like, I guess kooky as fuck, but I really want to see the new uh, Top Gun movie with him in it. The visuals with him in the cockpit. Like we were watching that trailer with him in the cockpit for Top Gun 2. And I was, my dad and I, I was like, if it weren't Tom Cruise, I'd never say this, but is it possible he's flying that fucking fighter jet right now? Is that possible? <laughs> right? Could no. he, could they have it's given him a fight? I know he's not, but, but it's just, it looks so real. And, huh? and he is one to jump in and just do things. Yeah. He really does learn shit like that. He learned to skydive. He's an expert skydiver. Did you guys know yeah. that? He has something yeah. like 7,000 jumps. Yeah, if you want to go solo, you've got to get to a pretty high level anyway. And then he kept going above that. Yeah, he he's. Uh, did you Richard... see where he uh, like snapped his ankle in that like jumping yes. scene? Yeah. No, I did not. In like a Mission Impossible, he just yeah, he was like it. jumping from building to building, and he like snapped the shit out of his ankle, and then just like kept going. Yeah, he, they, yeah, he was able to keep going for a few more steps, and they were able to use that scene. Yeah, that's an I... incredibly painful injury, Derek. That's... Yeah. In all your tests, have you ever had issues with aggression? It's kind of hard to self-diagnose. Like when you're crazy, typically, you're the only one who doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So typically with gear, first of all, it depends on the compound, but largely it boils down to if you're an easily agitated person, as is, it's going to make that substantially more so. If you're like a chill guy, it's not going to take you from chill to like snapping on people. But there are certain compounds that do make your your tolerance to shit that you think is like annoying much lower so like on uh. trend on trend for example i would have uh if my friend would say something that i thought was uh like dumb i'd just be like that's fucking stupid and then i'd be like whoa relax like to myself i'd have to like catch myself sometimes yeah well that was way over the line man yeah so i'd be could, like you could be in a scenario <laughs> where maybe a waitress just wants to cleared up he's making fun of me and the next thing you know she's She's face deep in a bowl of soup, gargling. <laughs> I told you an even number of ice cubes. <laughs> I, love like, I did tell she her. She spilled my coffee. <laughs> she spilled my coffee. Dude, that's one of the funniest. Isn't that a Canadian ah! PSA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You about, go on, about I, rage. I have people on my streams asking all the time, watch Canadian PSAs. I'm doing that soon. They're they're hysterical. <laughs> yeah, she comes along and actually she spills her coffee on his hand. He just goes, she spilled my coffee. And he just fucking throws the whole picture in her face <laughs> okay here, here it is it, it's, it's 30 seconds yeah let's watch it i love this shit it's hilarious. <laughs> dude connect canada how well done on the psas oh they're the best it, it, just like those uh the cigarette packages oh yeah all right i'm uh I'll get so the way that. we do this derek is you you pull it up and then uh woody will count down three two one and we all watch in sync yeah, yeah we okay. all kind of queue up at zero so, i'm queued up at zero and it's on the word play god my shame all right, ready, set, play. You're doing a real good job on your picture. Please. Please. I'd like some more too for sure. She spilled my coffee. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. How do you like that? Jesus. You shouldn't get away with it at home. <laughs> <laughs> I love the funniest how, oh, part is the she spilled my. Coffee. What's funny about that? 
Everything. <laughs> everything. I it just seemed like breakfast to me. <laughs> I love that. Like, what he's like, what are you guys picking up on that I'm missing? <laughs> I love that after scalding her, he has to throw he's in the fucking bad hand to really punctuate <laughs> the, the situation. And the kids don't even move. They're like, uh oh, bitch. <laughs> I've seen this play out before. What, we didn't finish the weight loss pill thing. You mentioned the pretty extreme <laughs> one. Is there something that people use? I mean, other than something dis- yeah. that like only causes anal leakage for right, right, right. We can so put up with that. Let's say that discipline wasn't an option, right? <laughs> so then yeah. what would you use instead? Typically, so like typically the progression of let's just say a bodybuilder peaking for a show, because that's like the perfect example of going from nothing to the most extreme of fat loss agents. So basically you'd start with you're just at ground zero eating whatever you eat to maintain your body weight currently. And you're doing no cardio. Let's just hypothetically say you're going to the gym still, though. You're working out. So now if you want to lose weight, you have to increase the amount of energy you're expending. So you can either decrease how much you're eating, do no. cardio, no. or use We need another expert. And, and that's miss, That's three. <laughs> so typically, Give me a magic solution that's easy and comfortable. So typically, once people get to the point where they're implementing things for fat loss, the first one that I think is most effective, to be honest, is appetite suppressants. So even though they don't directly like rip fat off you, they actually let you adhere to the diet that would otherwise you would be cheating on because it's hard as fuck to eat in such a steep deficit to get shredded. Like the willpower to get shredded is way, way more important than whatever like 5% extra fat burn you get from whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, appetite suppressants is typically the number one abuse thing. So that's like Adderall, Fentermine, things like heavy doses of caffeine, ephedrine, stuff like that. Yeah, I was going to say Adderall. That was the, that was the number one because not only is it an appetite suppressant, but it's also raising your heart rate and it's a stimulant. You're going to like, like if you're normal, you're like, ah, I'm not, I don't need nine hours of sleep today. Yeah. Eight, eight was too much. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, and it gives you energy, even when you would otherwise feel mm-hmm. like low energy as hell, cause you're deprived of calories. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is like one of the most heavily abused things. You which... know, what also always gave me, uh, have you taken Adderall? Uh, no, I haven't. I've taken Motiv- everything but that like Dexedrine, Ritalin, all that stuff, but not. There's no Adderall. other way to describe it than pure motivation. Like, like sort <laughs> of a sitting and thinking about a future that, that, that where you're like, Hey, I, I can remember taking it in like middle school and being like, I should go out for the, I should play, I should play on the football team. Yeah. My life could be better. I could do this and that and this and that. And I'm laying in bed and then I wake and I'm like, oh, I took too much. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like a way too motivated here. Man. Let's He's like, let's bring it I got an idea. Down. I got an idea. Why 10 was, business ideas. Tell me which one. Why would yeah. your motivation be so focused though? Right? Like I, I, I haven't taken it really, but I imagine myself saying like, huh. What if my iTunes playlist had four different orders or, or like no, something dumb? No, you would think you would be like, iTunes has been a waste of my time and energy. That time mm. could have been so much more focused. That could have been about po- something more, much more positive. I could have worked harder for this and that and this and that. Where would I be if I'd done this? And let's do this now. Let's start. Starting now. We've started. Like, 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 like it's pure motivation. It made it, me want to clean. I've heard that clean before. What about I took Vibance? my television apart so fast. <laughs> my friend awesome. said Vivance Couldn't figure out how to put it one. back together. No. <laughs> Do we know anything about Vivance? Anyone? I no? think Vivance, Ritalin, uh, Adderall, they all seem to be the same. Or they're similar. all to treat the same thing, but they're, they're doing it in different ways, I believe. 
Uh, they're Adderall significantly different. I think Adderall is like a cut above the other ones in terms oh, really? of efficacy. Yeah. Adderall but, has um, always been like like the thing I was prescribed in middle school, and because they prescribed it to me then, I can get a prescription whenever I want. Mm. And uh, and like I take the fast, the quick release, uh, not that extended release is IR. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. No, you want fucking let's go mode, like 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 amphetamine salts, that little blue pill. 10 milligrams to somebody who doesn't take this shit is just going to get you fucking rolling. We had a Have friend. Have you ever done uh, modafinil before? No. No? Okay. So that's like the shit that fighter jet pilots use. Cool. And it keeps them. Uh, it's actually, if you have sleep apnea, Woody, you can actually get prescribed this uh, modafinil. So mm -hmm. the only three conditions that can be prescribed modafinil are people with narcolepsy, sleep shift disorder, and um or what is it shift work whatever the fuck like if you're a night yeah. shift worker mm -hmm. and then if you have sleep oh. apnea so no, like i, I, I am I, a bit I, of a I, pilot myself i can't I, spell it close enough for google to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> Let me, uh, that's how you know you're off <laughs> oh okay well we had a bunch of letters in common come on google <laughs> i got the m i got the m it also goes by uh provigil is like the brand name but it's like uh commonly referred to as the like the limitless pill in real life you know like the bradley cooper nzt 48 thing so it's really like as far as things that get you for productivity wise it's kind of like adderall and modafinil are kind of like the two top of the top and they both significantly suppress your appetite and keep you awake and you know productive and whatnot but fighter jet pilots use the modafinil as well as you know like entrepreneurs and stuff like that and um it's pretty easy to get a prescription if you have sleep apnea so just uh, you guys ever done cocaine no <laughs> no me either huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, i know at least two of us have <laughs> fact <laughs> oh kyle you fibber <laughs> anyway no i uh I, I would be interested to try that stuff but adderall has always been like like i've i've told the story a bunch of times but 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 like I, I i stayed up all night one time in a in a in a foreign city foreign to my to my city not another country or anything uh <laughs> literally all night in this uh in, the, in this hotel with this young lady foreign and I had, work, I had to work all day <laughs> Like a foreign city could be sixty or seventy a miles away. City. It was foreign to my city. Like, <laughs> it Lexington, was Nashville, Kentucky. <laughs> the exotic Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, and, and just <laughs> literally all night long, like zero fucking sleep. And I needed to go to sleep because I'd been up all day the day before, like running around and going to strip clubs and driving <laughs> for fifteen hours or something. And I just took that Adderall and I had fuel to burn for the next 12 hours throughout that day. I didn't get tired. Like, like I noticed like on the far end, like, like after being up for what must have been 36, 40 hours or something like that in go mode, mm -hmm. like I was having a hard time with my speech because I had to like do this big ad read that wasn't written down. I was ad libbing this ad read for explosives and I'm sitting there and, and like, I would fuck up a word and I'd just be like, fuck, fuck, all right, roll it back, roll it back and go. And I was just, just, just getting there, just angrier and angrier and angrier as the cameraman was just, <laughs> he's not going to get it. <laughs> but, but so definitely you lose some mental acuity, like on the far end of that stuff, but you never run out of physical energy. Hmm. Lines can be tougher than people. I suck at reading lines. I know you said it wasn't written down, but to go forward and do something perfectly like that. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks they'd be good at it. People think they're good actors, but put a camera on them and they find themselves just not good actors. Yeah, not everybody can do that. If you guys want to try this, this is actually a nootropic formula I designed that's as close as you're going to get as like an over-the-counter thing to replicate what you would otherwise get from like, uh, you know, smart drug sort of thing. I get piss tested every every now and then. I probably shouldn't oh, be taking anything. Yeah. Right. Okay. This is like an over-the-counter supplement that's just like I designed it based on nootropic ingredients I found worked when I was in university and whatnot. So probably wouldn't run any. Wouldn't be an issue. Forty-four dollars, you dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna get some of this. I'll try it. Let me. uh, Let me. I'm please finish. Yeah, well, if you guys want to uh, DM me your address after or whatever, I'll just get you out a bottle because I think you'll like it. We have a lot of uh, people who game too that use this stuff to get like locked in while they're playing. It's kind of like the legal version of what you could otherwise get from like smart drugs and there's actually there's actual ingredients (laughs) that are actually proven to improve like cognitive health rather than just like deplete the fuck into like your dopamine system Mm. yeah yeah uh, i'll give this a go for sure let me do an ad read tell everybody about blue chew actually that's the first one that pops up let's talk about sex Good sex, guys. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get the extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it's the real deal, and it's the stuff that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pills, so you won't. So you will be. Uh, you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys with a dysfunction. It's for any guy out there who wants some extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the United States of America, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code. You're just going to pay the $5 shipping to get that package to you. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code PKA to try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring our penises. (laughs) (laughs) Get yourself a hard-ass dick. I take them every so often, you know, I, w- I want to make it a special occasion. That's how I'm able to stockpile so many chews. So I get two packages a month. You get two of these a month? Yeah. Okay, well then I am, <laughs> Kyle is a prepper over there and I am dabbling. <laughs> and you pop one or two of these bad boys and make sure you get the Cialis version. And for the next 36 hours, happy what may, you're ready to fuck. word? I think maybe... No, it's, no, no, no. it's they, written they right say, here. Oh, yeah, they okay. say I'm uh, sorry. Viagra generic and Cialis generic, and they give you the the whatever the medical name is. So, uh, Tadal- Tadalafil, correct, Kyle? Tadalafil, yeah. Yeah, Tadalafil, that's the one you want to hit up. <clears throat> Get yourself a very hard dick. All the girls are going to be like, wow, that's the hardest dick I've ever seen. You're going to be like, yeah, and it's all natural. Don't tell them. You know, let <laughs> them believe that's how you Especially in a Walmart checkout. Good God, wow. <laughs> wow. You're telling me that, oh, shit, I almost made a callback reference to a video I watched today on my stream where it was this guy in the UK who has this neurological disorder where he orgasms a hundred times a day. Oh, no. It oh, sounds awesome, right? I think I've seen For that. one day. No. for Yeah, for one day. But it's like following him throughout his life. And he's like walking on a golf course or he's played Frisbee golf with his friends. And like out of nowhere, he'll just double over and be like, mm. 
<laughs> and they'll like, and the camera crew's like they're filming them, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, <sighs> that one burned. I just, a, I just had about nine orgasms right there. Oh my and, god! And like, so it's not. Uh, I thought it was initially like a hundred spaced throughout the day. Where I'm like, how can you get anything done? Yeah. It's like smoking five packs of cigs a day. That'd be insane. But really, it's like chain orgasms where he's just totally debilitated for like minutes at a time out of nowhere. He Jesus. was at his therapist and they're like, so how are you doing this week? And he's like, I'm doing pretty. <sighs> oh, no. <gasps> it's like, and he's he's like standing up during some of this. So he's not even torqued. He's not hard. He's coming soft, like walking around. That's what... like. <sighs> Yeah, but I don't, I don't think anything is. I don't think there's any cum coming out. Like it's just like a some sort of internal neurological problem that's causing this. The and he like he doesn't do anything. I don't know. It, it made me sad. Well, for I can't imagine anything sucks. coming out even after like the fifth time in a day. You'd just be like in fucking pain at that point. If there's anyone on earth who fucked up with a monkey's paw, it's that. <laughs> 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 I want to come a hundred times a day. Bloop. <laughs> I'm in women. I'm in with women. And my my idea was like, and like you can't like the the doubling over. It's not like entirely obvious that there are groans of pleasure. Sometimes yeah. it's a little iffy, but you know he's embarrassed to go out. If when that started happening, he had instead said, "I have intense bouts of pain because of a neurological problem." upwards of a hundred times a day. No one would be creeped out. He wouldn't be embarrassed to go about his life. All he would have to do is play off orgasms as being agonizing pain. Yeah. And then it's a, it's, it's a disorder. Oh, did you hear about, did you hear about Ted? Oh my God, dude, that's horrible. The pain he goes through every day. I can't imagine, you know, you know, prayers up to that guy. Oh, did you hear about Ted? This dude's fucking coming every 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he had difference. to wear special underwear. That was yeah. my, yeah. I don't want to wet myself that often. I know but he doesn't wet himself. It's like a neural. He's like not my understanding. He I never watched him change his pants. Uh, I it's never funny. Saw any, ejaculating. Yeah, it is. But like, I don't think your body can make that much come. Get out of the pool, freak. <laughs> you ever middle school being like, man, how many times can I do this in a day? And after like a little while, uh, you it's computer duster. <laughs> 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 Just freezing cold Freon going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was a fun. So yeah, movie. check out Blue Chew. Good well, that stuff. was more of a sad. Good video. stuff. Yeah, check it out Blue Chew. It's hard it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and again, always recommend it to, to Dalafil. I've tried both, and uh, maybe some people uh, there's you, you prefer the, the the Viagra, but I do not. Yeah, oh, we practice awesome, what we preach. Yeah. yeah. So, so what is a trend body? I've seen a couple of your videos and you talk about what people are on and you're like, this guy has a stereotypical trend body. And I'm like, desirable? Like, what is what is trend? What trendable? How close did I come? No, of? it's a trend balloon. Okay. So basically, this is like, it's considered one of the most androgenic of the steroids. So androgenic meaning like masculine, masculinizing, essentially. So the more androgenic, typically the more like dry, grainy and sort of like more tightly to in some, in some situations, like trend balloon has a high affinity to bind to androgen receptors. So like there's this theory that because there's a denser amount of androgen receptors in the traps, as well as the delts that people who have like overly developed traps and delts relative to the rest of their body are probably abusing trend in some capacity mm -hmm. and typically it's really obvious in individuals that don't have good bodybuilding genetics because 
that one body part will overdevelop and then the rest of it will lag like significantly behind. What are good so bodybuilding genetics? Like what's, what are some things we can like tell? every, like anybody on the Mr. Olympia stage, you'll see they have every body part is massive. First of all, obviously, but there's no, like, obviously everyone has their genetic lagging thing. Some people have like shitty calves. Some people have shitty, whatever, but it's like just the way the muscle is, it's like round as opposed to like, like it's like getting big is one thing, but then having an aesthetic muscle is another. Like I'm, it's hard to, it's a objective like muscle insertions. Is that what that's called? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's sort of an individual question too, right? Cause what looks good to you to another guy, you might be like, that looks like shit. Like a lot of people on my channel, they're in the fitness industry niche. So that's why they're so like hypercritical of physiques. And that's also sort of why I'm like, I try to like bridge the gap between still being in the fitness industry because that's where mm -hmm. a lot of my followers are from as well as having the objective you know perspective of somebody who's just i'm a guy who goes to the gym sometimes so the trend mm -hmm. look is more so obvious in somebody who has not good muscle building genetics and has unproportionally developed traps and delts compared to the rest of them and has like a very grainy like androgenic type look it's kind of hard to explain, but typically the flagship Rainy. marker is like, yeah, like if you look at Hugh Jackman, you'll note his physique is like crazy vascular, really like protruding, almost 3D delts. The traps are much more developed relative to his first couple of roles. And he's obviously gained muscle everywhere, but you look at his back or his arms or any other body part on him. And it's just like complete lack of development relative to his just his traps. What movie was delts. that in? Just so I could, I could see. Wolverine. Yeah, like all the Wolverines from like one to the last one. Oh, as far as man. the one that he does looked. not help me. <laughs> I don't know how many oh, you mean like the one where he? Had yeah, yeah, the trap. one where you're saying like, oh, his his delts and his traps were huge, and his right. arms look weird. Like, I'd, let me pull. I'd, up, I'd like to see uh, an example of that. Huge. Also, another thing: are there any single straight women at bodybuilding competitions, or just gay men and and supportive wives? <laughs> no, it's a very. It's kind of an interesting culture because it's like, um just a whole bunch of fucking gearheads pretty much in a room and they're all kind of like you know women are getting with guys who are bodybuilders and bodybuilders are getting with chicks who take gear and step on stage as you know physique competitors and whatnot and they're mostly straight i would say to be honest but that um, picture does that fit what you're looking for um let's see yeah exactly exactly oh i look at this guy I see a massive chest, well-done deltoids, even good biceps, but forearms that look like they belong to someone else. Almost his arms to me. His biceps and triceps are like look at the, look at his left arm. Like you should get some like girth from a large tricep over there. I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, it's like a stick relative to the rest of his upper torso. Like his chest is enormous. Yeah, yeah. So you shoulders see enormous. Bicep, tricep. Forearms are jumping out at me. Like if you lifted that much weight, why didn't your forearms get some benefit? Yeah, that's part of it is genetic, but part of it is just like the way his body responds to hormones and the hormones in question, in my in my opinion. And that's sort of like some of it is just sort of speculation at the end of the day, but it's based on I've been through this, you know, bodybuilding niche. I've been to competitions. I used to compete myself and I've seen guys with shitty genetics who just like abuse the shit out of trend. And they have this very obvious look where it's just like, Hugh Jackman, when he peaked for that role, just like cranked, delts, traps, and then his arm is like a stick almost compared to the rest of them.
So yeah, that damn. Yeah, you have a very well trained eye for this. Obviously, I, I wouldn't have picked up on that. Yeah, like, so. obviously, I wouldn't. Is it when they look eye. really dry? When it looks like they're there's not moist at all, and like 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 when I look at his belts and <laughs> he stuff, looks they're thirsty. So, he looks thirsty. Yeah, he looks like he's on a weight cut. Like like the thing that I'm most familiar with is is watching fighters pre pre weight cut, mid weight cut at the weigh ins, and then when they when they hydrate back up, mm -hmm. you know, uh, for fight night. And he looks like he's mid weight cut, and and maybe like uh, he what's was his... he water depleted for that shot. I think. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say um, what's his name? Uh, who played Superman? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah, he uh, he water depleted for that uh, bathtub scene in mm. um, Witcher. Yeah, um, yeah, and he was. Uh, I don't know if it really did him any favors though, because he just wasn't lean enough for that to really be any you know any helpful level of adding cut like cuts to his physique because he's just like a bulky dude and he just bulks up for most of his roles. I feel like like to him. Um, that's that's one of the individuals I thought was natural just based on his progression is very like when he gains weight, it's like a parallel increase of fat and muscle. It's not like he just unproportionally gains lean size like Chris Hemsworth for Thor, where he just exploded and he still has visible abs by the end of it, even though he gained 30 pounds. Maybe you, know you haven't I mean? seen the latest Avengers. That's a joke. Which he was no, super yeah, I know fat. where he looks like <laughs> shit. In that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for the, I other, for the other ones. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like Henry Cavill, yeah, he like gains weight, but it's like a proportional increase in fat and muscle to get that bigger look. And it's obvious in the shirtless scenes where he takes off his shirt and he has like, he's big objectively, but it's like, he's like a bear almost, you know, he has that natural, like he's like 20% body fat almost. His face is just shredded though, because he's just genetically gifted in his fat distribution. So that's how I see it. And when he you know, did the water deplete, he had like, no separation in his abs at all so you know what uh action star i can tell is not doing anything he shouldn't be doing he's not he's not on anything steven seagal uh, <laughs> <laughs> steven seagal makes like six movies a year and he's completely given up on <laughs> any like, like like his hair's fake i think the goatee is fake at this point he's 300 pounds like he doesn't run anymore. He doesn't even do the run. I mean, he's, he's a karate grandmaster, though, right? Uh, it's not karate. It's um, Aikido. It's Aikido. Yeah. Aikido. Have you ever seen real. those videos where he just fucking like slaps people off him and tosses them to the floor? I have <laughs> seen all of those videos, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, uh, it's I impressive. Kind of, I was a bit yeah. of a scholar. In I'm this probably regard. wrong, <laughs> but I watched your video on. I'm terrible with actors. Who played Apollo Creed? Yes. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. To me, yeah, yeah. he had capped deltoids and like a trend was, look, uh, and you didn't agree. He was a really on the fence guy that I probably could have leaned either way. It was more so based on the time frame of preparation, him, me presuming he hadn't lifted prior. And, you know, when you look at some of these guys and their response, it's more so based on have they ever trained before with weights too? Because there's uh, mm -hmm. something called newbie gains where you can get like steroid-like results for your first year, even when you're natural, just because you haven't even been in a gym yet. So mm -hmm. I try to take that all into consideration. And with him, it was really on the fence. And honestly, it could have gone either way. And that one was hard to tell, but he could have easily done something. The rest of them where I said they were natural, I'm like 99% sure on. But for him, I was like, uh, I don't You know, know what I think would be, and maybe you've already done it, I don't know, um, a good film, like, 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 
up until now, I've seen you do a lot of like individuals, like um, oh, this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy. The movie Predator, just just uh. <laughs> the movie Predator, like 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 from top to bottom. There's only like two, three skinny guys in that whole fucking movie. One of them is Shane Black, and uh, the other ones I don't know that actor's name. That but, Asian but, woman, like, Rodriguez or something. Well, she, well, she's not Asian, but the the lady for sure. She's, <laughs> she's not. not? <laughs> Absolutely not. They're in South America, home of zero Asians. Um, hmm. Who am I thinking? I'm probably wrong. Which movie are we talking about? Like Predator. 19... The, yeah. the original Predator. <laughs> 1987? Um, yes. Absolutely. You got Jesse the Body Ventura, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You've got the original Apollo Creed, the famous meme like handshake, where they are not really handshake, it's sort of like a, 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 a no elbows down arm wrestle where Arnold's just like, What's the matter, Dylan? Been pushing too many pencils. It's. Uh, Oh, is that that uh, the famous scene? It's like Dylan, you son of a bitch. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The looking handshake good. that like blows up the fucking universe. And they just have just he goes looking good, ripped forearms and, and biceps. Yeah, and they're, they do they're this mid-air uh, like like handshake arm wrestle thing where yeah. like and, and like like Apollo Creed's arm starts like 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 going down and shaking. He's what's the matter, Dylan? You've been pushing too many pencils. <laughs> what movie is this? Predator. I've oh, I've seen Predator. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the greatest action movie ever made, Uh, in my opinion. Jesse the Body Ventura was so jacked and so big that they immediately was I looking good in that movie? He was looking (laughs) incredible. Talking like he had been down in the Baja. Went fully retarded. He had been in the Baja pumping iron with the cartel. He his arms are so (laughs) big that they're actually bigger than Arnold's. And so immediately they write it into the movie that he gets some shrapnel wounds on his arm. And so they're bandaged for the rest of the film until his death scene. Cause they don't want his arms anywhere in the same scene as Arnold's arms. Good for Jesse Ventura. It's a, well, no, it's not even a shame. That's a funny guy. He's hilarious. Yeah. I like Jesse Ventura. He's fun. I was a Navy seal as, as far as you know, he was a Navy SEAL. I know. I'm fucking around. Yeah. It's because people right. like to give him shit online for not being a Navy SEAL. Speaking of giving it, shit online, I fact-checked. Kyle's right. She's from Guatemala. I showed her picture, though. She looks so Asian to me. <laughs> like, she, uh, Filipino. Uh, Asians no, with the it, Mexican last names. It's Guatemala. Like, uh, Guatemala? Guatemala? <laughs> I, I fouled it up, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, the, no, the, I'm from a, a different country, Guatemala. <laughs> the lost city of Guatemala. The lost city of Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, that's what okay. She, what he? That's her most Asian angle. <laughs> if if this is the picture, what he's using, I'm, I'm, you've won me over. All right, I'll, I'll give you a different picture. No, no, no I'm, I'm like, saying she looks Asian there, definitely. <clears throat> I, yeah, I, I, that's where know, it, that's, that's up in the air. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Some anyway, sort of mixed flavor. I don't know. I, um, like one third in that picture. Yeah. Right. I, anyway, Kyle was right. I can see where I got to where I went, though. In any case, that's a movie full of just super jack dudes, none of which look natural, except for I guess Shane Black and just, just super machismo mode. There's a scene where they all are pulling a rope together shirtless to stretch a tree down. So they're in this full Mr. <laughs> Olympia flex mode, like, yeah. like, like, argh, like, like, like back is flexed out, like everything. When Arnold gives like military commands, like sign yeah. language, it's always like, oh, <laughs> so this is like, you know, they put up the fist to like, all right, everybody sit still. I, if you, if you, if you are supposed to charge forward, I will do a full back squat. 
And then, <laughs> there's you, a scene where Arnold has to squat a truck. Lunges with coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the prank Arnold played on? Was it who's the black guy? The I want to call him Danny Glover. I know that's not who it's going to be. What's his name? <laughs> uh, you're talking about Apollo Creed. Yeah. Uh, are you yeah. talking about Apollo Creed or, the, think... or the big black guy with the shaved head? <laughs> no, Apollo Creed. Okay. What's his name? Anyway, the plank. I, I, I thought you'd take over the story of it, but I guess he started telling everyone around the cast that he had like 17 inch arms or something like that. And uh, Apollo Creed, I'll call him, knew that he had 19 inch arms. So he spread this rumor that that you know my numbers oh, are I've off. I've heard this before. That, yeah. that Schwarzenegger had 17 inch arms, and uh, then he challenged him to like a bicep arm measuring contest. And of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger had bigger arms. The other guy thought and he would win and accepted the challenge because the the number had been spread throughout the set. And then he busts out with like 27 inch arms or something, and uh, he won. 27. The I'm making 20. up all these numbers. 27. Uh, yeah. That seems enormous. <laughs> no, Arnold. I think I want to say Arnold was like nineteen and three quarters or something like that at his best or something. No, it was like twenty-one. I think he had wow. like outrageously out of proportion biceps <laughs> and chest, like the rest of them, though. Uh, now we've been we've been we've been chit chatting about about fitness and steroids and everything for a while. I would love to watch this clip of Trump being asked about if he's going to pardon the Tiger King. Get us get us onto some silly Absolutely. shit. You, you guys good with that? Yes. Always down for some Tiger King. I can't wait to see the new footage that comes out. Are we queued up at zero, everybody? Not yet. Uh, uh, one yeah. second. I was just I was just doing a thing. I haven't watched this clip yet. Also, uh, I have. Uh, and Kyle suggested it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. All right. Uh, if he pardons him, God, that'd be sick. Yeah, give me <laughs> a second. Um, Little Derek, are you familiar with the Tiger King? Yeah, I've been seeing it. Honestly, I haven't watched it, but I've seen everyone talking about it. So get on that shit, brother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, let's All right. watch this. Ready? Set. Play. Um, so it, one of the biggest rating hits um, of the coronavirus, aside from these briefings, has been a show on Netflix. This guy can't help Tiger but smile. <laughs> and, uh, the man who's the star of this Everyone's is a former smiling. who's serving a 22-year prison sentence. Uh, he's asking you for a pardon, saying he was unfairly convicted. Um, your son yesterday jokingly said that uh, you know he was going to advocate for it, and I was wondering if you've seen the show and if you have any thoughts on uh, pardoning uh, Joe. Which Zeller. son? It must be Don. I had a <laughs> I had a feeling. I don't know. I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do? He allegedly <laughs> hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, but he said that he didn't do that, and he was. Do you think he didn't do it? Are you on his side? Uh, well, I, I'm are you, a are you recommending a pardon? Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> as a reporter, you're not allowed to do that. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing in on time. I don't King. think you would. I don't think you would. Go ahead. Do you have a question? Like I'll take a look. That's Joe Exotic. That's Joe Exotic. He handled that so well. Perfect. Right? Don't change a thing. Yeah, no, it was fun. I, <laughs> I was like, what do you so think? Funny. What do you think? You, th you think you did it? <laughs> Are you advocating for... Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people would say it's not very professional to advocate for someone's pardon. You know, these guys are going to have your ass. You know, that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> I wish one of Trump, the reporters was like, I don't advocate for a pardon because it's funnier. <laughs> Just, yeah. You know. I wish they, yeah, get me in there. Mm. Uh, PKA correspondent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, from RSK News here, we'd like to <laughs> pause a question to you, sir, if we may. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would yeah, be so I, fucking funny. 
the 80s were such a great time for those beefy fucking like 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 if you're gonna be an action star you had to be it seems like like steven seagal has always kind of been the exception of that rule like he was always in shape i suppose and athletic looking but he was like the fourth rate action star between mm. behind guys like arnold stallone mm -hmm. even uh jean-claude van damme mm -hmm. uh, just, and then just the, the, you see the supporting cast of those movies the bad guys were often the same group of guys who were also like these big muscle head motherfuckers just probably arnold's buddies at gold's gym like like, like he's like would you like a bath in the movie <laughs> yeah you're jacked let's go it just yeah. Everybody was huge. I love that about those movies. I wish that would come back because I feel like now everybody's just sort of, I don't know, athletic-ish. Yeah, they're not they Arnold. A lot more like liberal with steroid use in the movies back then. I think like they didn't talk about it, but I mean like they would sauce it up pretty hard, and it would be guys that were just like actual bodybuilders in their regular life that just got thrown into movies, even if they weren't like that. the actual most popular or I guess best actor for the job. How does, you know? Yeah, how does Stallone? That's how the come? mountain is. Like, the, well, the mountain's not a bodybuilder, uh, Thor Bjornsson or whatever. Yeah, but like he he was a power lifter, and that's why they picked him for the mountain. They're Are just like, a, who's the biggest human on earth? He didn't have he to, talk, need to be able to talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, how do the action stars of the '80s compare to the Avengers of today? Like the the helms were way bigger. The Chris Evans way bigger. Uh, I haven't even watched all those Avengers, but fucking fucking. Arnold and those guys in Predator would dwarf any Stallone. Yeah, dude, Stallone. look at look at Stallone in Rocky Two. Stallone in mm -hmm. Rocky Two doesn't look like a human being anymore. He's yeah. packed on so much muscle on that. Yeah, tiny yeah, little I don't talk like one either. <laughs> I think Arnold oh, might like dude. drag up the average a bit though, because he was so much bigger than everybody mm -hmm. else. So like when I'm thinking, oh, compare the '80s to now, I'm thinking Arnold shits on everyone, but it's like. If you put, I feel like if you put like Hemsworth beside like Stallone or something in their peak, Stallone's mm. way more lean, but some of yeah. these guys in size are like not that far off. It's just Arnold and some of like the other bodybuilders that just blow everyone out of the water now. Yeah. And, and like, like you always had to find a giant guy to play opposite Arnold and, and a lot yeah. of, not always. And Terminator's a good example of they went completely opposite with Robert Patrick and Terminator 2. Uh, and uh, with old, what's his name in, in Terminator One, you know, those were just regular sized guys, maybe even undersized guys. But if you look at like the Conan the Barbarian movies, you always had some giant motherfucker opposite him. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Those pictures of of uh, Arnold and Conan are insane. Yeah, like, yeah. He he looks like an actual superhero. He had to he had to slim down for that because he couldn't do the sword work. But he's really? too big he to was too big to like swing yeah. a sword. That's hilarious. But then you see what Wilt Chamberlain looked like, and he was ginormous too, right? Am I in the right movie? Wilt I Chamberlain? Think, I think Wilt Wilt was definitely in one Is of it them. It may have different? been the second one. Um, I know he, he was, was tall in that. and lean though. He was in Conan the Destroyer. Yeah, it's the second one. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that fur hat. He's uh he's the princess's bodyguard, looking after that pussy. Yeah, nice. here, here. I'll, is he dead? Is he, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Wilt Chamberlain's dead. Yeah, there's there. there oh, that's there. that picture. Yeah, I've seen this. Picture yes, before. he is dead. Yeah, but it died uh, 21 years Schwarzenegger ago. Schwarzenegger doesn't look that big when he stands between Wilt Chamberlain and Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah, and Wilt nobody looks big standing next to Andre. Volkswagen. But look at Wilt <laughs> Chamberlain's bicep, like. 
for a guy as tall as he is, it's still ginormous. But look at like Wilt Chamberlain and Arnold are facing the camera square. So mm. you can see like the full width of their bodies. Andre is just angled casually and he's still wider than either of them. Andre had to angle margin. casually so he could fit between those two trucks. Yeah, he's, <laughs> you're right. He did. <laughs> yeah. I love Andre, Andre the Giant. Oh, that's another question. Like, like the old WWF wrestlers. Who was the biggest among them? Because Hulk, Hulk Hogan was really big. Macho Man was really big. Rick wasn't Flair that guy wasn't that, that wore, he wore like a leotard that, that went over his uh, his shoulder called something the giant, a big, big giant guy? Well, Andre the Giant was. The, no, was not that guy. Uh, the other one. Have you seen the, big the show. Ultimate Warrior? The big that show. looked pretty fucking good. Ultimate yeah, Warrior was Ultimate huge. Warrior. The Iron Sheik was big. The Ultimate Warrior. He the Iron was, Sheik is hilarious on Twitter. He was the one I like because his he he yeah. was like a physique competitor kind of. Yeah, yeah. So he was like he's not tall as fuck, so he wasn't like just overall big. But his actual like development of everything was, I feel, the best of anyone, or at least the top of anyone. Oh yeah, that's that's ultimate. Jesus Christ, that guy's yeah. a monster. Yeah. <laughs> he's so big. This particular he's, one looks like a toy or something. That guy is huge. Wow, look <laughs> at his nipples. Like that guy has uh the, some telltale signs of gear. He's got the bitty. Mm. Bitty. <laughs> you drink from that bitty, you'd get strong. <laughs> you get the runoff. <laughs> the guy, he's on so much Deanna Ball. There is definitely some runoff. You could lick his sweat and get jacked. That's, that's the origin of muscle milk. He's so big. He's so big. Yeah. I, if I was Hulk Hogan, I'm showing his picture now. I don't think I'd want to be in the ring with him. I think people would be like, Hulk, do you even work out? Yeah. Yeah. So you are you and getting this guy's probably or... like six five or something. This guy? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. These guys are all enormous. Uh see, this is a little well, this is pretty early. This is still Hogan's like yellow panty career. So it's <laughs> it's not that early. I mean, it's not that late. He hasn't gone into Hollywood Hulk Hogan uh mode yet. And I see he is in the ring with a fellow wearing a mask, which is also WWF style. So that's the ultimate warrior. To... It's it's face paint. Is that what, are we looking <laughs> yeah, at the same so... thing? Well, yeah, probably. I was looking at the first one. Isn't that a mask? Yeah, that's a mask that the first guy has. But 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. It's uh, yeah, they're yeah, both the very big. The thing about Hogan point. though, look how much taller he is. How tall is Hulk Hogan? Like six six, six seven? I think he's six seven or six eight. What a monster! And he looks like a child next to Andre. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the WrestleMania where he slams Andre? He picks him up. Yes. I think you actually showed us that clip on the show before when we were talking yeah, about it. It's, it's yeah. not all that impressive, but you got to keep in mind, he's lifting a quarter ton. Right? It's like he kind of like barely got it. Like, you know, he didn't lift him up. He just sort of let him carry yeah, through with like the pendulum. momentum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was just like, like, like yeah. He was the over fulcrum me, over which the guy, yeah. That. Yeah, <laughs> but, he, um, he played fulcrum. <laughs> but still, if it was me, the fulcrum would have just smashed to the ground and not done anything. Yeah, you'd have been yeah. crushed underneath him. Right. And Andre probably would have been injured because by that point he could barely fucking walk. And he's like, I'm sorry, I can't get off of you. <laughs> so fucking Andre big. Schwarzenegger, I think. In that <laughs> yeah, I can't do a very good Andre. I don't know how. <laughs> uh, it's just super deep. The it's only like thing that sucks about deep. looking like that is you look super impressive, but you pretty much almost guaranteed you're going to have like heart disease at 50 or something. 
I mean, I, I think it's pretty well established that professional wrestlers live long and healthy lives. Uh, is he dead, how, the Ultimate Warrior? I think he might be. Yeah, he is. His family definitely He's probably He took dead. him out, right? Hmm. You know, <laughs> no, like it wasn't him. You know, I know, that was Chris Benoit, right? Chris Benoit, yeah. Yeah. We talked that about guy, that the other day. Yeah. That guy went full force on his I'll say this. Family. We talked about the heart disease and, and the steroid abuse. Ric Flair, 71 years old, still going strong. And well, he was drinking uh, 12 to 15 drinks a day or some, something absurd. Some absurd amount of alcohol. Uh, that he guy, doesn't try to maintain in no. old age now, does he? No, no. Yeah. I so mean, I, more so than like your average 71-year-old. Like, like he's not an average 71-year-old. Like, like he looks... No. But but his face, you know, has... He looks awful. I'll just say that. He looks... He's Crypt Keeper-ish. Who looks he good looks at 71, though? Very, very few people, but he looks extra bad. Okay. Um, I because for years he would do that. He would cut himself, you know, in the ring. They they use oh, this little. Yes, they hide yes. a razor blade. It uh -huh. was just the tip exposed, and they cut like the, their hairline. Well, as his hairline receded, suddenly that mask of scars that he created at his hairline is exposed, and now his forehead looks like he took a cheese grater to it. I, it's not far off from what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Just, do all hockey players wear? those half masks now is that pretty much everyone's doing it did you call me chiz he did i don't know why he was in my hand i think i was just looking i'm sorry i was looking at the list i just sent a friend request <laughs> to derek and i looked at his name and called you chiz taylor do, does uh do all hockey players wear half masks now uh it's now required so if you enter the league at this point you have to wear a half shield visor but there are some guys who, some of them even as young as like 29, 28, who got grandfathered in so they don't have to wear it. The same way that like there were guys in, there was like a goalie in the 70s who's like, I'm not wearing the mask no matter what you tell me. And it's <laughs> like just gore. He looks like a, a scary movie extra, <laughs> like the, the henchman behind the main bad guy with all his scars. And it's like, dude, you, sh you shouldn't do that. You know? I used to see like 19-year-olds enter the league. Terry Sawchuck. And they look great. They look like professional, like professional athlete models you know they come in and they're all so great and then you see like rod brindamore next to them 20 years into their career who knows how many times that nose has been broken in the face oh, there was this defenseman on the blues named vince dunn who like mm -hmm. all the ladies were were swooning over and he's only like 20 something years old and like he got a slap shot to the face or something like that, or a stick, knocked a bunch of his teeth out, slit his lip and things. And it was like literally the fight club version of like, I just wanted to destroy something beautiful. <laughs> now you can like tell that he, he has Hockey all is one of the sports where when you see them in person, you almost can't even tell that they're professional athletes. Like I used yeah. to work as a bouncer uh, downtown where I live. And we, I was at this private lounge where we'd have the NHL teams coming to play our city. They'd come party where I was a bouncer. And I'd see these guys walk in and I'm like, maybe one out of 20, you'd be like, okay, this guy's definitely a professional athlete. Just looking at him in normal clothes, walking around the rest of them just look like random dudes who you just, mm -hmm. you know, like other than the fact think. that none of no professional hockey players can wear jeans because <laughs> their asses and thighs are too big. Like they, yeah. they look ridiculous walking around in jeans, but you're right. Other than that, like they, a lot of them look pretty normal. Yeah, just, dude. I because would like they, they prioritize speed and dexterity over yeah, they, they have a cap on how much they allow you to bench in training camp. Like after yeah. a certain number, like Tarasenko and Reeves years ago, Tarasenko's our top scorer. 
he hit it. He's a monster. And they were like, no, you can't bench anymore. You're not allowed to bench anymore. Like any more than this is not helpful for your slap shot, for your wrist shot, for anything. How about you just yeah. squat a bunch and practice explosives? Like it can be injury so prone too. Or, that's true. I think I used the term wrong, but you're with me. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. they just keep escalating that to where they're benching 350 and 400, they're gonna hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, likely. Yeah. What do you bench, Derek? Now, um, I don't even like check what my max is now. To be honest, I used to be obsessed with breaking plateaus in terms of you know max out attempts and whatnot i used to do at my peak was like four plates for a couple which mm-hmm. is like 405 that's outrageous and goodness now though i do way less than that because i'm trying to even though i probably could get away with it i'm trying to have longevity in mind in terms of not getting injured because in bodybuilding you just need to stimulate you don't need to like lift brute force ridiculous amounts for low reps you need to you know get in stimulate the muscle adequately and get out and ideally not injure yourself so i do higher reps Mm -hmm. lower weight now with like a 12 to 15 rep range typically for most stuff so that's like on the flat bench that's like 225 usually okay Okay. that's cool actually how how many reps are you doing at 225 just curious like 12 to 15 yeah to 15. Yeah. If I was, uh, when I could bench 405, I could bench, I think I tried doing two plates for as many as I could completely fresh. And I got like 30 something. And that was like, <laughs> that was like at my peak though. when I was training for strength. Now it's like, I'm so focused on like controlling the weight down, like feeling it rather than just like moving the fucking thing, which is what I used to do. And I would leave the gym every time I'd be scared to go in and lift sometimes. Cause I was lifting so heavy. I'd walk up to the, you know, the bar to deadlift and I'd have like five plates on it. I'd be like, I hope I, don't, I hope I don't snap my shit today. And then, I'd do it. <laughs> and then I'd leave the gym and be happy. I did it. But I was like, fuck, like it, it was a stress. Another successful thing. lift where I didn't yeah. die or ruin yeah, my exactly. back. Like I was stressed out to go to the gym because of that. And frankly, it's kind of not needed for bodybuilding. You can get away with a lot less and just, I've seen lift more reps. There seems to be a wave of more intelligence applied to lifting weights than there was back in the day. You know, people mm. lifting a little smarter. Now, Athlean X is always trying to like smash your tiny little muscle group with seven pounds or a broomstick or something instead of benching <laughs> 400 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Some of his shit is, uh, I don't know if it's just because he needs new material or what, but it's like, I feel like sometimes he makes it seem more complicated than it is. It's almost probably like mm. how my content makes drugs seem more complicated than they need to be in some capacity. For him, it's like, oh, you need to be at this exact angle for this specific like rotator movement to that. You could otherwise just get on a fucking like incline dumbbell press, do a fly, do this, and then some push-ups, and then you're done your chest. So Your like, content I, would be easier for me to absorb as a noob if you threw in short little vocabulary help now and then you know yeah. like when i say androgen <laughs> receptors I, you know that's what this is and right instead of oh, some animation like and I don't, <laughs> I don't i don't mean like the scientific animation i mean some fucking cartoon characters <laughs> yeah. like i dig that a lot <laughs> i've been trying to add in graphs and stuff which i used to just like ramble which i still do but now i actually add in animation in some capacity and i add in little graphs here with like this is how much muscle again and i'll have like a picture of a guy and like a graph showing this many pounds and this kind of thing mm-hmm. but well yeah 
the, my favorite part about your videos all seems to come from like an honest and sincere place. There, there's no salesmanship. There's no like, there's no bullshit. There's no magic. It's just like, this is my testing. This is my results. And you know what? I'm not going to use this one again, or this one did everything I hoped it would. And it, I don't know. It, it just like honest review is almost what it's yeah. like. Yeah. Even if I could get like an affiliate commission off something, like I'll say if it fucked up my blood work, I'll show my blood work and then people can make their own, you know, educated guess based off that. And that's kind of like, I feel like the best way to approach it. Cause if you don't, you're just going to at some point lose your credibility. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like for me, I'll just say what it did for me. And then even if that leads to less money in some capacity, it doesn't really matter because at the end I'm building the brand that I think long-term will be, have the longevity because right. people actually trust my opinions. You know what I mean? So I agree. Yeah, yeah I would sense. like to watch uh, Kyle's video of someone going off on a registered sex offender. Yeah, It's it a really cool. good video. Let me do a real quick ad read, tell the folks about Smart Mouth, and then we'll jump right into that. You guys are not going to want to miss this video. I, I saw it like four weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, actually, and I, I, I saved it for the show, and then I lost that Google Doc, and I just remembered it and got somebody to link it to me. Everybody hates talking to someone with bad breath. That humid, awful smell, it keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think about all the times that you were the gross smelly one and the other person was trying to find a way to get away from you. You probably can't think of any examples and that's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own bad breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with trash mouth, not even realize that you're grossing everyone out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two liquid formula. It combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day. Rinse once in the morning for all day clean breath and once more before bedtime to prevent morning breath from even ever happening. That's the coolest part about this. That I feel like I gloss over every time I tell you guys about this. You just don't get morning breath anymore. That's You never get it anymore. It's great. Just two uses a day, you'll never have bad breath again. Guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath, well, that just spells success. Head on over to smartmouth.com slash PKA for a free coupon. You can find SmartMouth products in the oral health aisles of Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that's smartmouth.com slash PKA for your free coupon. It really is great stuff. Big fan. What you need fixes breath. I, yeah. I bet if you did an honest review on Smart Mouth on your channel, you'd be like, this shit works. <laughs> yeah, it's excellent. <laughs> it All right. It. Sorry to keep you waiting. No, that's fine. I, I literally finished the ad eight seconds ago or something. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, I'm queued at zero on uh, this delectable video. This is some Same. real justice served type shit. Three. Let's give it a watch. Three, two, one, play. Oh, he's beating this girl. That's not where I saw this going. I, I, I think maybe you're on the wrong video, maybe? What is? is that not a girl? All right, oh, let's start no. over. Uh, what, right, you're going to want to go to the go one that to, I linked? Let's go back to zero seconds. Oh, I went to... I see. It's a, my bad. Like, oh, it was a lady sex offender. Didn't see that coming. Right? Well, my <laughs> video afterward. I haven't watched mine, so I can't verify for its goodness, but it seems funny. I think maybe I've seen cows. We'll see. Are you guys, can we start over? Back at zero. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Pow! Ah, oh, yeah. I feel like I've seen this before. I've seen it. 
Good for him, though. Got he. Let me tell you something. Yeah. We told I've you multiple times to leave oh. them girls alone. Yeah, oh. So the guy laying on the back is a registered sex offender. Oh. And that's dad who's upset that he's trying to pick up his daughter. And you know that bitch on the ground isn't calling the police about this. <laughs> well, I was trying to talk to her and... She seemed very receptive. It's like, oh, you want your phone? Tough. <laughs> I know about you. You're a goddamn fuck bird. Did he These say? are good slaps. Yes, sir. Telling you right now, I know you're a registered fucking sex offender. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're goddamn right, you are. So what did you have? To fucking say to my six-year-old daughter. No I like the quick I'm oscillation sure between accusatory finger and open hand smack. You, <laughs> you don't know what's coming, a point or a hit. Yeah. Keep the pedophile. They're both coming. Not one of them was a punch. I could kill you right fucking now. You understand me? Yes, sir. This dad should issue a little bit of corrective rape. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you like that? You don't, do you? That was a good one. That was a good one. He slapped the shit out of that man. He did. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that immensely. I like the slaps. I like the camera work. The wife was pretty good. That was. That's a 9 out of 10 justice served video, if you ask me. I enjoyed that a lot. It's a very nice justice served. There's nothing better than watching... A convicted pedophile gets smacked around a little bit, you know? Didn't that, you guys well, have uh, Chris Hansen on, like, way back? Yeah, yeah. we did. Way did. back in the go, day. Is he still doing episode. his thing? Is he What'd still doing that? his thing? He is, he is. He doesn't have the same distribution that he used to. Now he's on to, like, YouTube defenders. And, is he on True TV? I always see him, like, talking to Blade and asking about Onision. That's the maybe, last time and, I've ever heard of him, was like, the Blade thing, sitting down. Well... You know, he's on the disgraced YouTubers now. It's a new job. Man, Blade, who 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 got a worse, uh, a more humiliating beating, Blade or this pedophile? Probably the, the pedophile. pedophile. Yeah, because Bla Blade isn't a pedophile, and it's pretty humiliating being a pedophile. Hmm. Uh, and fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but they both had the same sort of. You know what? I changed my mind about all this. Kind of post hit. Yeah, Blade got hit, and he goes, "You know what?" It was my bad. I was it's wrong. Like, it's like post nut clarity. It's post punch clarity. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh shit. It just got real for me. Like, I was in the wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I Dude, was I'm wrong. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't kill me. Don't Derek, beat me. You probably don't know this, but there's a guy named Blade. Uh, we all enjoy his company. Nice enough guy, but he's an alcoholic, clearly. And uh, he was super drunk and he decided to take it upon himself to do two things. One, he hit this Guy's girlfriend on the butt hard. Kyle, do you want to go? The, here's the shocking thing about that, Woody. He slapped her ass after getting punched out. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Wait, what? Oh, the video yeah, was edited the other way. I have done further research and I have been informed by multiple parties. He slapped, he did that thing where you slap somebody in the back of the head, but he did it to a very big guy. This guy keeps his... a barbell in front of his living room TV. Yeah, he's got his barbell in his living room, like 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 this really big arms, like like like, like he, and yeah, he's just built. big guy who's probably working out four or five times a week, 
this this alcoholic overweight fellow decides to give him one of those big brother slaps in the back of the head on a live stream and big man stands up and pops him in the mouth real fucking hard yeah drills him he slapped his girlfriend in the ass like like minutes later yeah I because he didn't when I learned that. the previous altercation well there probably was a bit of concussion. what's the best diet for someone who drinks 1900 calories a day in Jägermeister? <laughs> <laughs> what do you recommend asking for a friend <laughs> yeah. The sugariest alcohol there is, I would imagine, oh. other than probably Fireball or something. Yeah. I bet Ooh, he hasn't yeah, had yeah. a solid shit in five years. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I would not take that bet. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think you Does nailed alcohol it. Alcohol give right you there. diarrhea? That, yeah. Uh, well, it's because it, he, he's not excess. eating food. He's just, it's, he's just drinking. So, like, there's yeah. no solid poops to have. Oh, yeah. Cause he's lost some weight. I remember I complimented him on dropping some body fat. And you told me that I didn't understand some of the dynamics of alcoholism, that they lose their uh, hunger. I don't know, what is the word? I, yeah, appetite. They, they, appetite they fill is what I'm looking and, for. And yeah. They yeah. lose their appetite and just get into this kind of thinner but low muscle mass, unhealthy, different sort of body. It's like the chicks who get like coke ripped. You know, they just like yeah. take, take coke and never eat and they just get shredded. But they're like malnourished as fuck yeah, looking tremendously unhealthy. still hot though, <laughs> i like that look agree. a lot i like that look <laughs> that stripper look yeah 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 so i know we're, we're trying to keep everybody indoors right now for the for the mm -hmm. corona for mm -hmm. the coronavirus mm -hmm. and yeah. uh kenya is taking it a little more seriously than we are it seems based on this video that oh. kenya has conscripted the maasai tribe to enforce <laughs> the curfew for them and so let's watch the Kenyan that can't be true Maasai none of that's tribe. true it's in the video title. I don't believe it. Oh, well, well then let's if it's, fucking watch it. If it's in a Reddit title, Kyle, how can you disagree with that? It's right there on the internet. If it's the Maasai right tribe is 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 helping us all social distance, then we need I will these eat people my hat. in Chicago. Well, I mean, all it's right. not helping us. It's just you know, it's just in Kenya. They're not they're not hanging out around here. Fair um, enough. I'm ready to watch. All right, let's watch it. Ready, set, play. <laughs> yeah, you see. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Masai tribe doesn't give a fuck. Awesome. This dude in the dress is tougher than these other 18 people combined. He's like a sheepdog. <laughs> Why is no one standing up to... to dude, this guy is cool guy of the week so far. <laughs> <laughs> this guy hunts lions with his bare hands, Woody. Nobody wants any of that. He's All he does, he's just running into crowds of people standing too close and swinging like a, like a maniac. <laughs> he's got like... like Guy from 300 who's like tall as fuck compared yes. to everybody. Yes. He's got yeah. like that piece of leather barbers use to strop their <laughs> blades. <laughs> Fucking hammering people with this thick ass piece of strop. I will leather. have your name erased from the history book. <laughs> <laughs> people will never know you existed at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking funny. Hell yeah to that guy. That, that's going to be a hard throne to overtake for cool guy of the week. That's <laughs> oh, come on. The dad because everybody the else in Kenya, they're wearing like uh, uh, 2019 Boston Bruins Stanley Cup champion t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> he's running around in his dress smacking people with it. Oh, man, that's tight. Yeah. That's great. We need, we need some of that here, maybe. That cross-dresser was clearly the toughest person in Kenya. Hey, that's, uh, that's a cultural dress. And that guy, as far as he looked, maybe people in Kenya are short, but he looked tall. He looked tall as fuck. He looked like he's yeah, he taller like, than everybody else. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. I don't, know. I, I don't know how big people are in Kenya. I know they're fantastic runners, so I would guess very slight endurance heavy people. 
right? Yeah, they used to do that endurance hunting way back in the day. That just, sounds like the the worst way to hunt. Chase to wildebeest run. until the wildebeest tires out. Oh yeah, they would, they would they would chase <laughs> the game until the game died of exhaustion. I would go hungry. Awful. <laughs> You'd be how, how far away is food again? <laughs> it's like <laughs> well, it is right there, but we must chase it for eighteen to twenty two mile. Then it will die, and then we carry the meat back with us. It's like, oh. oh, can I just starve? <laughs> <laughs> Let me die. You know, I'm going to eat leaves here and hope for <laughs> hope for something. This coronavirus thing has really put a damper on all my fun. I really want like like, like I have those cows over there that I want to I want to slaughter Bessie and uh, and and fill a, fill a deep freeze up with with cow meat. But we don't want to go through the whole process of like going to the slaughtering place. We don't want to bump. I'm staying away from people. Yeah. It, well, I, I mean, my like, yard you can just man let Bessie hang out, right? What? You can just kind of let Bessie hang out for a. What is yeah, it? Probably like three more months or something. Yeah, but I want the food now. I want. I, I want. I, want I wish I had it now. Hey, Woody, are you uh, dollar cost averaging into the market right now? Yeah, yeah. I I always do. Like I don't. But nothing's changed. Like aggressively more so though, based on that, what's happening. Yeah, that wouldn't be dollar cost. No, I just I have it on autopilot. Just I, right. I just it. mean like if it wasn't like on a monthly basis, dividing it into like a weekly basis, based on like you know what I mean. I, I think I think you're saying, Woody, you think we're at a market low is the, yeah. is the translation. And I don't get into calling the lows, right? Like you could say yes, right? I, I do see the same trends, right? And then I hear other people saying, oh, this is a classic bear trap. It's a little bit of rise before a double low. Don't try to catch a falling knife. And I'm just like, Docs, if I could tell the future, I'd be so rich. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, Bernie Sanders that, uh, has has really let me down. I was I, I can't believe he just dropped out of the race instead mm -hmm. of like really? grinding this thing. <sighs> I feel like he stayed in when he had less than one percent chance of winning for a month. I go off five thirty eight. But the odds of Biden pissing himself and crying and or dying between <laughs> now and November are greater than one percent. Are you going to piss yourself, on... cry, maybe come? So Kyle and I bet a hundred dollars. <laughs> Kyle got Biden and Bernie to be the Democratic nominee, and I got everybody else. And the only reason I haven't paid yet, we pay, it's payable at the Democratic National Convention, but the only uh, reason I haven't paid early is I'm counting on both of them to die pre-convention. And that's not... <laughs> I mean, the uh, what is it, the Prime Minister of the UK or Boris, Britain or whatever? Yeah, Boris Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. He has corona, and I was, he was here, and he was like looking really rough. Nights. But then I saw I saw some post earlier today where it's like, oh, now he's not in the ICU anymore, so maybe he's not. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I heard they're using CPAP machines as ventilators now. I, mm. I've thought that. Like, you know, I wonder yeah. if mine would make do. It, yeah, maybe huh. it would have to help a little. It's Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I don't take it off right away. Yeah. It's imagine being some peon who breathes. <laughs> unfiltered, unhumidified, unheated air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a bit of an air snob. <laughs> it's just like this is so perfect. It's like like I can I, just picture you laying there like oh. <laughs> loving loving it. Yeah, I, I, picked, I don't know uh, how I could sleep with that thing pressing into my I, I guess you get used to it, but that seems hard. It's pretty light pressure. I picked Bernie and Biden against the the entire field and Trump to win. Uh, that is that is definitely that was you're going to be right. Yeah, that was my call several months ago, and it, it, it's it's definitely where I am right, right now. They're, they're like Biden's leading by eight points. It's, <laughs> okay then.
Yeah, I don't. I feel like the polls now, and they all have Biden winning nationally, are irrelevant almost. Like you know, let's wait and see when these campaign ads really fire up. You know, I I want to see stuttering headed into the forest with dying batteries. Joe Biden rapist. Joe Biden. Well, that is Bernie Sanders' problem. I will admit, right? He hadn't raped enough women to be considered for the presidential. He was on the low end. <laughs> but had yeah. I known, I would have done a lot more in the seventies and eighties. <laughs> <laughs> but Biden and Trump—they're proper rapists, I suppose. So they're—they're they're the ones we're going with. But um, yeah, yeah. So I want to see Biden, right, painted as this bumbling fool who's fading. And then Trump, right? We can take his coronavirus predictions of there's 15, then like magic, it'll be nothing. This is not a problem. Coronavirus predictions with uh, like graveyard of people or caskets. Oh, that, that's not going to work. His his approval ratings have only gone up. Like he, he has a, I, I think he should have shut shit down earlier, but like nationwide, his approval ratings have gone up for his handling of of corona up but his approval ratings are only considered good compared to his other they're higher compared ratings. to what obama's were at the equal point in the presidency i saw a comparison i could i could fact check that and then show yeah, you the I, graphs but I, yeah no you couldn't ah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah i uh um it, if you look at like you can, things out there you can find a random poll or something that but it, the truth is Trump, by and large, has been one of the most unpopular presidents in my lifetime. Comparable only to sure Jimmy he Carter. Has the highest approval rating of any president in the 21st century. This, this, is, this is true. On average. There's no way to check that. Did you see him <laughs> wrestle Obama eight years ago? Did you see the wrestling tournament, Taylor? That, yeah. That, that, that Trump won? Yeah, you rest. When, when Trump Obama. was like, "Say uncle, say uncle." Ultimate like, Warrior was there. He, it's demeaning. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing. You know, he's yeah. got a lot more ass strength than you'd think. That golf's <laughs> doing something for him. He's <laughs> thick around the middle, around the bottom. Like, like he's, he's got, he's quite got a, such a big, fat ass. Big old you booty on see? Trump. He, that that he picture of him some power. on the follow-through of a golf swing and just his enormous khaki ass in your face. Yes. So funny. I, I, yeah, he's I, got a very pear body shape. I wouldn't bet against him. I, I'm looking forward to it. If uh, Elections are always fun. Uh, I, I think it would have been... Obviously, I wanted Bernie to win, but uh, but but it'll be fun to watch Trump beat Biden, and hopefully, and Biden gets embarrassed along the way because you know he's senile. Why? Hopefully, hate, why they, do you they, hate they, Biden? What? Like, what is it about Biden that makes you dislike him so much? Oh, I think he's a rapist. Really? But you don't think? I mean, he, I he's like one twentieth of the rape accusations that Trump does. I don't think that's accurate. No? I don't think Trump has any rape accusations. And also, um, um, Biden, we've seen him creep on these children, right? Like, mm -hmm. like we've seen his activities. Trump is like... Dude, that's just more, game. Trump seems more like a horn dog. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just game. <laughs> he's got a like, fucking fourth grade game. Like, <laughs> if, if, if you're like, Trump cheated on his wife, he'd be like, I guarantee he did. But, but like, did, did he rape anybody? Uh I don't know about that. No, you can uh, text me on this phone. That dumb bitch doesn't speak English. Eight languages, <laughs> not one. Not one word of this. You can <laughs> grab him by the pussy. If you're famous, they just let you or something Well, he's like describing that. a scenario in which they like it. Like yeah, it? Yeah, that, that, was, the, that yeah. was the most silly thing about that. was like, he even said, and they let you do it. It's like, it's clearly a guy bloviating about trying to be Mr. Cool in front right. of Billy Bush. Right. You fucking loser. Why? Why are you yeah, trying to impress Billy Bush? The difference to me is that I've seen Biden be so creepy with children that it would it would upset me as a parent. 
It's like, yeah. like, 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 if, yeah, I have no doubt if, Trump was creepy in those like uh, Miss USA's or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah I would no, be too. No I mean, no. Teen USA, right? All right. Backstage, Miss Teen USA. He went back. He went on Howard Stern Age and bragged 17, about. Let's go. Bragged about being able to see the girls in Miss Teen USA. How old do you the, have to be in uh, Teen USA? Is that like eighteen and seventeen year olds, or is it like? I imagine it's not like some thirteen year old trotting out out there, right? I've I, never I, watched any. I of these think programs. you're right, I don't but know I don't. there's is. no way to tell. All There's I no know is if Joe, Biden, <laughs> if Joe Biden had sniffed the hair of the daughter of that man we watched earlier, he, he would definitely get a talking to. Right. Hey, what are you what are you doing coming over here, Jack? <laughs> I hope that I would turn to violence against Joe Biden. I don't want him cucking me, sniffing my daughter's hair or like grabbing my wife's waist in a suggestive way or something. Like the funniest photo of him doing that shit is when he's sitting in some pub or like a coffee house with a biker and there's like a biker and the biker's uh uh, bitch Lady. or whatever they call him in, in that society and he's like snuggling up arm around this uh, this leather clad girl and then there's that guy sitting there in the booth just side eyeing him like you son of a bitch what do you think you're doing right if I can see now little Biden enjoying himself it seems like in Biden's entire life he never met someone quick enough to go to violence right I if Biden hit that guy in the back of the head and got the blade treatment, maybe Biden would be a better man today for it. Oh, that would definitely maybe. set off the dementia. Would have knocked his teeth clean out. Ah, those teeth are full dementia bolted in there in a way that <laughs> they're not coming out. Oh, they're almost falling out all the time. I legitimately <laughs> think that Joe Biden is suffering from some sort of cognitive issues, and I would literally is. be afraid to have him to be to be the president of the United States. Like everybody was like, "Oh, Trump, you gonna trust Trump with the button?" You didn't nuke anybody yet, all right? He seems pretty even-handed with that sort of thing, to be honest. Like, if anything, he's, he's, he's held back the, the horses of war. Biden really seems to be losing his shit. Yeah, he doesn't seem very with it. But that just makes for funny clips. Hilarious clips. I really hope they get on the debate stage together. I hope That would be hysterical i mean like biden's got to be thanking his or i guess his handlers are he's playing with legos in the other room but like his handlers have to be like oh thank god this virus is going to give us an excuse to not put him on the stage you yeah. know Derek, do you follow this stuff much at all yeah i'm in canada though so i don't have oh. as like tight of a you know like grasp of everything but like i still know what you guys are talking about for the more or less and yeah that guy uh I feel like you'd get fucking lit up on stage if they ever had a live debate between each other. Oh, yeah. Like, there's just sure. no way he could hold his own. I want opinion. Trump to put the children that Biden has sniffed in the front row of the crowd so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he, he knew Biden would be up there. He's like, and my opponent over here, he's, he does a really nice thing. He brought a bunch of cute kids up front. Some of them <laughs> feel familiar, but yeah. And he's like, you see this, folks? He has no idea. He smelled that young woman's head. I wish he said he's some like, of yeah. them smell familiar. <laughs> Yeah. I, I can smell, I can smell, is that palm olive? Is that <laughs> yeah, you're that tropical bitch. Yeah. <laughs> a terrible human being. No, you know, all of these fucking politicians are terrible. Oh, people. they're all terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there, there are very few of them with any redeeming qualities. I'm yeah. just waiting to see what the next generation from like the millennials ends up being like, if it's going to be the same level of bullshit and just delusion going forward. I think it's human nature. I think we've always been full of shit. I think if you went back to the old like Roman Senate, they were probably just as bad. Hmm. 
Yeah. Maybe even more pedo. More pedophilia. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I that'd mean, the, like, that's the campaign platform. Under a toga he's he's sniffing quick. the girl's pussy instead <laughs> while he's voting on a bill. And everybody's like, oh, look, Cassius got himself a new one. <laughs> yay, verily, I put to the floor that we should reduce the age of consent from seven to five <laughs> <laughs> days. Yes. <Okay. laughs> no longer enjoy will the law keep the most boy. supple <laughs> away from the Senate. <laughs> Just a huge pause between the number and the fucking. Days. <laughs> Tell me, how many of thine balls be heavy and full with seed? <laughs> what better place? Then a boy's hole. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was the yeah, great so they probably. I wonder, I wonder how much of that shit was, was true. I'm going to like, go with all of it because no it entertains me. That there were just whole entire successful empires where they're just molesting kids. Well, I guess we're one, so never mind. I redact all of that. You know, Wait, we, we're an empire that molests children? I'm, I'm saying sure. like the Epstein thing and like all that. Like, and obviously Epstein isn't the only guy. It's not like he got shut down and all the elites are like, oh, well, shit. Like, where am I going to get young pussy now? Like, like, no, there, there's some other guy with another island out there or some, some, you know, underground bunker Epstein or perhaps a pizza place in DC <laughs> where they, where they uh, molest kids. So that's real. It's absolutely real, and there's no way to fact check it. Not a bit. No. Wish I knew how. <laughs> Wish I knew how to fact check Pizzagate. <clears throat> how, yeah. how much of a fool are we all going to feel if in like five years they're like, yeah, the pizza thing was real. Like, <laughs> we're gonna, Everybody's going to feel like a jackass. I don't think that's going to happen. But I want to say there was something recently about that where like one of the guys who was like front and center saying the Pizzagate thing was ridiculous just turned out to be a pedophile <laughs> it was just like, oh I, I saw that too the guy on, yeah. on, on Twitter and his name even included like cheese pizza in it like CP child pornography cheese pizza and he was like leading the charge like <laughs> people saying <laughs> this and then just a few months later it's like so and so indicted on counts of molesting children so. It doesn't mean child porn. Cheese pizza. Ch it means child pussy. You fools. Like, yes. Oh, wait, are we live? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, I, there's just so many pedophiles. Like you hear about like a, a ring of them getting caught every day. It seems like I, I, oh, 187 international pedophiles rounded up today in global sting. It happens so often. I wonder if it's like the underlying motivation to get into politics is because you know that's your like or made to get to get that's why i became a priest the underlying <laughs> qualification to get into politics maybe they're like ah oh, well we could definitely help with your campaign sir but i'm gonna need you to have your way with this young child <laughs> it's like instead of killing a guy to get into go game, ahead you have to do this go shit. ahead isn't that kind of what epstein's thing was was to bring powerful people to that island and entrap them and then have shit on them that they couldn't deny if they went against whatever i have he heard that wanted well if that were the case they'd have never let that guy live Shit. Well, they certainly <laughs> wouldn't have let them get to court, and they wouldn't have exposed any records from the island, and they wouldn't have ever allowed those hard drives to go. And then they would probably, uh, hmm. <laughs> huh, huh, huh. Shit. I always go back to like, must be pretty good though, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're all risking it. 
for the biscuit. Right? What is? <laughs> risking it for the biscuit. <laughs> you know, funny. like what is it about that child ass that that is making all these people commit the ultimate sin? Like the forbidden fruit. How young are the girls? Nothing lower. How young are the girls? Are these anyone, like right? sixteen and seventeen year old girls? Or no, because that's not seven. pedophilia. Well, no, the thing, but the thing was, is that like, or what's accused or assumed is that he would bring powerful people there, have a, let's say 15 year old there as a basic sex slave who looked much older, looked legal, and then film any nefarious activities going on between a powerful person and her. And then suddenly it's like, did you realize you just slept with an underage person? Really? Oh. Well, I've got HD video of it. So uh, you're going to vote yes on that. Yeah, we're uh, talking about like a 15 year old Brooke Shields. No way to know. No way to know. I don't know what she looked like at 15. Brooke Shields she looked, looked 18 at 12. It was It's one of her uh, defining characteristics. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Blue Lagoon. That, I think, was she literally 12? How old was she? I think we've looked Let this up Let me see how old she was in Blue Lagoon. It was 1980, and Brooke Shields is... Didn't, isn't that the movie where they had, like, actual naked kids? Yeah. Shh. How do you get away with that? That is the, the premise of the movie is their family sailing. The sailboat has some sort of problem, and they get uh, cast away on this island by themselves. I don't know if the parents didn't make it to the oh, island okay. or if they died early, but the yeah, brother and sister become the only surviving members of this island, and they go. They're like prepubescent, and they go through puberty over the course of the movie, and you know, fuck each other and figure out how to survive. And uh, it's actually a pretty yeah, good she, movie. It's been yeah, forever. she's like 13, 14. 13 or 14. And they show a naked 14-year-old? You see her bush, if I recall. Well, that, I mean, her first illegal? role her first role was when she was 12. Uh, she had the leading role in uh, Louis Malley's film Pretty Baby, in which she played a child prostitute. <laughs> she was typecasted. She was typecasted. I'll bet she was. Well, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Wow. Shouldn't be able to make that movie. It's a coming of age story. It's like, <laughs> no, you just you just want to look at naked kids. Did Weinstein produce weirdo. this thing? He may have. Who knows? His only just, redeeming quality is that I think his Weinstein company produced Lord of the Rings. Didn't which he get gives a lot of forgiveness? I heard he got the corona. Yeah. Yeah. Did he really? I heard yeah. the Tiger King might have it too. I know they put him in some sort of isolation ward or something. Corona I hope the Tiger prison? King's okay, and I hope uh, Weinstein. I hope Weinstein survives it, so he can spend a lot of time in prison. Yeah, a prisoner what? with coronavirus must instantly give it to everybody. It yeah. spreads via breathing, coughing. Like, it, there's no isolation in prison, I think. Not much. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's one of the worst places. Not a whole lot. Not Wild. a whole lot. Yeah, and if you go two weeks without symptoms, you would bump into 600 people before they yeah. quarantine you. It's, uh, it, it, it was, it, when I, it was, I don't know, like 125 of us sharing four sinks and five showers so and four toilets so yeah yes, you would have got sick for sure everyone one two microwaves one ice machine four tvs no hand know. sanitizer right there was soap if a guy shares that for two weeks with before his symptoms kick in and it's as contagious as they say it would have to get a hundred percent like close to it yeah yeah, absolutely. Because like, like the, we're not in cells, or in my case, we weren't. You know, like so. If you're in the top bunk, you're just breathing out over to like the cell next to you, and it would just, it would just propagate. I picture cinder block walls, like five feet tall, right creating little, okay, a little pens that there are bunk beds in. Is that might yep. pretty close. That's, that's exactly right. How yeah. tall is the locker? Taller than the wall? 
it's even with the wall, perfectly okay. even with the wall. Um, it goes down to the floor. Um, <clears throat> like a high school locker, maybe? Like, but a little shorter? Actually, you know what? It didn't go down to the floor. <laughs> it went down to about the shin. It was like shin to, to here. Mm -hmm. Maybe three shelves, like shelf, shelf, and then a bottom. And, uh, you know, each prisoner had his own, like, locker uh, for, for all your incidentals. Why is it? You know, I'm doing my hands. Uh, let's say two feet wide. Oh, w wider than I thought. Okay. Yeah, there was enough room in there for me to have, like, all of my clothes. Everything I had was fit, fit in there pretty, pretty easily. And I had a lot of food and a lot of, um, like, random junk, you know, toothpaste, shampoos, all my soap. Like I bought a case of soap when I got there. All of my like pajamas, shit, and extra greenies, which is what we called our like green jumpsuits that I never had to wear. There was enough room for everything, pretty much. What color was the cool one? Tan. Um. Well, if you're the cool if you're working, <laughs> there it, there was only one color. If you were um like going out into the facility to actually do a job, and it was your like uniform, quote unquote, which was like. If they're really snap snapping the whip, like everybody better be dressed in green and it's green pants and it's green uh, button up shirt, like heavy. It's heavy cloth, though, and it was summer. So I mostly just wore literally the, the sweatpants I've got on now, just a pair of like gray sweatpants and uh, like a gray T-shirt. Like, like that was oh. what I wore 95 percent of the time and a pair of like flip flops, like Nike flip flops that have those little like rubber pokey things in the bottom that sort of, mm -hmm. you know, huh. Orange is the new black. Led me down the wrong path there. I thought for it's sure. It's different. Yeah. It's different everywhere. Like, like um, I've seen uh, when I was driving through uh, Louisiana one mm -hmm. time from Texas, uh, they had all the guys in pink. They had all the guys in pink doing road work. And it was like hot pink. It was very embarrassing kind of pink. Sheriff but I've definitely Joe seen guys that. in Arizona. Yeah, he did that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brown. Or I, I think orange is pretty common too. Yeah. Yeah, pink makes a, if you get over the whole pink is for girls thing, it makes a certain sense. It identifies this as not a normal outfit. Yeah, you stand the fuck out. Yeah. The green shit, you wouldn't know. If you saw somebody wearing that, you'd think, ah, oh, he's probably doing some yard work today or something. It just looks like a work uniform that like a custodian might wear. Especially the gray shirt and sweatpants. Like that's, that's not abnormal oh, yeah. clothes. Yeah. Oh, it was absolutely normal clothes. Like, like, like that, that's what I would wear. Like, <clears throat> 95% of the time like like I wasn't allowed to wear that if I was going out into the facility But I stayed in the dorm like most of the time. I didn't want to leave the air conditioning Let me do the last ad read if he's stepping away. Yes, sir <clears throat> Tell everybody at Postmates this episode of PK is brought to you by a company that we have a lot of personal exp uh, Experience with and that is Postmates. You know, what's great about eating your favorite things It's your favorite thing and you're eating them You know, what's not so great getting them and the and the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving Interesting Postmates the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants Imagine anything you want to eat delivered You don't have to drive park or even talk on the phone to order just download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track down that driver. Forgot to get your eggs or milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start this free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle, get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. They're pretty great during this uh, whole quarantine thing. I haven't used them lately. Oh, yeah. I've been cooking so much out of my like stored up 
like quarantine supplies. But the last time I ordered, I noticed that like the driver had like a full mask, gloves, and the, the food was all secured and like locked up tight with like these like stickers to keep the bag closed and everything. And it, mm -hmm. it made me feel a lot better about what, uh, about getting food delivered. There you go. Postmates, yeah, a wonderful awesome. service for wonderful people. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, so, so yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to bounce, then um, we really appreciate having you on the show, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure everyone doesn't want me rambling on about gear for fucking four hours straight and whatnot. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Really of appreciate course. it. Uh, tell tell everyone everywhere they can find you and your stuff. Yeah. Um. So you can find me on More Plates More Dates on YouTube. My website, MorePlatesMoreDates.com. Um, my nootropic brand, uh, gorillamode.com and pre-workout formulas and whatnot. Uh, pretty much just type in more plates, more dates, you'll find me. And, um, yeah. Anyways, really appreciate you guys. Yeah. We enjoyed having you. It, it, it was very informative, uh, and, uh, really enjoyed having you on. Thanks a lot. All right. Take it easy guys. All right. Uh, what are you muted? That explains so much. <laughs> but, oh, were you talking? Oh, here and there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, but it's okay. Shit. <laughs> you guys have probably been there too. I didn't notice until uh until he said it. Because I was looking at I was looking at him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I enjoyed having him on. A lot yeah, of fun. Very seems cool like a, guy. Seems like a nice guy. Uh not at all what I thought he was gonna be. Seemed really really. You thought he'd be not a nice guy? <laughs> um, no, not necessarily. No, um I, I just thought maybe I didn't he he he's, he seems very intelligent. Um <laughs> Oh, I saw that. You, I predicted that. Yeah, yeah. Um, very knowledgeable guy, and not just in his little realm of uh, like influence or whatever. You know, he had fun talking to him about '80s movies and uh, everything else. Uh, really enjoyed having him on. Glad he came. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You finished the ad, right? We, we got all that. Yeah, out of yep. here. Yeah, uh, all three ads. Wrapped them up. Um, Hell yeah! I wasn't sure if we were doing another one. Nope, nope. Fresh all over. That's all of them. It's all of them. I'm on uh, episode nine of Ozark now. Oh, shit. Have you guys finished it? No, I haven't started it. I haven't started oh, it. I, I won't say anything, but suffice to say, this season is excellent so far. Everything yeah. online that I was seeing is like the penultimate episode, episode nine, is supposed to be fucking insane. Super good. And that's what I'm going to watch tomorrow evening. And so I'm, but up up through eight, awesome season. You You got to get on it. It's great. Hmm. Yeah, I, th I think I will. Um, I, I watched season two, uh, not as good as season one, but still very good. So uh, season so yeah, three is better than season two. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's what I, I read online. I, I'm on the the like movies and television and movie details subreddits a lot, seeing what mm. people think about stuff, and always looking for something new to watch. But Ozark seems like the thing to watch next. I've been like rewatching a bunch of old Star Trek and shit like that because it's like comfort food, and I really enjoy those. Like I'm watching Deep Space Nine from the beginning right now. Nice. But, uh, I've been doing yeah. that with Sonny, my, my little comfort food. I'm sure that's a comfort food show for you as well. I've seen it too many times. Oh, me seen, too, but I, yeah. I can I still love it. We watched Parks Same and Rec for, for a show like that. Parks and Rec and there's another I can't give it. Yeah, I don't know. Old stuff is fun to watch again. Community's on Netflix now. That's a brand new... Uh, uh, yeah. I've never edition. watched that show. I don't think I, I haven't have. either, but it's got a real uh, loyal fan base. Yeah, it, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. It's just a, a comedy. Yeah, so it's a group of people from different backgrounds who go to community college and form a study group, and all sorts of hijinks emerge from there. Okay, oh, okay. I might check yeah, Chevy him. Chase is in it, so I, that that's the thing that would draw me to it. So I might check that out. 
Well, he's a very funny guy. And apparently he is tremendously difficult to get along with, yeah. which makes him funnier. Is that like he's fucking Chevy Chase and so he's not putting up with your shit and he'll just be an asshole to you? Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know the, if he's an asshole in a funny way or just an asshole way, but that's the seems that's like the, an asshole way from everything really? I've always ever read. Yeah. Okay. Like 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 Edward Norton levels of I'm a piece of shit. But so I'm disappointed to hear that about Ed Norton. You told me that recently. Like I didn't I've know he was too, yeah. an absolute terror to work with. Otherwise, he'd probably be in more shit because he's great. Yeah, last thing I saw him in, I think, was Birdman. Yeah, and I that movie was good, but it wasn't. I don't know. It didn't blow they me. They told us it was a ten, and it was really a seven. Like that's my take on Birdman. Yeah, it was. It kept good. me entertained the whole time. I felt like it was. Missing something. I don't know. Like, it didn't end with the message I was looking for. Maybe I didn't get it. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I loved it. I loved it. It, it, I rank it really high. Um, Probably a nine. I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. It's sort of jerking itself off a little bit with the theater stuff. And I, but I didn't mind that. You know, they're all, they're all actors who love their craft. And it's a movie uh, to some extent based in a world of that. And I, I liked it. I liked his whole, I liked the, that it was a little bit like what Michael Keaton probably actually went through in his personal life. Cause you know, he was Batman back in the day, back when Batman was whatever. And then in the modern, in the 21st century where Marvel and DC are these massive properties and there, and who's going to be Batman is a giant story. And, and uh, he's like, well, shit, I, 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 I was, I was Batman. Nobody really cared too much. Nobody though. gave a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Which he was a good Batman. Batman. He wasn't in the Iceman one, was he? No, no, he was in the Tim Burton Batman, the first one. Who was the one that got crippled? Crippled. Oh, that's Christian. Christopher Bale. Reeve. That's that's she... Superman. Oh well, that, that, okay. That reveals how little I know yeah, about Taylor, you're Christ Almighty. <laughs> I don't know anything about superhero movies. I know, I but like. I knew a, I knew I knew one of the something men. It's like, well, well, Christian Bale gets crippled in the right? third Batman yeah, yeah. movie, so I jumped to that. But you're like, no, 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 Christopher Reeve. Yeah, yeah. And look, wait a minute, he actually got crippled. Like, like riding like, a horse. If people don't know, uh, Christopher Reeve was into equestrian activities, and he fell off his horse and got uh, he was quadriplegic, I think. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. was like it wasn't even the, the yeah. It was like from like the the top of his mouth down. It was so bad. Yeah, it he was, was so fucked up. And also, something about him, like, he was like a handsome Superman action star, like... 6'4", or something, big dude. It, it it just seemed like a fall or far, fall from grace. Did I say that right? A further fall from grace than it would be for, like, a regular dude. Sure. Yeah. Sure. If, you know, the guy played Jimmy Olsen got crippled, nobody'd care. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he died early. I don't know how old he made it. Well, thank God. Maybe. Yeah, oh, it, oh! These juxtaposed pictures of him as Superman, and then him looking like uh, Professor X, but dead. <laughs> oh, Professor X! He wishes he was Professor X. He, he looks so bad. The uh, the South Parks with him in them. Have you ever seen those where he's sucking on the fetuses literally <laughs> to get? He's cracking fetuses he's open, stronger, <laughs> <laughs> getting the stem cells out. Oh, oh my god! Th- that one I just linked to you. He looks like the guy from Hannibal. Who got fucked up? Uh, yeah, from, the verger. Like, yeah, verger. Based. Yeah, yeah, verger. Exactly. It's like I'm not. I'm just want to capture Hannibal and fuck him up because he ate my lips and I look like. You'd be surprised what an yeah. eight year old boy will do for a candy bar. 
That's good. That's good. I like. <laughs> I haven't seen it long enough to remember the quotes, but that's good. <laughs> they would just do anything for a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there talking about his pedophilia, but of course he's got immunity. He's just sitting there yeah, right to the FBI agent's retarded. face talking yeah. about fucking the kids at his camp for for children who need I don't know wayward children or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, kids I can't think talk. of his first name, but Berger. Yeah, it's fucking great. Got a cool guy of the week competitor. Ooh, I don't know. Soccer the Maasai star. tribe's pretty cool. We'll see. Soccer star Kyle Walker caught in prostitute sex party amid coronavirus lockdown. I'm oh. listening. Um, Name's old clean. Yeah, so he brought in uh, a 21-year-old and a 24-year-old and a couple more. He paid them. Around twenty seven hundred dollars, and uh, and uh, they went down at it during the coronavirus walkdown. And what I enjoy is he didn't like deny it at all. He's like, "Hey, sorry, I'm being kind of a bad uh, quarantine mo- role model," <laughs> you know? and and that's it. I, I'm calling nonsense for this guy to even be like pulled in. Put, why is he in the New York Post right now? They got nothing to write about. Look, it's not like he. Ha- they called a sex. They literally call it a sex party. You can't have a party with three people. Mm. That's not a party to me. How many party do you need for it to be a sex? How many people do you need for? I think you need party? five four? at least. Five. I think five. For, uh, five for is the number party. For a party, you need at least five, and that's not much of a party. Let me, I'd oh, say a party, just like the digits, sh- a gathering. You know, nine or less, I'm and torn. then a threesome, three. A five people. I think I'm with Kyle in terms of a party. Right? If there's, you can't have a party with less than five people. Otherwise, it's something else a get together, a dinner, yeah, or whatever. It's a double date. But a sex party, I, for me, that number goes down. I think three people might be a sex party. That's a three way. It's just, a, that's a standard little group sex operation. All right. There's nothing, <laughs> it's not even unusual. Right? Mm. Like three, three. He's got two girls. Brazilian, by the way. I'd like to see oh. these ladies. I'd like to see these young ladies he brought on board. I'd be more about, worried about the Zika virus from them than anything. Wait, there's I, four. Where's the... F- it's uh, Kyle Walker, a male friend, and two girls. Oh. All right, well, that's a sex... That, that's more of a sex party then. If, 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 if we got... If we're, swipping, if we're swapping partners or something like that, I, I think that may, in fact, be a sex party. You swayed me. I've been okay. swaying. Okay. Right. I've been swaying. <laughs> so I, I, I linked to this. I haven't watched it. I don't know it's, if it's funny, but the the title stood out to me. It's Ugandan Policeman's Epic Rant on People Roaming Around. Hmm. And if it's anything like Kenya's response, hopefully it'll be funny. I'm interested. Are you guys ready? Yep. If it's not, we can quit it. Ready, set, play. Uh, let me tell you one thing. I am not going to be nice <laughs> to some of you motherfuckers. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. I am not going to be nice to some of you motherfuckers. Let me tell you, we have a pandemic. Coronavirus is a pandemic. Okay. Parents, can you fucking get your kids out from the street? It's fucking annoying. Some of you motherfuckers, you have your kids out there, and it's fucking 9 p.m. I just cannot understand what the fuck is wrong with some of you. <laughs> I like For this. God's sake, some of your kids are there, they are catching disease. Some of your kids are there, they are distributing your, the, uh, the disease. You fucking need to go get your kit. You know, grab their nuts. Grab their nuts. Who is that nuts? Understand? It's fucking annoying. We have thousands of doctors that 
So if you motherfucker, you have your, you know, you're having your kids. Uh, your kids are out there at the beach. They're fucking enjoying Can you fucking understand you have a state of emergency? Some of you bastards are out there. You distributing your disease. Some of these words. You catching disease. Can you fucking stay at home? Let me tell you. <laughs> when you move, coronavirus will move. When you stay, the coronavirus will go away. Can you fucking stay at home, motherfucker? I just can't fucking understand this. Some of you are fucking distributing your motherfucking disease out there. <laughs> bastards. I'm not going to be nice to none of you motherfuckers. Stay at home. <laughs> we have nurses who are sacrificing there. We have doctors who are fucking sacrificing there. Some of you motherfuckers are just rubbing on the street just like a motherfucker. Bastards. Sacrificing there. It's okay. fucking annoying. Stay at home for God's sake, Jesus Christ. I just gonna understand what the fuck is wrong with some of you parents. Go and get your fucking kids. <laughs> Rub them on their them. Beat them up. Grab them. Grab them and beat them up. You know what? Uh oh, Wait oh no! Let me see you outside. I'll put a bullet in your ass. Let me just fucking see you outside. <laughs> was his finger on the trigger? Did he has poor firearm safety? Well, the, the gun was unloaded. So what we've learned this evening is if we want to get this quarantine under control, we need some Masahi tribe Kenyans and some fucking Ugandan policemen mm. to grab bring, them by the bring them over here, them grab them by their nuts, throw them inside. <laughs> Yeah, that guy, that guy may have, I don't know. I don't know. He didn't actually smack anyone. I'm still giving it to the tribesmen going around whipping people. He's still cool guy of the week, but this guy's coming I still like the dad whipping the pedophile's ass. That's good, but just the sheer shock of those Kenyans getting smacked was hilarious. I'm a big fan of the guy who threw the sex party during the pandemic quarantine. Wow, we are split. Mm -hmm. A three-way split. Leave a comment below with who is the actual cool guy of the week. Is it... The pedophile beater upper? Is it the Ugandan policeman? Is it the Maasai tribe? Is it what did you say again, Kyle? What was your suggestion? His cool was the, the pedophile the pedophile beater oh, upper. Pedophile Mine okay. was the um the guy who threw the sex party with the two prostitutes in the his sex party. party guy. That's who it is. Yeah, <clears throat> Kyle Walker. I got some P uh some uh, uh Patreon questions. Uh, oh, yeah. Ask us, yeah, yeah. You want to ask us these questions? Out. It's ten bucks a month. Just sign up below. We we try to get to as many of them as possible. At least the good ones. Some Along with have. video PKN and early sports and much more. Kyle, what do you got? Mm -hmm. Some of you have learning disabilities. But that's I'll suck okay. your dick. Wait. If the, if, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for Kyle. As a complete stoner myself, I'm curious. What was your preferred way to, what your preferred way to burn was? I like the lingo. I'm a joint man myself. Um, definitely, uh, definitely concentrate, right? Like definitely concentrate like uh, wax or shatter or something like that at a, off of like a titanium nail with a nice percolating bubbler to cool everything off. Maybe throw some ice in there. It's nice if it's 24, 27 inches long, something like that, because it is so, so harsh. Um, yeah. Joints, man. If you're smoking a lot of joints a day, you're going to be coughing so much. That's so much like actual like, Paper being paper. burnt and plant matter being burnt, uh, like going into your lungs, like like I, that wouldn't be for me. Like 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 I don't even like joints. Period, because they are they can be a little harsh. Um, blunts are are even worse, even more harsh in my opinion. Like I'm not opposed to either of those things, but if I if I was gonna like take a hit and be like, oh, I'm a little stoned now. But if you're talking about being like an all day stoner, 
that's kind of how you described yourself. Um, I can't imagine being like that with joints. Whereas with, with wax, it's like, you're, I feel like you're doing less damage to get more high. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. like probably not good to put anything superheated into your lungs. It definitely isn't. So like the safest way would obviously be to like have one of those e-vapes or something like that, where it's cool going into your system or do edibles. But I like to smoke and I like to, I really like concentrate because you're getting so much bang for your buck, so much bang for like the discomfort. Cause you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty uncomfortable, like taking a hit of that stuff. If you're not really used to it, you're going to cough a lot. Your, your eyes Just are going to be tears is the way to go. I think yeah. you're all being kind of lightweights. That's why I inject my marijuana plants. And just that... fucking <laughs> throw them in the blender and the magic bullet. Throw them in the blender, add them some up. water, put them in a syringe, and it do looks it like hardcore. pesto. Yeah. It looks like pesto. Yeah. <laughs> got that turkey baster syringe, just filling it up with pesto. If you're not doing well, the risky thing about what Kyle's like, injectable uh, devil's not, lettuce, then well. not necessarily risky, but like if you. Like I have friends who smoke nothing but those like hyper concentrated pens, yeah. you know, where you put a uh, wax in there and then it like melts it down and you, you take a puff and they are like, like, if they're at a party or something and someone's like, dude, I got a joint or, oh, I'm going to pack a bowl with flour. They'll literally be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to waste your weed because my tolerance is so high that I would need to smoke all of that and probably two more to get where I need to go. And yep. so that seems like, like for that reason, it seems like like the optimal thing to do is just smoke flour out of glass. Like I keep your tolerance with it. I don't know. I, you know more than I do. Well, it depends on what you're going to smoke, right? Like like it, it depends on the level how much you're going to smoke because you do build a tolerance. It, it's probably it's most economical to be taking tolerance breaks for one thing. At least you know maybe for two weeks take take at least three or four days off or something like that to kind of keep your tolerance in check. Maybe every month take a week or two off and you and you'd really be saving some money. But I don't know. It it, it would you nailed it what you said with like but the same is true with the flour like if you just keep smoking more and more and more flour you can get to the point where you need to smoke the entire bowl and then two bowls back to back and then yeah, three bowls back enough. to back and it's like well, shit three bowls back to back doesn't do it i'm just coughing my lungs up but i'm not even that stoned really i don't know with the concentrate you're smoking like 90 something percent pure thc and you can you can decide how much you want you know get your get your get your dabber and just put a twirly what you can put a fucking gram on that motherfucker and just keep going and going and going and, and that's going to get anybody high the the look of a dab rig especially with that torch on it yeah very intimidating it's a little to, intimidating to someone who's like yeah, you know i, I kind of like just uh just regular pot just, yeah. just you're the like regular uh, kind the, not the really scary kind with the torch <laughs> I, I pulled out the apparatus and taylor's like well, uh, could you help me do this? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll do the hard part. <laughs> Kyle literally did. We were on that trip, and he pulled out this fucking, you know, you know Rube Goldberg machine that's <laughs> hook up, and I, I had to like have him help me out with it in Colorado, where I was just like, I, I, I don't know what to do, but I know I'm gonna get. And it was one of those. I still remember. I remember because you were telling me like, now don't hit this like you would a bong, and you started putting it in there, and I started hitting it like I would a bong and I got and you're like okay I, ooh, uh, maybe a little too much maybe a little too much <laughs> I, I hit that and that was that was the hit that we went back we sat at that folding table and we got our magic cards out and that was when fucking uh, maybe Chiz asked me what 
trample meant. And I had that like slow down brain thing where I'm like, it means that the damage runs over whatever the toughness of the creature attacked is. And in my head, it was like that slow. And then yeah. like, like a, like a movie, like, like in saving private Ryan, when he's walking around, picking up the arms and then something goes yeah, snaps back to reality. Then I was good to go. It was like, man, that, that was pretty neat. You just we have to gotta push get past off the, the beach. We gotta get off the beach. That's what it was. And then once I was off the beach, I was like, okay, now I'm feeling wonderful and I can do what I need to do. But that was, whew, that was that was too much pot for me. Yeah, it's real strong, and that's why it can be kind of economical. Like like it, it, if you're not a rugged, I was high for six hours after that hit. My, my tolerance was on another level. I, I know. 40, 30, 40 minutes, and it's like, ah, oh, we really need to pack that bad boy up again, huh, boys? <laughs> and everybody's looking at me all glassy-eyed. <laughs> no, what? Animal. <laughs> did, did we smoke 20 minutes ago or three days ago? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> it's so fucking potent. It's so fucking potent. You gotta be careful with it. It's, it could be dangerous, I guess. I mean, you're not gonna, like, OD or anything, yeah. but... But you'll, you'll, you'll have think a bad you're gonna time. die. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I never had a bad time smoking it, but um, people have a I'll bad always... time with pot sometimes, right? There's such a thing yeah. as too high, which I don't get. I don't, I, I don't know, but it, it like mm -hmm. sounds like too rich or too good looking or you know too high. I don't know, but yeah, uh, it's it's like it's like that part of your brain that's normally like locked into the bowl of your cranium and programming thing things. It's like it fell and tipped over and it's dangling yeah. out the back of your head. And like, like, like there's just a couple wires keeping it connected to like your spinal cord. And you're just like uh, now operating at 4% power. Like, yeah. That'll do. Yeah. That'll do. <laughs> I can do 4%. Okay. No, what yes. a good comparison. It's, it'd be like uh, being too, well, it's not as intense as being too drunk, but like being too drunk. Like, the thing like about I'm sure during drunk. a drinking episode in the past, Woody, there have been at least slivers of time during the episodes where you're like, man, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm feeling nice. I'm feeling good. More of this would make me feel more better. <laughs> and then, and then another bottle of wine or whatever it was, you drank that one time and you were like, Oh, I, if I could kill myself, I would. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't want to be here. So it's kind of like that. Like so you're, just way over you're right. Room. There's a perfect amount of drunk. That's just fun. And, Brightens the mood, social lubricant, and everything's enjoyable, mm -hmm. and and boring things are more fun, right? That that there's a proper level of drunk there. More drunk is also fun. Maybe you're sloppy, maybe you're being dumb and uninteresting to people around you, but you inside are having a good time. The yeah. problem with me <laughs> is that more drunk also coincides with really sick, uh, and mm -hmm. I have a hard time. I'm, I've never been good at getting that happy level of drunk that doesn't feed into sick. Even the, a happy level, I rarely ever spend any time in the good zone without finding time in the sick. Well, it sucks for you because the only time you ever drink is when we're doing drinking episodes. Yeah, I haven't and so, had like, I'm sure drop you since could, the last you episode. You could sit down and have a dinner with Jackie, say, for instance, and you're having your chicken and you, you have a nice glass of wine. And you have a glass or two of wine, and you would get to that like, whew, I am feeling good. But you never experience that because you don't have to drink a third or fourth glass. Like all of your drinking is like, oh, Woody, are you in that fun time? Well, guess what? We're ringing the bell. You got to drink again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always. Uh, yeah. You're in a hot rod, just 
Oh, look, that was the fun time, man. There, we're gone. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. There, there it is up there in the rear view. See you the later. The show kicks Woo! off with like, let's, <laughs> let's right off the top just get past Woody's fun zone, right? Yeah, let's yeah, all do just, that. Do, <laughs> that would be yeah. a fun little experiment for you. Like you and Jackie buy a bottle of wine, which never happens in your home. You agree to split it over dinner and you just kind of see where you are. We may have never purchased a bottle of wine in our a married life. Jesus. That's what I'm saying. It would be a fun yeah. experiment. I mean, it Seeing happened like, obviously with the sponsor, but yeah, we don't, yeah. let's just, I don't, when I, if I go to an alcohol store, it feels like a sex shop to me. An like, alcohol store. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know when he's not bullshitting you. call it the alcohol store. <laughs> okay. Because of the alcohol like, like Whenever gonna... I go to the marijuana emporium, I'm <laughs> <just> lost. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, there's all these like bad drinks around here. You know, like, should I That's be how ashamed? I feel when I walk into like Total Wine or something. And I'll, I don't know anything about wine, really. I, I know that I like red more than white, but like I'll be walking through one of the 50 aisles trying to find a bottle of wine and someone will be like do you need any help sir and no matter what i'm looking for i always feel compelled to be like oh no i'm fine when in reality i'm like what does port mean and where do i find it like is what color is that what's a left what's a good brand on a ship you know but a port is a dessert wine ah, you know, after dinner as you're watching it was Ozark. the opposite of starboard so yes it is a starboard. i have another one uh what piece of media that you remember very fondly as a child but you've since revisited only to realize that it's not at all how you remember it. Similar Ooh. to how Taylor went to Chuck E. Cheese for pizza. Now, I, if I may jump in, because I've been considering it for the last couple of minutes, man, there's a movie <clears throat> that I loved as, when I was five years old. It was my world. And that movie is He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, star starring Dolph mm -hmm. Lundgren. Seen it. And and uh, what's her name from Friends? Um, the the brunette. What's her name? Um, Courtney oh, Cox, maybe. Uh, Courtney Cox. Uh, yeah. She's in there too. Yeah, might be her first role. <laughs> <laughs> it as a kid, I was like, I had the He Man sword, and like when you hit stuff with it, it made sound effects like, <laughs> and He Man would would go, I have the power of the universe, and I would do that at five years old. I'd be on top of the dining room table. I have the power. <laughs> <laughs> mom would be like get that off then i'd be like <laughs> cracker with the fucking sword i love that shit those swords were like sold out that christmas it was a big fucking deal he-man was huge uh he-man toys came before the movie if you can even envision a scenario like that they made toys and they were like hey we should make a movie about these toys <laughs> really not the other way around yeah hmm. so i went and i watched that shit like a year ago i watched he-man and the masters of the universe. It is an abomination of a movie. It is awful. Did you watch it repeatedly as a kid? I'm asking in a roundabout way. Did your parents have to sit through that movie repeatedly as their um, son? Well, I had my own TV in my room mm, and like and VHS okay. and stuff like that. And there were movies that like I watched repeatedly over and over. Problem Child was one of those. Uh, uh, I, I, lo I love that movie about the little uh, you know, kid who was just being a real piece of shit. Um, but but no, and, uh, you know, things like Ghostbusters and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, those are the ones I watched on repeat. This one I probably watched like four or five times a year as a kid, like when I was five or something. That's so, not even like, that much for a kid, yeah. Yeah, it, like, like there are kids who like watch the same shit every day when they get home from school. You know, they'll, they'll rewatch the same movie a hundred times. But it's awful it's awful looking and it's i kind of feel bad that it's awful i was like oh, i wanted to be as good as 
what I remembered as a five-year-old. And it's just not. Yeah. I feel it. something for me mm-hmm. like that was blank check. Mm-hmm. That movie. Do you remember yep. blank check? Yep. yep. Came out. I just checked, came out in 1994. And so I obviously saw it later. Cause I was like three years old. And when I saw that and it was like some, someone gave, I, I have so few memories of the movie itself. When someone gave this kid a check, a blank check, he took it on his computer and typed in like different amounts onto it and was like he one million dollars, million dollars. Mm-hmm. and then he took a printed out check with a million dollars on it and cashed it and within like 30 minutes of the movie he's got butlers he's got a fucking <laughs> slide coming out of his house he's got bounce houses he's got cotton candy machines and i remember watching that at like five and six being like this guy's got it figured out <laughs> <laughs> and then later it was like wait you can't do that you can't take a check, scan it, put your own information in in Times New Roman, and then take it to the bank. It was like a very specific scenario that allowed that to go down. Like like the account, like the 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 account that the money came out out of, they had like stolen that money, and the bankers were expecting someone to come and like get that money that day. They're like, "Don't worry, someone's coming to pick up the cash." And then this kid showed up, and he's like, "You?" He's like, "Yep, it's me." And he's like, <laughs> sir um he like calls the guy he's like, he's like your agent is here are, are, you're sure you want me to give the money to him you give him that fucking money i don't want to talk about this again he's like all right all right he's just like, he's just like here's your million dollars little boy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that, that movie as a kid was so cool because see like i remember in kindergarten like a million dollars to a child is so that's such a number that you, it doesn't make any sense. It's just it's just infinite. It, it's infinite to a child. The same way that I remember talking to a couple girls and a couple guys in my kindergarten class. We're all fucking five or whatever. And a topic of conversation was like, do you think so and so's family is worth a hundred dollars? And we'd be <laughs> like <laughs> You think we'd be going to this school if they had a hundred dollars to spend? No, there's no way, you know, uh, Ruth's parents have a hundred dollars. And they'd be like, Taylor, do you think your parents have a hundred dollars? I'm like, probably not, man. A hundred? A full, like, that's how, you know how it is, like how money works. No, that sounds a little retarded to me. Well, it wasn't just me. We (laughs) did. Well, when you're in the special ed class, I'm sure a lot of that goes around. This doesn't like, fit this. You think your family's worth a hundred dollars? Like I'm not. I I, <laughs> I I don't think what you're saying doesn't fit the question <laughs> entirely. But Star Wars was the movie I came up with as a child. I remember ah. Star Wars being about space cowboys, an action movie with sword fighting and starship battles and the the womp rats or whatever that they shot. And the, <laughs> it was training his shield womp rats. That's why he was so good at hitting the exhaust port on the Death Star and and and, and like a, a real action movie. As an adult, I watch it. My goodness, they spent a lot of time about bureaucratic inefficiencies, leadership being unable to make commanding calls, senates disagreeing and voting or something. <laughs> and it's like the, the action is actually few and far between in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I won't shit on Star Wars for the hundredth time. Uh, everybody knows how I feel about Star Wars. I think it's bad. I think it's bad. I have a different. You know something time. that holds up. I saw Lord of the, the first Lord of the Rings, I guess, and I was like 11 or 12. This is 19 years ago. Holds up. Yep. 19 yeah. years old, that movie. It's amazing. Have you guys paid attention to Valorant at all? Don't know what that is. 
I know it's a game because I've seen people streaming it, but I don't know what it's about. Okay, so Valorant is a game. It's very similar to CSGO. Uh, people say it's a cross between CSGO and Overwatch because it's kind of cartoony graphics. And um, the cartoony graphics work. Like, there's... I'm not, a, I'm not a deep expert in this, but, like, the smoke in CSGO has, like, funny edges, and sometimes one guy can see better than the other one. In Valorant, it's it's smoke, but it's very defined where the smoke starts and stops. It's it's like a force shield of contained smoke, and it, it works well for a competitive shooter where you need it to be really balanced and accurate. The movement looks just like CSGO. The crosshairs on the screen, it it's precise. It's a competitive shooter, and it's big right now. I remember Kyle introduced us to, is it Apex Legends? Is that the yes. game? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, this thing is a big story right now because uh, this many people are playing it in such a short period of time. Valorant has had 1.2 million people were watching it on Twitch concurrently. Wow. Yeah. And this, I couldn't find the number right, but I think someone told me one of the streams individually had 667,000 people watching it. And it was oh, are these the Asian streamers? Like, is it popular in Korea or something? Uh, I don't know where they were coming from. It's in closed beta right now. So Weird. the only way to really learn about this game is to see other people play it on Twitch. You can yeah, watch... There's 856,000 viewers right now on Twitch. Yeah, that's really Huge. big, right? Like, what's Call of Duty by comparison? So the big, the second biggest is Call of Duty Warzone, and that's 129,000. Okay, yeah, so seven, eight times bigger. And... um uh, yeah, so it's just a big thing now. People are asking me if I'm going to play it. I don't know. It doesn't look like it's well-suited. It looks like it's for people whose mouse and keyboard skills are elite. That oh, looks like shit. the kind of person okay. who play well at it. But um, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. It's, it's in closed beta right now. They're just testing it, getting some feedback from the streaming all-stars, and it has everybody's attention. It may replace CSGO as the competitive shooter for the next 15 years, perhaps. Hmm. We'll see. Well, there is one channel, I guess Summit One G. Maybe that's the company that made it. Summit's a streamer. He's very popular. Oh, okay. Well, he's got seven two hundred and seventy-one thousand people watching him right now. <clears throat> I think Christ, is it? Yeah, it's made by Riot Games, who's made it, and a lot of people call it a CS:GO ripoff. I don't know if that's fair. All games are derivative of each other. At it some looks point. a lot like CS:GO, but cartoony, right? It's like an Overwatch CS:GO ish. It's a little more cartoony. Um, not like full on Overwatch mode. Your summit won't mind if we pimp his stream, right? This guy does not need any pimping. Holy fuck! <laughs> I guess I'm just you know we're gonna show his stream. Four point seven eight million followers. Well, he's not on Twitch. actually playing right now. Like like he's in a menu is, or something. Oh, he's in a menu. Yeah, and he's got over a quarter million people in here. I'm gonna see yeah. if um, anyone's playing right now. That's not my cup of tea as you would say i i, I don't really like uh csgo I, i've never really been into that that it, it just seems like everybody else had such a head start uh on that game i like when a new game comes out and it kind of does its own thing uh the way apex legends and the way PUBG did when it first came out, i felt and even the way uh tarkov has seemed to feel like like tarkov's not all that different in the gunplay than a lot of the other games that i played it, like if anything it's much more forgiving I'm told Tarkov is a little Arma-like. I didn't play Arma, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I played a little bit of Arma, and I played a lot of the mods, like uh, Overpock and stuff like that. Um, a little bit. I, th I think the gun plays a lot better, honestly, in Tarkov. Arma always felt real weird to me. Like, you didn't have good feedback of what your weapon looked and felt like with what was actually happening downrange. 
but having played so much COD and so much P uh, PUBG and uh, even a little bit of um, Apex Legends, like the gunplay in uh, Tarkov has always felt kind of easy. Not easy because everybody can do the same thing as, as me, but like not all that difficult as far as recoil control because I've, I've played some games where recoil control is so fucking hard. It's so fucking hard in Rust. It's mm -hmm. so hard in Rust. That's the hardest gunplay I've ever had. I feel uh, like experience. in... Tarkov, it's not controllable. You can get a gun that has less recoil and, and do well. If you have a gun like a scav gun that has tons of recoil and blasts all over, it, it'll shoot across like three body widths. And it's not a thing that you can control with your mouse. It's just that wide. Are you, are you disagreeing? I feel like you are in your... No, not necessarily. I, I think you can control it to some extent, but a lot of the guns, no, you can't control it. And you're, you're much better... Like, like, you're much better off hitting the headshot with the shitty gun than you are trying to, like, Put control the fire. recoil yeah. and, and hit the guy five, six times. Because especially with those, sh if you've picked up a shitty gun in raid, the ammo is often shitty, too. And yeah, so it yeah. won't even matter if you can control the mm -hmm. recoil. They might tank five, six. They might tank ten shots. With the low-end gun, the meta becomes full auto is for when you're standing right next to him. Single fire is the only way to... Hit a kill a guy from across the map because full auto across the map literally will go anywhere. There's no telling. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, there was a. That's I why just, PUBG. I talked over you for a second. Yeah, I, I wanted to say that we're watching Doctor Lupo right now on his Twitch stream just to give you an idea what Valorant looks like in case you've never seen it. And uh, I was hoping that if I pimped him and said kind things, he would never copyright strike us. Go go follow him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I um. That, that game doesn't look like it's for me. It, it, in fact, it's just not. That, that's not something that I would enjoy. I'm guessing it's round-based like CSGO too, and maybe there's a currency system where you're like upgrading your weapons and gear as you go. Yes and yes. They made an interesting improvement to the <clears throat> currency system. Like uh, if you're crushing it and I'm not, then we don't even need Discord. I can request a weapon, say, hey, I wish I had this. And, and you might say, all right, yeah. You know, I'd rather have Woody with the proper gun than just watch him continue to suck and not help his team. Yeah. Um, and uh, and there's there's shields you can buy different levels. But, uh, on the screen right now is an example of what like a smoke effect might look like. You can see how it's really on and off and the same for everyone looking at it. There's nothing subtle about where the edges are. And competitive guys seem to think that's a good idea. Would you like me to? Look yeah, it what definitely I'm is. At? I got it. Um. So uh, I don't. It, we'll see if it replaces CS:GO. I think it has a chance, and I find it interesting that like. Am I wrong? CSGO is the middle of the competitive shooter world, and it has been for a long time. Other games have come and gone, but CSGO has always been the, the big deal, I think. And it might... Yeah, I, <clears throat> you know, there will be games that are like a big deal in my little world, mm -hmm. but it's like, then you find out that, oh, this other game is 50 times bigger that you've never even heard of. It, it has its own little community. So I, I don't know. I know CSGO has, has been a perennial uh, like, you know, leader as far as uh, competitive and players online and all that stuff. Whereas so many other things have come and gone. So I don't know. These characters have different special abilities, kind of overwatchy. And mm -hmm. uh, it's like, this guy does what? She has a bow and arrow that goes through a wall or this person has that so crazy. And, but they don't have grenades. And if you think about it, a throwable death that is a grenade just kind of a different sort of superpower than these superpowers. Just because they look cartoony with lightning bolts and such doesn't make them like way different than a uh, grenade, for example. And yeah. the people who play it say they're ultras or whatever they are, the alts. 
are not the way people kill each other. <laughs> if you want to be dominant in this game, it's about clicking on the other guy's head. Yeah, that's what I saw in the little bit I watched just a moment ago. Right, <clears throat> excuse me. Right now, what I'd like to play is like a cooperative campaign. <clears throat> I wish there was something like that out. I guess Halo, uh, the first part of that, that is out, but that's not really what I want to do. I don't want to replay something I've played before. I'd like a completely new thing. You know, I'd like something that's either fantasy or sci-fi with uh, some RPG elements and cooperative campaign. I'd like to do that. Uh, I wish Doom were was co-op campaign because Doom was so much fun. I, I beat it two or three times or something How's like that. How's the multiplayer? Do you, I, when I last asked oh, you, Oh, it you looks had... very unbalanced. Oh. Um, so it, it's mean? not even... So Doom multiplayer, you might think, oh, it's the Doom Slayer versus a team of Doom Slayers. And, yeah. No. <laughs> it's a Doom Slayer versus demons, and uh, and and other and human beings are playing as the demons. But do you have to try and beat a super powerful computer? No, no, no. You, it's, one person gets assigned as the king, the god. You get to be the Doom Slayer guy, and then a couple of other players they're playing as demons, and you're versing each other. But the thing is, the Doom Slayer is incredibly powerful, and he has pretty much all of his abilities from the campaign. And the demons seem to be like powered down uh, quite a bit from what they were like in the game. So you really need a lot of teamwork uh, to, to be able to take him down. I think it's two demons that you're versing, plus a bunch of AI demons like mixed in. Uh, but I've only watched a little bit of it, so I'm not 100% on that. And it just doesn't look like something I'd want to do. You think you're done with Tarkov? I you've been uh, not playing um, I, I'll probably wait till the next wipe, which mm. I would guess is coming in a month, maybe two. Yeah, rumors I'm, I'm, too, but yeah, I feel, I feel like I beat it. I, I, you know, I've, I've done everything I can do. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, if there were some accomplishments that I wanted to get, it would. You know, I, I killed all the bosses. I've, 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 I've like killed them. I've killed Gluhar and all of his boys. Single. There's nothing new for you there, basically. There's nothing new, and I've got so much money that like losing doesn't really hurt me anymore. I don't care if I lose or win. So there's no stakes anymore, and that's what really makes that game a lot of fun to me is the stakes involved. So uh, when the wipe happens and I'm broke again and I, I'm, I've got eight bottles of water and four mm -hmm. PM pistols and a bunch of bullshit ammunition and like one backpack that I hope I don't lose, it'll be a lot more fun again. So I, I'll yeah. jump back on it when it wipes probably. I'm approaching <clears throat> where you left off. So I, are you level 44? Does that sound right? Sure. Something like that. Something like that. I'm 42. And uh, um, it, I'm enjoying this part of it as well. Like... Uh, yeah, the, the anxiety and the gear fear and the, oh my God, I hope I don't leave. Or if I left with this stuff, it would be life-changing. That's kind of gone. It's okay to die now because I have enough money to stock the next character. And, you know, I have 50 GPUs in my Bitcoin farm. Imagine it could run Crisis. And uh, uh, so money's not a big problem. But I also kind of like that. There's another aspect of the game where I get to play and just enjoy it and run good weapons if i feel like yeah. running good weapon i can run any loadout i want i can have a, a meta op one or i can do a budget run whatever i think will be more fun or maybe more stream worthy um yeah so i yeah. it's nice to play it's almost cod like you know where deaths aren't quite as painful there's yeah. something to be said for that yeah, so I, I'm definitely looking forward to the wipe. Oh, and if the cultists launch, mm. if they launch a new thing, I'll, I'll jump back on for that too. Check it out. Yeah. If they throw something like big in, game-changing in, I'll definitely come back for that. Obviously, the last thing they did was change the weight system, and I don't like that. Right. I think they're going to retool that. 
I hope um, so. Weird how slow it is. I'm excited like- for the fucking uh, new Age of Empires to come out at some point. Ooh, that'll be a lot of fun. I, I are you being sarcastic or would you play that? No, I'd be down for some real time strategy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Age of Empires was so much fun. Like I can't wait for them to release. When's it next do? One. It's one of those things where it was a year ago I was talking about it, and uh, they still haven't set a date to my knowledge, and so it, it could be even late this year or next year. Speaking of set a date, ever to release RTS games, which makes sense. They're really complex, they're huge and complex, and they're annoying. Like I can't imagine how much went into making Total War Warhammer Two. It's just bananas. The amount yeah. of little stats and the little every map has to be kind of balanced, even though it's meant to be kind of random, like terrain. It's just. Yeah, so I like work. strategy games a lot, um, and it doesn't matter if it's real time or turn based. Really, I I, I like both. Uh, I love Civilization, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, but I I also love um, uh, Warhammer. You know, I love Warhammer a lot. And when we played Age of Mythology, I loved that shit. That was a, yeah. that was a ton of fun. Age of Mythology and Warhammer have such good lore. Like that's why it's fun. Well, I guess Age of Mythology lore is just ancient Greek and Roman and Egyptian and Norse gods. And yeah. I don't think there were any Celtic stuff. Yeah, pretty no. much. No, no. That would have been a great expansion pack, though, to throw Thor and Odin and all that in there. Wasn't there? Well, no, they have that. Celtics? It's uh, the ones okay. that came with it are Norse, Egyptian, Greek, Oh, Norse is and, oh, I uh, Atlantean. Yeah, that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Celtic would be whatever what Irish deal? people believe in. I don't know. Yeah, Druid. Some, some dru- yeah, Druid. That sounds right. Some Leprechauns, maybe. I don't a think Leprechaun so. uh, general. Yeah, maybe they should have like thrown cows. Christianity in there too. Like, 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 <laughs> like, like have Christ, ha, build your Christ, get him yeah. in there, have him, have him fucking healing your troops up. Make all the oh water shit, support. Samson's about to hit the right flank. And just, <laughs> oh, that, if you have Jesus, you don't his... need bridges; they just march Dude, across. <laughs> biblical total war. That would be so cool. Moses parts the the waters. Yeah, he, he forces troops apart so he could sneak in a cavalry unit and do some cause some carnage. That'd be cool. Jesus, gets take everyone notes, Warhammer drunk. people. You thought that was water, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> we used to sing this song in Sunday school, and it was like, can your hero walk on water? Can he make the blind man see? And I'm just like, y'all need to read some comics. Like, <laughs> the answer is yeah. Yeah, you're an Aquaman asshole? Come on. Yeah. Jesus can't shoot laser beams out of his eyes. And see him he fly even once. Keep from getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's regular so, people. That's the way it goes. Oh, this is. I wanted to ask you this, Woody. So you, you always talk about your 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 parents and everything. Mm. And you 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 mentioned something about their. I got, I think you it was either in private or before mentioned their response to Corona wasn't as intense as you would have liked. Like still going to church and stuff. Does that sound right? Or not are, any, are they? They're definitely much not locked? going to church. Yeah, they're they're in the quarantine. They're locked thing down properly okay, right now. Good. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going yeah. on cruises or any of that. Oh, why not? They are um, exercising. They go out. My mother, like, mm. I guess there's a park where she can sit, like, on a different bench than a friend and get a you little know, walk her dogs. And my yeah, dad's... we're on lockdown. And I'm sorry, cut ride you. his bike. Go ahead. We're on lockdown, obviously in Georgia, and uh, but one of the things we can do is still like exercise. So you can go jog. You can uh, you can go to the 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 gas station, the bank, uh, the grocery store, the pharmacy, places like that. Mm-hmm. It, but it's so open that I'm just like, when you just lie, they pull you over and you're like, where are you heading? Fucking grocery store. Which one? I don't know. One of those up there. The, the like, closest like, one. Yeah, the closest one. You just the drove past that one. This way. 
their produce sucks. <laughs> like, 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 I mean, it, it feels like you've got it out no matter where yeah, they well, get We've you. got a Maasai tribesman who doesn't believe you. So. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Tumbo, we got a troublemaker up here. Oh, what you bastard. You want to grab him by the nuts and pull him back inside. It is at the 9 p.m. What the matter, you motherfuckers? He was so stuck on the time of day. Why is quarantine more important at night? I don't know. I don't know. Well, if they're out after 9 p.m., it's got to be recreational. I think that's what I take from it. It's like, you know, they're not working. Okay. We don't have electricity here. Watching our freedoms get taken away in real time. Like this, this isn't coming back. Like, I, was the the Patriot Act even George W's like, yeah, as soon as this is done, we're going to get rid of this nonsense. No more of that. It's like, no, no, no. That no, was the still here. first Obama disappointment for me. I thought that he would, like, reel back some of the surveillance that was in the Patriot Act. Doubled down. That was uh, that was the thing I didn't like. Um, yeah, he, he was the worst. He's like, you know, I was looking at the Patriot Act and not nearly comprehensive enough. The worst so far. Trump hasn't reeled it back at all. It's getting worse right now. I know. He should. He's not going to. Uh, None of them are going to. They're adding more cameras and facial recognition so they can track COVID patients, supposedly. They're not going to back it off if if COVID dies down. There's no way. They're never going to like eventually track people for their online activity or their beliefs or, you know, things. Never. Inconceivable. Right. That won't be. No, um, they'll, they'll throw that power away as soon as it's outlived its usefulness. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, it, I have had this thought. Like, it's almost good that it's a Republican president under Corona because I just know they'd be beating the drum of how the liberals are trying to control you if the Democrats tried to quarantine you. Uh, whereas Fox News won't say the same thing. Remember Emperor Obama signing executive orders? You never hear that anymore, right? Now it's okay to sign executive orders. We celebrate it. I only ever really heard that from Fox. Like right. Fox clips. But they don't say it about Trump. But not for like CBS, Fox. NBC, ABC, MSNBC, CNN. I agree. Really it was just Fox it. fussing about uh, executive orders. And now no one's fussing about it. Uh, if They should be. If Obama tried to quarantine people, they would go bonkers about it. So I thought that. But now I'm like, ah, maybe we need a good bonkers every so often just so that rights don't go away too quickly. Yeah, I doesn't seem like there's any good solution for this. Like we, we kind of, and there are still people out there. I wish that fucking guy, Bill Mitchell hadn't blocked me on Twitter because he, he's like this neocon fucking retard okay. who like was doing that thing where he was like, Hey, and, and uh, Mr. Medicare, his Twitter uh, does his own. We should get him on again. Cause he's like been anally following the whole Corona thing. Like every little step of the way as he does. And this guy, like the, this, the timeline of his tweets where it's like there's only two people in the u.s with coronavirus we should be more freaked out about the flu and then like two fast forward two months and he's like okay so if fewer than two hundred thousand people die of coronavirus can we just agree trump is the greatest president of all time and it's like how quickly you move how quickly you move coronavirus was real or not was a partisan issue at first so dumb yeah, and it was like it's not a partisan issue. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think early on that I recognized how big a deal it was. But I'm not supposed to be smart. Yeah, I tell dick I jokes. I don't think any of us did on YouTube. But it's yeah. not our responsibility to recognize it. Right, right. It, there were people who really knew Bill Burr, North Carolina senator, selling his like cruise and hotel stocks. It was their responsibility to sound the alarm instead of just dumping their investments. Those people are not going to get in trouble. They should be in fucking jail. 
Yeah. All those those politicians who were dumping stocks and passing little notes around to each other, they should be in fucking jail. Most of them will get reelected. I think Bill Burr's yeah. not going to run again. Do I? It's not Bill Burr. What's his name? I, is it William Barr? Maybe that's it, Bill Barr. Or is that the? Mm-hmm. Or is that the Trump's new like attorney general? His name is. I know Richard it's not Burr. Bill Burr. Richard Burr. Richard Burr. Okay. Uh, made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, me. You know. Well, when well, I say a name, it's okay. When I say a name, not. it's a layup. It's meant for someone yeah. else to finish the <laughs> score. <laughs> you knew what I was saying. Not a lamp, an alley oop. Yeah, it's, it's like a alley-oop. volleyball. He's the guy that just goes. On the yeah, right. I said yeah, it. What, what do you set? I do the set. You guys do the spike. That's how we do naming around here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I was well, expecting I... there to be more like early release movies. I kept hearing like, "Oh, this is coming out. This is coming out. This is coming out." And I keep getting on uh, Amazon and like scrolling through the the movies that are available for rental. I'll tell you what I'm about to watch though. It's this Nick Cage movie. Uh, it's like Purple Aliens or something. Let me find out what this is called. Nick Cage Purple Alien movie. What's it fucking called? Yeah, there's gonna be some early releases, but I color out. I don't recognize color any of these. Out of space. Amazon Prime just released something. Now I, I keep seeing it in Twitch ads. Is it Good Omens, maybe? No. Are you guys not seeing it too? Ah, someone knows exactly what I'm talking about out there. Amazon is advertising on Twitch this new series to watch. I wish I could find it. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. This Nick Cage movie I'm about to watch is called Color Out of Space. Uh, I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping it's good. He makes so many bad movies that you never know, but I'm I'm hoping for a Mandy-like experience. Definitely not as gritty and insane. But it looks uh, looks like there's aliens of some kind, and people are going crazy, and then it gets bloody in the last third. <clears throat> I think that's the next thing I'm going to watch. Although I need to get into Ozark, obviously. I might. Try oh to yeah, get Ozark is sick. I might try to get that under my belt before uh, next week's show, so we can discuss it a bit. Yeah, I mean, you tear through shows, so you could definitely do it. Yeah, not a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of kind of got nothing but time here. Yeah. The 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 yard guy's coming to cut my grass tomorrow. I was like, he was like, I was like, could you come tomorrow? He's like, yeah. I'll like, oh, be nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see me. <laughs> I'll wait from inside. I'll be I'll be peering through the blinds after I pay you on PayPal. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got like a broomstick holding holding away. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm so I'm so worried about getting this thing and like having Where a poor you? reaction to it. Yeah, because like I don't want to. I don't want to get it because uh, a, then I've got to be quarantined for my fam. I'm hoping as soon as this thing's over, I can, I haven't seen my dad in you know, a couple months now. Mm-hmm. I, I miss him. I want to hang out with him. I, uh, you know, I, I like having him come out here and spend the weekend, you know, mm-hmm. at least once a month. And we watch a We usually watch a UFC event and I cook a dinner and we have a good time hanging out together. So I haven't been able to do that, but I would hate to get this thing and like be in the hospital, like potentially, like maybe I'm Idris, Idris Elba. Right. And I'm just like, ah, I got the sniffles a little, or maybe I'm like one of those like Olympic athletes that's got this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, he's lost 25% of his lung function. He'll never jog again. Yeah. Maybe you're oh. Boris Johnson in the ICU. Yeah. You don't want yeah, to. You never know how you're going to react to this thing. It seems hit or miss. It seems like there's definitely something different about some people i don't know if it's your immune system or your general health have you watched Maybe. much chris cromo cromo 
Yeah, I, yeah, Cuomo's doing a great job, I think, um, at, at what he's doing. His, his press conferences seem quite informative. You might be thinking oh, no, of his I'm brother, his Andrew. Brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he is getting good reviews, uh, but Chris is the reporter on CNN. Mm -hmm. So they're brothers, and Chris is now uh, quarantined in his house. He has coronavirus. Yeah. And he's kind of been detailing what his experience with corona has been. When I see Chris... He looks really good. He's always he's like a really fit guy if people don't know him. He's older than me, but he's fitter than me. And um, so he looks good, but he's like, man, I learned what rigors are. It's spelled R-I-G-O-R-S like it'd be rigors. But um, mm. it's this when you're freezing cold, but your body's hot and your teeth are chattering from a oh, flu. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. He, he oh, chipped yeah. a tooth. He chattered so much. Jeez. Right? I, and like you, I was like, sure, sure, I know what that is. Yeah, oh, wait. Yeah. How violent is it when you fucking break teeth from these rigors? Violent enough to get great ratings. <laughs> and it, you know, yeah. he, came, he did it. He, was, he looks good. And he's like, the beast comes out at night. At night is when he suffers the most. And uh, apparently, the flu is. he's going to be okay, but he, it was a rough experience for him. I don't want that. That sounds awful. Has but, he been getting in the sauna, like Rogan told us, getting those shock proteins? I don't think so. <laughs> think so. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been eating 18 pounds of elk a day. I take four to five saunas an hour. Does it make All you right? aggressive, Kyle? Does it make I'm you so aggressive? I'm so aggressive. I'm so aggressive. I raped a mailbox yesterday. All right. I, I'm, I'm incredibly aggressive. It wasn't even my mailbox. Sorry, neighbors. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I sauna continuously. I stay in a, uh, it, this room right now, 145 degrees. You can't tell. 145 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. I'm cooking slowly, low and yes. slow. Yeah. yeah. How hot is this sauna? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. How hot I is I would guess 120, 125. Mm -hmm. uh, hot tub is like 104 tops. Really? Uh -huh. No, you can get higher than that. Not on the hot tubs that I've owned. They, there's, it, it locks it at like 104, maybe 105, but definitely not 106. Yeah, I've definitely been 110 in hot tubs. Whew. I get into 105 and I'm like, oh, fuck. I have no idea. I just thought it was hotter. I thought it was like 120 or something. Like, I don't know. I've never. When would you start to cook? Like right? 180? It depends. If you stayed in there long enough, I, I don't think it'd have to be 180. Like, 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 I think my slow cooker, like when I put it on low and slow and, and like cook a pot roast for eight hours, I can still stick my finger in there for a second. You know, it's just, and it, it reminds me of a hot tub a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like so in a just hot tub. There, you fall asloop and you're just, you're just sloughing off into, into a stew. Ooh, that'd be so gross. <laughs> I've had so many gross. hot tub incidents. I got in that thing with my, I just had gotten a brand new, like nice. I always, I use Androids cause I prefer them, but I had gotten a nice Android. I don't remember which one. Don't ask me. Maybe a the S8 Edge when it first came out, something like that, expensive-ish, like more than 500, less than a grand. And I, 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 <clears throat> I, would, I hopped into the hot tub and like when I would get in the hot tub, I had a whole process, right? Like I want my accessories. I'd have a laptop set up so I could watch some Need Netflix. Yeah, for sure. I'd have like not just a glass of whatever I was drinking, but like I'd bring a pitcher. So I wouldn't have to get back out, like not necessarily beer or anything, but but like whatever, like diet. Yeah, a ton of water, something. Yeah, water. I wanted to stay hydrated. I'm I'm in here for the long haul. Mm -hmm. I got my phone. I got some weed. I got my lighter. I got a towel or two towels. I'm keeping my hands dry so I can keep operating the weed. I get in and I'm getting my accessories set up. I we had a really nice hot tub. It's like a six or eight person. I don't remember. 
getting situated, got my fucking tunes on, got Netflix propped up. And I'm like, all right, now let me get my phone out so I know if anybody wants to. Oh, God, no. It's in my pocket. Oh. It's in my pocket. And I'm, I've am been sitting in the hot tub for at least a good minute or two. And I so just it's pull done. it. It's completely ruined. Completely ruined. I've done that. Yeah. Very I, upsetting. Similar thing. I was uh I, I, I was in the gym working out, home gym working out, and then I, I like to go straight from there to the pool. There's this like I am just beat, exhausted. I I do legs at the end and I can hardly move and I just kind of tip over into the pool and the splash is rejuvenating. And for whatever reason that day I was like it, you can sort of like stir the bottom with your hands and make it cloudy and make it pull cleaner to make the filter catch what would otherwise yeah. settle. I did that for like 10 minutes and realized I had my phone the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not even a close call. <laughs> this fucker's yeah. done. Yeah, I didn't bother doing any of the standard like, oh, let's take the battery out, throw it in a, a, a bucket of rice. It's like, all right, well, let me just throw this in the trash can. All right, it's in there. And uh, tomorrow we're going to the phone store. Uh, if you go to the Apple store, they, they're like, oh, we see by this like color-coded something. This has been exposed to water, hasn't it? I'm like, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a little humid, I guess. <laughs> it's not covered by <laughs> Apple Care. So they need they, they should waterproof phones. Like that's the next now. technological step. I bet there are phones that are water resistant. I should be able to go scuba diving with that motherfucker. Scuba diving's a lot. But there, Give me 10 meters. There's a code. I forget what it is, like IPC7 or something. And Samsung used to advertise oh, their you phones. You do not ask about scuba diving. In a fish tank. They put it and you'd see the bubbles come up and the fish swimming around it. It was that level of waterproof. And now the new iPhones meet that same level. So if you jump in and realize you have it, you're probably okay. That, that's... I don't know what just happened. Did you just play music, Taylor? No. Oh, could I, I didn't hear a thing. Something in my browser then. I don't know. Maybe oh, something auto-played. Anyway, um, uh, something uh, now. You, if you just notice it quickly after you jump in, you're okay. Otherwise, you're not. Was it you, Kyle? I saw that look. I didn't touch a thing. I, I like my my hands are off. You can't no hear anything anyway because I we, I use both cups. I didn't hear anything. Like no, no sound came out of mine. I, I was I looking at a, a tweet that came from a. Uh, it sounded CNN. like it was native. Yeah. I think I did it. I'm sorry. Tell your story. Oh no, it was it was. It's not even a story. It was just CNN. I saw a tweet and I was scrolling to look at it. It was like. A 104-year-old man survives coronavirus. Interview here. And you just see a guy who's just wasting away <laughs> in a mask sitting there. And you know I was hoping it would like, take me. Why <laughs> not me, God? Knows at me again. Why not me? <laughs> God forgot about me. My wife died in 1979 of old age. <laughs> I don't know why. Do you that's know so what it's like to live 40 years alone? <laughs> it's pretty tits the first 30, but Christ, it's gotten horrible. <laughs> uh, I like I living fucked alone. Since for the you beach like living was alone. Popular. I've never understood those people who get lonely or homesick. And don't get me wrong, I've got a strong yeah. connection to a lot of my family. Yeah, like, like I really like hanging out with them and being with other people and, and hanging out in person with people and going on all sorts of little activities and adventures. I like like, you know, doing stuff. I do I do. I'm not I'm not an I, I would consider myself not an introvert necessarily or an ex You're like an extrovert by choice, right? You, you prefer sure. you, you enjoy both the extremes, maybe. Yeah, I really do. I really do enjoy both of the extremes. But like I've never experienced loneliness while living alone for extended periods of time, like months. And I've like like there was a time like during um, 
There was a time when they were trying to like drag Kitty into my legal stuff, all because she made soaps in in the basement. And they were trying to act like she was some sort of goddamn distribution network. And, and and to an extent, that's how they got me to agree to the plea deal that I agreed to. Is like I didn't want to I didn't want them dragging her into any of my, any of my stuff because it's it was bullshit. It's like I'm a guy who smokes a little weed. I'm not a fucking like drug dealer. I'm not. I've never sold weed. I've never shipped it or trafficked it or any of that fucking nonsense. Mm -hmm. So like, <clears throat> shit, I lost my train of thought. Help me back. Me uh, back kitty being alone, loneliness, extrovert extremes, introvert. Oh, so yeah. so so like to 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 distance myself from her. So that they, so that she would be less apt to get drug into my nonsense. I knew that I, I couldn't live with her uh, after she moved to Atlanta. So I moved out of that place. And you probably noticed on PKA, I was like hopping around, like like like, yeah. like I'd be at one place for like two weeks, and then I'd be in another place. And you were like, "Where are you at now, Kyle?" And I was yeah. like, "I was just like, I'm adventuring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a I different was, room of the same house. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm adventuring." Pay no attention to the fact that all the decorations are completely different and clearly from a different era. <laughs> like, I, but I was just, I spent probably three months there, maybe four months, like just hopping from Airbnb to Airbnb doing like long-term rentals. It was awesome. Hmm. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Like, like I would get, I would get full houses or full apartments wherever I went and I would have like this three bedroom house, four bedroom house. Sometimes it was an older house that it was like, it was kind of cool to see the way that like a nice pimped out house was in 95. It's like, Oh look, the, the thermostats here. Oh look, there's a, there's a hi-fi controller on the wall yeah. over here. <laughs> like, like all sorts of silly shit like that. Like the sunken living rooms that you would see like, oh, like that an 70s 80s. show. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Seventies no, uh, even let's go for like Mad stuff Man. like that. Or, or, I loved that period of, of time because I was like I was just traveling from one place to another, packing everything up and it every all of the possessions that I had was like it was like this desk, this monitor, my PC, all my gaming setup, my gear and everything, all the clothes that I had, everything would go in the same cardboard boxes into the back of my pickup truck and onto a new apartment or house or why did, whatever why did you have to move it seemed like you could have stayed in one of these places longer availability would be one thing and also like price would change it's like oh shit i can get like i can get this house it's just as nice i was always looking for better internet too mm -hmm. i always wanted to make sure i had stable internet for the show um but i never knew how long i was also looking for a permanent place you know and i never knew when that was going to happen and then also a thing that would happen would be like oh we have an availability of three weeks in March, but then in April somebody's coming in, and be like, "All right, well, I'll, I'll take those three weeks and find I'll, somewhere I'll, else, <laughs> and I'll find somewhere else for April." So I, I don't know. I was in at least three places, maybe four, mm. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I loved that shit. When I lived alone, I, it was a long time ago since I lived alone. It was before I got married. But uh, sometimes coming home to an empty place and. It was just a little empty. Like I don't know if lonely is the right expression, but it, it just like oh, there's no one here. There's no joy. It's just me. No one to oh, creep so. up on me from behind. I don't know what that was. The door opened. It could be HVAC or someone just pushed on it. Could be a ghoul or a goblin. There's always what, that chance. Taylor, what if something came in and it was so fast we couldn't even see what it was? We just saw a spray of blood and his camera turned off. It zipped through to the little door that scares us all, right? Then we would have to restart this recording, Kyle. <laughs> Shit, I didn't consider that. <laughs> Wait, were we supposed to be recording? <laughs> oh, uh -oh. God. 
come to your house. <laughs> funny. It's like <sighs> I was like, well, I've got Jackie's number. You think she can recover the file for us? <laughs> I don't know if she can recover Woody. <laughs> that bagul seemed to have snatched him up. Yes, yeah, so I never got loneliness like that. Uh, I always rather enjoyed being alone and like having a place to myself and you know, just, just fucking walk around naked and fucking like do what I want. I'm a big boy. I do what I want. Just fucking <laughs> piss in the sinks. Just, just not even caring. Big boys do what they want. That's right. Yeah. And uh, and then home, being homesick, like I never got homesick. We'd be on the road and like Scott would start being such a pussy. He's like, I got to get back to my girlfriend. I got to get back to my girlfriend. Like, Come on. Find a new yeah. one. We're in Florida. You want to call it a show and test quibs? Yep, let's wrap it up. Test quibs theory. 486. No outros? Nope.